Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, where we'll be bringing you all the news, reviews and interviews from Westfa, the OBD SFL, Southern Sunday and the Quarter Municipal Sunday Football League. This podcast and all of our podcasts are sponsored by the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Skipper Sportswear, at NJPGD, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, Awards FC and A-Rush Laser Tag. Our charity 11 team is sponsored by Player Packs, Borden Sports Stop Bullying Campaign, Black Eagle Athlete, Arithmetic Accountants, and our shirt sponsors, front of shirt sponsor, is at NJPGD. Let's get on with it. Welcome to Selk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show. This is the Sunday League Show, episode seven. Uh, the first one of October. Uh, on today's show, I have Graham, Jamie, Gibbs and Roger, as usual, going through all of the results and the fixtures for the Southern Sunday, the uh, OBD SFL, Westfer and the Quarter Municipal. First up this week is Sir Graham Rodber. We're going to say <laughs> two more months until it's all announced. Uh, let's see what we can do. Graham, how are you doing? <laughs> Hello, Andrew. Thank you. Thank you for your kind words. Uh, I'm I'm not sure that is ever going to happen, but um, yeah, we'll keep trying. I don't mind you with the campaign. It, it makes me feel good. So carry on. We'll keep trying. That's for sure. Um, let's get straight into it this week. Let's save all the chat and stuff for the results. Plenty to talk about. Uh, the Marcus Lipton Cup hasn't let us down again. Uh, it's proven to be quite uh, quite the cup. Uh, and quite the talking piece. So let's get into it. We'll start with our league fixtures uh, in the Prem. Uh, the Supreme Trophies, Graham Dodd, uh, Premier Division, uh, AFC Ballum. Uh, after their loss to uh, Clapham Wanderers last week, Graham, uh, again, uh, tasting defeat against their sparring partners at the top of the table from last yeah, yeah. season in AFC Putney. So no shame there. Uh, but Ballum in a bit of a rut, 2-0 to AFC Putney. Um, they need to start playing now, Ballum, don't they? Yeah, I, I think that's not an ideal start to the season, really, for them. Two defeats from the opening three. Um, is that already any title aspiration or challenge? Is it already over after three games, bearing in mind it's a 16-game season? With the way that the likes of South West Rangers have started the season, I think you can see that there's a bit of a, a gap starting to open up there. So, yeah, not an ideal start for Ballum. I think if they want to have a say, I think they're going to have to get to winning ways quite quickly. Um 
as, as for Putney, I think he'd have been pleased to get that under his belt. Bearing in mind they lost the first, they lost the first game, didn't they, to to Westminster? Yeah. yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's a good result for Putney and a good clean sheet there. Um, it's not easy to go away to Ballum. You know, they're a big physical side. They've got some really good good players. Uh, difficult surface, obviously, at Clapham. So Putney would have um, not enjoyed going there. They never enjoy going there. Nobody enjoys going there, no matter what division you're in. But uh, you go in, you get the three points, two nil, clean sheet, and you come out, don't you? Job done. The perfect win, perhaps, 2-0 uh, to Ballum. 2-0 uh, to Putney against Ballum. Uh, they'll be chuffed with that. Well done, boys. Uh, the Prem Division is going to have its twists and turns all year. Uh, we've seen some results in the uh, County Cup this week. We won't go through those, but we've seen some defeats that perhaps we weren't expecting for uh, Southern Sunday Prem teams, Graham, this week uh, in the London you, you mean Cup. They, you mean they all lost? Well, yeah, they did. I mean, and I didn't expect... I didn't expect some of the results uh, that, that what happened. What was you not expecting? Uh, Sporting Continental. Well, that was a, there was a red card in that game, so they went down to 10 men, I understand. So oh, okay. um, that was, um, yeah. When, when, you lose, when you lose players in football matches, you give yourself an uphill struggle, don't you? Just ask Marco Silva on Saturday. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, that was, that was a definite red card. Chalaba didn't even complain, did he? I, I did. I haven't even watched it. I didn't even make the game on Saturday. I got stuck in two hours traffic, so I had to turn around and come back again. Uh, so that was lucky. no. That was no. Um, that was no bad Saturday afternoon in the end, really. Every cloud. Well, I think we're we're both. We Charlton had a bad draw on Saturday. Yeah. Against Oxford. And they're of, a poor um, outfit. They're a, oh, you're, against poor. your ex man. Against your ex manager. Yeah, yeah. That bloody Carl Robinson. Absolutely <laughs> rubbish. <laughs> But yeah, no, I, I suppose if you were looking at it on paper, I'd say, yeah, that was the one that, that you probably you would definitely expect Sporting to go through. Lazio didn't get a team out and withdrew. Um, that I found quite quite bizarre, really, to that's be honest. A shame. Um, that's a shame because they could have joined the, the Chairman's Cup if they were going to do that. Well, that's the point. I, I, that's kind of what I didn't get. If you weren't going to play, you could have just gone in the other competition and then you could have got three games. Bearing yeah. in mind the Premier is going to be a bit short of games anyway. But um, there you go. Golden Eagles, good side. Yeah. 3-0 at Southwest Rangers. Um, Clapham Rovers. Yeah, Lambeth All-Stars. We know what an excellent side they are. So we've got Swag who got a bye against Parklife. So Swag are the only team that, that remain in it and they're through to the second round. So yeah. we'll see what the draw comes up with. Probably be Swag against SE Dons. It wouldn't surprise me. <laughs> well, SE Dons um, seeing off Westminster uh, Wanderers this weekend as well. 5-2. But uh, as we say, that the expectations for... The Southern Sunday, I think the most games that they're going to come up against in the Challenge Cup are going to be free swings for the teams. And the further you go, uh, you have to take your hat off to the teams. But uh, the domestic stuff to me uh, is is more important. There's, I got there's... lambasted last year for going, you know, writing Southern Sunday teams off, saying that we've got no chance. The, the, the chances are very, very minimal in that competition. There is a lot of quality. There's a lot of quality. And... Um, it's beyond the level, I think, of the Southern Sunday Premier and other Premier teams in some Sunday leagues. It's it's moved on. The standard has just moved on to just a different level now. And um, un unfortunately, you know, the likes of Westminster Wanderers, you know, they can't compete against those sides. So, you know, when they, when you can't do that, you've got to you've got to be competitive at home in your home league and uh, you have to make the most of the, the competitions that we put on. So yeah, we'll have a competitive season. We won't worry about the, we won't worry about the London cup. We'll let them get on with it. And we, I wish all the teams who won yesterday, wish them all very, all the best to the next round. I think my, my two P's worth would be that the seven Sunday is a Sunday football league. And, and I mean that in, in the biggest compliment that it's very, 
it's very Sunday league, which is which is what we celebrate. Who's in the what, title? Yes. So, um, yeah, just crack on. You're going to meet good teams if you're playing teams in the from the Super League. Uh, you're going to struggle because these teams are just just hoovering up semi professional players. If they've not been, if they haven't been that way uh, in their other leagues, they're just going to be super strong now because they're in this league um, that isn't necessarily the best league but it's got that aura about it and players that love, love a bit of clout are going to go and play in it and it's as simple as that and well according to some it's the next big thing it's the it's the be all and the end all and that's where everybody's going to be playing and that's the way to do it and yeah that's uh, it was quite interesting content that i heard from somebody this week i thought that was very interesting views well let's wait and see uh they have to be we've got the likes of Beatties and hatch lane that won the national the sunday national cup and the London Challenge Cup elsewhere. Um, and let's see what happens with other teams like that. Of course, you've got your Lambeth All-Stars and, and all that. Hatchams elsewhere as well. Uh, let's see what happens. Anyway, back to the Southern Sunday. In the match arc, Tony Eldridge Championship. Uh, two games this week. Uh, South London Giants, three. Albion, four. A good little run Albion are in now. That's them. They found their feet straight away yeah. this season. Yeah. Yeah, confidence. It's amazing what a couple of little wins gets you. Um, huge, huge boost. South London Giants obviously had won, uh, hadn't they, last week? So, you know, I, I thought that that would be I thought that would be a tight game. But I think if Albion are going to be looking to bounce back, that is the sort of game where they're going to need to to come out. You know, there's, there's seven goals in that. They've come out on the right side of that just. And you are going to need wins and games like that throughout the season in order to, uh, to try and get over the line. So, yeah, really good win um, for Albion. Great result. Agreed. I, I don't think that the, if they concede three last season, I don't think they would win. Agreed. They would go on to win that game. So that's showing them with a bit of um, a, st- a steely resolve about them this season. They hadn't Albion. scored four too often, had they? No, exactly. Only against Swag, I think, in that midweek game. Yeah, yeah, and that was um, that was an unbelievable result. Yeah. yeah. So well done to Albion. We're always sort of pleased to see you guys looking uh, looking uh, better, uh, and yeah, we like to. Uh, we're going to be pleased to see your progress this season. This next one uh, in the Tony Eldridge Championship, the match arc, Tony Eldridge Championship, London Ravens first four, Wheatsheaf two. Um, this league is going to be, uh, consistency is going to be the only thing to win this division, I think. It's going to be so close when we get to the end of the year. Yeah, no, I was looking at this yesterday and I was surprised. Wheatsheaf had got a draw, draw in the Chairman's Cup against lower-ranked opposition, and then that's back-to-back defeats now in the league. So, you know, if you think how, how strongly they finished at the end of last season and probably another couple of weeks, they'd probably be playing Premier football at the moment. Isn't it strange how it all turns around in a few months? You know, we've added a added a few new teams in that division. We've got the full complement of, of 10, and all of a sudden that division is just a completely just different ball game to what yeah. we've seen in the last couple of years. And yeah. clearly the level has gone up. The level of competitiveness has clearly gone up. And I think you're right. I think there's going to be, I mean, if you just have a look at the wins and the draws and the losses in the, in the table, literally everybody is taking points off of everybody. And, you know, when we put these games up for the predictions, it's going to be really difficult for you guys, I think, to, mm. to make any sort of forecast because I, I actually genuinely think there's a lot of close teams with very similar ability. So I think, you know, I think you're right. I think if you can limit the amount of losses that, that, that you have, you can try and stop the draws and try and turn them into wins. And you kind of get that consistency, which Albion are starting to show. That is what's going to get you over the line. But um, anybody is going to beat anybody else on their given day. I don't think there's any doubt about that. No, a great division this season. 
uh, well done to the people that did the constitution this year. Yeah, you can email sssflsecretariatoutlook.com. In the Bob Dixon League one, uh, four games yesterday uh, in the league. Barking Mad one, Val County one, uh, Brixton Town nil, London Hibs one. That championship form continues for the London Hibs boys. Uh, they are amongst it this season. A great start to the season for them. What a fantastic calendar year almost, Graham, for them. Yeah, they look like they're not going to be in any problem at all. I mean, they look like they're going to be challenged at the top end of the table rather than the bottom end of the table. Yep. What a fabulous start with two wins and a draw from their first three. And Brixton, we know, you know, they don't give a lot away. To, to go there, 1-0 clean sheet. There weren't many clean sheets for the Hibs boys last year. So, you know, I, I think they've I think they've looked at that clearly, haven't they, over the summer? I and mean, I did them in pre-season. They looked pretty good against um, Harbour Rovers. I think they've just looked at that and thought, yeah, we don't want another one of these fellas, you know. Um, what do we need to do? What do we need to bring in in, in terms of being competitive? And, uh, yeah, they're, they're a club that you look at that they've kind of done it right over the summer and they've started like a, a house on fire. That's yeah. a great result, 1-0 at Brixton. Yeah, well done, boys. Credit where it's due. Uh, kudos firsts lose 3-1 at home to Wimbledon Wolves. Uh, Wimbledon Wolves taking their cup exploits back into the league, Graham. Uh, and it could be ominous for anyone playing the Wolves. Uh, they Their tails are up, certainly. Again, you know, they're, they're that side. First league game yesterday. Go and get the result, get the points over the line. Yeah, uh, you're not going to want to play them in league or cup competition. Um, we know how strong they are. Um, Kudos, I think, are in a bit of a transition. I think they're they're clearly struggling at the moment. So I think they need to get their uh, they need to get their act together and they need to get some points on the board. Otherwise, I think they're going to be at the wrong end of the table this year. Um, I think from memory, last year they started off quite well and then kind of towards the middle, towards the end, it really tailed off and. I think they're on just the wrong trajectory as a club. Um, mm. I mean, we know that the second team have, uh, are improved kind of from where they were, but I think we need to see see that with the first team as well, really. But um, on their day, you know, we, we know that Kudos are competitive and that they can get results against anybody in that division, but they just don't seem to be showing it in sort of recent weeks and months, really. So I think they're going to need some points on the ball quite quickly. Absolutely. Uh, congratulations to the Wolves, though. They... They won't care. Uh, they'll scavenge the points, that's for sure. Uh, and in the last game in the Bob Dixon League One, uh, much wider result here than we expected. I a agree. much, a much improved AFC South London looking all the part, uh, the strong challengers to uh, the expected uh, strength of Sellhurst in the in the League One table, Graham. But 6-1 to Sellhurst. They turned it on yesterday, that's for sure. This was a really strange game because in one breath, I'm going to say, well, it wasn't a 6-1 game. But when you look at the tail of the game, it was a 6-1 game. But it didn't, when I was out there, it didn't feel like there was such a massive gulf between the sides. It genuinely, genuinely didn't. Um, what was it? Just chances taken in the end? I have to say, Sellhurst are ruthless. I mean, their finishing is just of a different level. They are clinical. I mean, I, I, I'll give you an example. Right at the beginning of the game, after about 45 seconds, ball goes over the top. South London get onto it. He's in the penalty area. He's bearing down on goal. Out comes the keeper. You know, if you if you shoot and uh, you, you know you've got a good finisher on the end of that, someone that's confident, and maybe that happens 10 minutes in the game. All of a sudden that's one nil to South London and then the whole game takes a completely mm. different complexion. Sellers within 10 minutes go down the other end and then it's first chance, bang, goal second chance, bang, goal and then all of a sudden you know it's 3-0 and the game's effectively over and you're thinking bloody hell 
what what's going on here? South London then get the consolation back from a from a set piece just before half time. It's three one, and you're thinking, right, okay, if South London can get the next goal at the beginning of the second half, you know it's game on. Yeah. Within forty seconds, set piece from a corner, bang, it's four one, and then the game's over again. It literally in the first minute of the second half, and yeah, I have to say the South London goalkeeper yesterday was outstanding. He made a series probably of you know four or five brilliant saves. So as much as I'm saying it didn't feel like a 6-1 and it kind of 6-1 looks a bit harsh. You could easily justify a 6-1, but South London did have a couple of good chances. I mean, they missed an open goal at one point where the goalkeeper miskicked uh, and then he's got the whole goal to aim at. He's got time. All he's got to do is roll the ball in the empty net and he rolls it wide. It's big moments in those games, like in the first minute, like that chance. You have to take your chances against sides like Celeste. If not, they'll bury you. They'll absolutely bury you. Um, so I, I, it was competitive. You know, South London were really, really up for it before the game. I, I think there's a couple of things. I'd almost say at times, I think they played Sellers' too much respect, I think. And particularly in the sort of left-back area, Sellers did really well down that right-hand side. You know, they doubled up at, at, at some points and there were a lot of balls and a lot of crosses coming into the box that in that left-back area... South London didn't really um, didn't really do their left back any favours in terms of kind of getting him any any support and um, that was a bit of a vulnerable area. So they'll want to they'll want to correct that South London and um, they'll certainly want to be better at set pieces as well. You can't afford to give freebies away against Sellers. So first statement of intent result in that division this season, Andrew. I think absolutely, and you've just exposed the South London left back as a weak area potentially for. I think he was a good left back, but I think, you know, when you're putting two on one, it's the same at any level. You know, we see it at uh, at Liverpool with Trent, you know, people say that he can't defend, but how often do you see in games, particularly this season where, you know, they put two against one and essentially it doesn't matter who the player is. They could do it against Reese James at Chelsea. If you're putting two against one and you're not giving any, any help, you're exposing the guy, aren't you? I mean, they all say that he can't defend. Well, he's proven in the past that he can defend, but tactically, if the opposition make that adjustment, then, you know, you're forcing him not to defend, aren't you? It doesn't make him a bad player. Fair enough. You've justified the comments. Well done. In League Two, St Andrews 6, Norton nil. A fiery contest uh, ends with the St Andrews boys winning 6-0. Um, the referee um, showing a number of red cards in this game, um, probably put uh, leaning the result in St Andrews' favour. We hear it's justified, so no criticism of the referee at all. No, no, no. no. Uh, but Norton not covering themselves in uh, a lot of glory yesterday and deservedly put to the sword, it sounds. I think it finished 9v7 in the end, so there were six red cards. So, uh, okay. yeah, the um, the county FA are going to be very, very busy, let's put it that way. But, um, <laughs> you know, aside from that, 6 nil St Andrews, very good win, clean sheet, starting the season on fire. Who's going to bet against them doing the business again and then going up to League One or even the Championship next year? Nobody, I think, is going to bet against that. That's where the smart money is uh, is being placed. Oh, can you imagine Sellers and St Andrews in the Championship next season? Oh, my word. <laughs> I mean, that's the great thing, though. I and mean, we say it all the time. You know, you look at the teams that are coming from the divisions below. You're almost thinking a year or two ahead and you're thinking, yeah. OK, who's going to be playing there in a couple of years' time? And... I'd like to know what our Premier is going to, and our Championship is going to look like in, say, three years' time. I think it's going to be, um, I think it's going to be, the only way is up. I think it's going to be really interesting. I think the, the, the standard and the quality is, the cream is rising to the top. I don't think there's um, any doubt about that. 
Absolutely. Uh, it's, it's very exciting. And that game single-handedly buying the trophy for the new London Cup uh, competition that will be implemented next season. We hope. <laughs> uh, we hope and I mean, I've said all I need to say on it on social media. It's yeah, an absolute sorry. no-brainer of a thing to do. And I don't know anyone that, that thinks otherwise or disagrees with it. It's, um, you know, somebody made a comment about, you know, um, inclusive, inclusivity and kind of giving you know, kind of lesser ability players in terms of a lower junior cup, the opportunity to get to a final. And, you know, it's now harder in London than it's ever been because of the expansions of the land. All of those are absolutely valid points. So we're meeting them on Thursday this week. So um, hopefully we can get them to, to commit to doing that because I think they want to do it as well. And I'm not sure why they didn't over the summer. They had an opportunity, but they, uh, they wanted to pursue silly things like regionalisation that weren't a priority. And other competitions, of course. Well, I didn't want to mention it. Uh, Club Football Vale 1, Hampton Terriers 6. Graham, Hampton Terriers looking very, very good in League 2 as well, aren't they? Good side, good side, good side. Um, They'd have enjoyed that yesterday on the big 3G pitch down at Tooting. That that, that surface would have suited them. They like to get the ball out and uh, they like to play. They like to use the, they are to use the width. So, yeah, um, I, I wasn't surprised at that result. Club Football Vale obviously are an established team in that division, but um, they're conceding, I think, too many goals already and uh, they're not scoring them, which is not a great recipe for yeah, any. Are, are we worrying about them yet, Graham? Uh, I'm not worried about them yet. I think they've got the players, I think, to be competitive, but um, there is some, again, the quality of that division has gone up this year. Um, I mean, Chiswick, we know, have lost four out of four but they got a fairly decent result this week in the Chairman's Cup, so that might have given them a little bit of confidence. Um, so they might just be a little nervous looking over their shoulder, but I guess it's like, you know, um, the situation that um, I described up in the um, up in the Championship with Wheatsheaf and, um, you know, with AFC Ballum in the Premier, you want to get a win sooner rather than later because the longer it goes on, it becomes a bit of a... a monkey around your neck and you yeah. put yourself under pressure when do you know what it's hard enough it's competitive enough as it is so you know you you want to get that first three points just to kind of get the monkey off your back absolutely uh into league three uh well done to all the teams uh, in league two in league three uh ribblesdale rovers two sporting crabs nil a good win for ribblesdale rovers against the team perhaps graham they'll be battling it out uh to keep their league three uh status this season ribblesdale uh, struggle did that were they relegated from division two last year yeah yeah and not not started amazingly well this year either so good three points for them that's their first three points of the season so you know they were looking at that against crabs and crabs obviously we know got off to that disastrous 9-1 uh against dara on opening day and you know they've not been able to improve or, or stem the tide you know it's three back-to-back defeats for them so you know they're looking over their shoulders already uh Ribblesdale will be it's those little mini battles isn't it and for them to have got their first kind of landed the first blow in in the series of little battles um Ribblesdale will feel very happy with that yesterday they'll feel very good about themselves very good and thank you for the perfect segue talking about feeling good about themselves after being battered last week <laughs> by Magpie recruitment uh Clapham Chiefs come back uh, this week with the with the great a great attitude and full of praise of um, magpie on social media they haven't shied away from the from that defeat at all and they've been full of praise um for their opponents last week they beat merton athletic 5-2 this weekend the 2-1 to clapham chiefs are a thing of the past i uh, <laughs> 
What a mad result. Um, yeah, crazy. So there were, a, there were a number yesterday. Obviously, we could only get four on the team of the week. I could have probably put 10 on there. Um, yeah, we did say notable mention to Clapham Chiefs because <coughs> they, were, they were the fifth team, weren't they? I mean, that is honestly, that's a brilliant, brilliant win. I think people would have expected Merton, especially on the back end of, uh, of their hammering uh, Clapham last week, that Merton would have just gone there and rolled them over today but it just goes to show you know if you're not on it and I heard Sellers say this before the game against South London yesterday you know forget the ability of the players mentally you've got to be absolutely on it and you've got to give 100% it's about work rate it's about effort it's about commitment um, and if you don't put those things in ultimately you know you can get slapped um, yeah. I, I no disrespect to Clapham I was surprised but for them to score five goals in a game um, well no wonder why they were enjoying their pints at the pub yesterday afternoon it looked good in the sun didn't it Dare I say that is a statement of intent. That that is the perfect that is the perfect response to getting battered, and we never ever thought that that result would happen for Clapham Chiefs yesterday. We were worried about them because they were they were a good steady team last season. That beat into Magpie recruitment. Obviously, we're going to talk about it in a minute. They are clearly on fire. Something has happened at Magpie. They've turned it up a gear, even this season after. Um, such a good year last year, but Clapham Chiefs to turn that round against the top side in Merton Athletic. Give them, give them credit for this. That is a fantastic Agreed. result for Clapham Chiefs. What a I, what I, a response! I, but I don't know how to take them now. I don't know how to take them. I don't know how to view them as a club because you know, as much as that's an outstanding result, you know, last week was a shocker. And I'm just looking at the table. Yeah. It's four games, two wins, two losses. The goal difference is crazy. It scored 12, conceded 19 in four games. Yeah. I mean, how can you forecast what Clapham Chiefs are going to do for the rest of the season? What Clapham Chiefs is going to turn up? Well, let's just hope you leave them out of the predictions, Graham, eh? Well, I mean, honestly, uh, that, that would be a stinker for you, I've got to say. But um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, I think, you know, if they can if they can keep the ball out, if they can start to tighten up a little bit, then, you know, they're going to give themselves a chance. They've clearly got some good players there. They've clearly got some talent. They're clearly going to, you know, be competitive in that division. They're not in any relegation danger or anything like that, I would suggest. But if they can keep a little bit consistent, then I don't think really anybody, it looks like they're going to touch Magpie with sort of 33 goals in four games. But, um, you know, they might might want a top four finish and that would be a good season for Clapton Chiefs, I think. I like the thought that maybe Clapham Chiefs are going to be like uh, Keegan's Newcastle this year and just try and outgun everybody. And whether they lose 13-1 or whether they win 5-2, that's, that's the aim, just to outshoot everybody. That. Yeah, I'm, I'm all, all for that. that. I, I love that. I liked Keegan football. I know that people who want to be a bit more pragmatic. I mean, for me, football is an entertainment business. And I heard the Leeds manager, uh, Jesse March, yesterday criticising Aston Villa and their time wasting there doing this, that and the other. Unfortunately, at that level, you know, you can understand why teams do it because there's so mm. much money at stake especially financially but but at this level you know what if you want to if you want to score eight and uh, concede seven as long as you get the three points every week that's going to get you success isn't it someone who didn't score eight or concede seven yesterday were magpie recruitment graham we need a word here and we'll talk about it later on in in the next section but magpie recruitment 13-1 winners against ballon mariners now we know mariners have struggled at times it's a sinking feeling for them uh yesterday uh they bow out yesterday 13-1 losers that was two two good puns there that went unnoticed Graham. No, they didn't go unnoticed they were so poor and do you know what i was thinking of one of my i was thinking of one of my own at the time that i was going to throw in i was going to say you know they've obviously um 
that they've weighed anchor, haven't they? I thought you were going to call me an anchor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, this is mad. This what is, a I fantastic mean, to, team, Magpie. It, it's mad. To do it one week is ridiculous. To do it two weeks is, well, it's off the scale, isn't it? It's unprecedented. Um, I don't know. I, unless I go and see them, I don't know what the change is. I don't know whether... I don't know whether it's that they're they're confident or whether they've just kind of, you know, working harder. I don't know whether they brought in players over the summer. I don't know whether they're playing a different formation. I don't know whether everything that they're shooting is going in the net and they're just having a bit of the purple patch. It could be a combination of all them things. It might not be any of them things at all. Who knows? But I mean, they must have got that new manager in. (laughs) Well, (laughs) you say that. I mean. Who, that might be the that might be the difference. All it all it needed was just somebody to somebody who was a bit neutral and sort of to come in to kind of organise it and, and maybe get the best out of players. I mean, it's you know you know with players sometimes, especially on a Sunday, that they've got their own kind of preferred positions. But actually, somebody who's kind of neutral that doesn't know them comes in and says, "Well, actually, I think you could do a job here or there." And actually, that might enhance. You might get something additionally out of a player that that, that you didn't necessarily know that was there so, so maybe that could be a factor I don't know but I mean it, it's that's ruthless I mean that's a that's a devastating devastating result and a real statement of intent back to back in two weeks that um, they mean huge huge business in that division and um, they are they are probably favourites um, oh. for League 2 football next season without a doubt standout favourites in League 3 so far they haven't lost the league game in over two years or something ridiculous oh, like he'll, that, love, he'll love you um, he'll love you keep mentioning that he'll love that <laughs> well but it's a it's a it's a target now isn't it as you say you, with a dart a dart <laughs> and a target on their back oh yeah no that he's he's got that he's latched onto that one now my dartboard analogy I don't know where I got that from by the way that just sort of just came out of that sort of the, the blue uh, but yeah no he's latched onto the darts analogy now so um, yeah I'll, I'll let him have that one into the JSF Plumbing and Heating League 4 form side uh, in League 4 and in the Southern Sunday as a whole. AFC Mortlake, after their battle against uh, relegation in League 4 last year, lead the pack, I believe, uh, in the table. Uh, 3-0 winners against Southside United. Uh, A good day for AFC Mortlake and the Painters bouncing back from um, a, a strange defeat for them the other week. Uh, to beat uh, fellow, you have to say, promotion uh, candidates, Junction Elite seconds, two 3-0 wins yesterday uh, in League 4, Graham, uh, and Painters uh, showing some form that we expected them to show, but Mortlake out of nowhere. Uh, look, the business. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was just going to say, what I have liked about a few teams this year is that, you know, they really struggled last year, London Hibs being a, a classic example of this, and they've just turned it round in the summer and it, it's kind of going really quite well for them. And, and Mortlake are exactly the same. Um, I rang him up for the result yesterday because uh, results weren't coming through uh, because of problems with full-time and whole game, as we know. Um, usual weekend. Um, and he was just saying, you know, and he was away, but from, from the feedback that he got, they were really buzzing after that. And they played really, really well. Clean sheet to go with it. And we know that Southside United are no mugs, but they started off the season with back-to-back defeats. Um, they're the only team in that division now without a point. You wouldn't have thought of that about Southside. No. You maybe no. would have thought it would have been the other way around. Maybe it was top deck. So they seem to be defying the odds and defying the form. And you know what? Fair play to them. They deserve to be where they are. As for Painters, I think that's a pretty, pretty decent win. I really do. Um, Junction Elite, you know, they had 
obviously aspirations after coming up last year for back-to-back promotions. Now, two defeats yeah. from their first three games. I don't think anybody really would have seen that. They were such a good side last year. But are, are Painters going to get the back-to-back promotions? They certainly look strong enough that, and they've got the... They've clearly got the players there. I think if they can get some consistency, I think um, I think they're in business. Agreed. Well done to uh, Painters and Mortlake yesterday in League Four. Into League Five, uh, a good few games to talk about here. AFC Bluebirds seven, Mitchum Strollers two. Uh, the Southern Sunday misery of Mi- misery in Mitchum continues. Uh, Graham, uh, the Bluebirds, uh, they don't care. They've capitalised on Mitchum's. Uh, transitional issues into the Southern Sunday. Yeah. Uh, the quality proving a little bit too much for them at the moment. Well, I caught about half an hour of the second half of this game yesterday before I did my afternoon game. It was the, it was the game before. Um, it didn't look like, I have to say, on the face of it, that it was a 7-2 game. I have to say, um, Bluebirds, though, knocked the ball around very, very nicely. Um, nice little triangles, nice little patterns. Uh, they, they really do look like a team that know what they're doing they're very confident and very comfortable playing with each other there's a clear plan they've got an identity they know how to play um, and this is one of the better Bluebirds teams that, that I think we've seen um, in the league uh, as for Mitchum I think commitment I think from talking to them yesterday seems to be the um, the issue that they can't seem to get a settled 11 um, lots of players who were kind of there last year who were regularly playing a kind of in and out and it's always difficult, you know, if you're not used to playing in the afternoon, trying to get your best team out. So, you know, there were some mitigating factors for Mitchum yesterday. But um, I mean, I, I said to them, you know, how long is this going to go on before you really start to push the panic button? And and they didn't really want to get into that too much. They just wanted to kind of put the focus on getting their, getting their regular players back and then having some sort of settled team that they can then build on to try and get some consistency. And I guess they're not the only ones in Sunday football at the moment that are struggling for that. There's quite a no. few teams I know lots in all of our divisions. There are, aren't they? Um, yeah, yeah. Commitment does seem to be a bit of an issue this year for whatever reason. I'm not sure why, but we definitely have come back to a different environment post covid without a doubt and i i'm not i'm not really sure why that's the case other than you know i think people have got other things that they want to do in their life and they don't want to spend it playing football but my view on that is keep playing football while you can because you'll miss it when it's gone Mm, i agree i agree with that uh talking of teams like mortlake and and teams who have used uh last season's disappointments as a springboard and green shoots of positivity Clapham Wanderers with another good <laughs> win yesterday. Graham this beating. could have been on the this could have been on the team of the week a result of the week yesterday without a doubt. Well, he won it the week before. He won't be upset. He won't well, be upset. To I'm miss sure out. he won't. I'm sure you can't. I, I I was driving into Rains Park yesterday afternoon as he was driving out. Oh, of course, we ran the old window down. He had like a grin, like a Cheshire cat yesterday <laughs> afternoon. He was buzzing. Popular Rovers going with what you said last week that they are leaky at the back and yeah. the, they scored three. Uh, the the same faces scoring the goals from and doing their bit doing their work at the top end of the pitch, uh, but Clapham Wanderers capitalising uh, and winning five three against Popular Rovers. A different Popular Rovers this season, certainly not as dominant as they were last year. Uh, but Clapham Wanderers dropping down into League Five. They found their feet. They're happy where they are. Dan is buzzing in the in the predictions group chat about everything that's going on at Clapham Wanderers <laughs> at the moment. Five free winners. What a result. Yeah, I'll, I'll start on Poplar. And I have to listen to the tape back. But I think I did say last week, you know, they're always going to score goals and it's the usual suspects. 
at what point are they going to change their philosophy, bearing in mind it's not currently working for them in terms of getting some of the results? Are they going to have to take a little bit off of the attacking side and then start to work defensively as a team? And that yeah. starts right from the guys at the front. I think maybe they're going to... The balance just doesn't feel right to me. And and that result didn't surprise me yesterday, Andrew. It didn't surprise me. I, I have to be... It's an outstanding result for Clapham and, and all the credit to them. But but we, we, we have said that Poplar are conceding goals. Clapham, on the other hand, you know, they're they're buoyant. They're they're on fire. They've they've got confidence, confidence mm-hmm. and belief mm-hmm. going through their veins. I mean, that takes you so far in football. It's it, it, it's a brilliant thing to see. They've done really well in the Chairman's Cup, they've done really well in the Lipton Cup, and then they back that Ballum up, Ballum win up, and then first first league win. I don't think the season can get off to any better start than what they've come up with. I have to say it's been quite outstanding. Agreed. Momentum well and truly uh, rampant in the uh, Clapham Wanderers camp at the moment. They'll want to play every minute they possibly can at the minute. They're doing really well. Popular Rovers, perhaps the end of season uh, momentum lost just to lose that league title on uh, goal difference alone. Uh, Graham, maybe, maybe just knocking the stuffing out of the boys, but they're still scoring goals uh, and we know what a good team they are. Uh, on their day they just need to get this win in in, in any way um, they need to get the next game needs to be a win and I can see them going on a nice little run so again the contrast know... between, so the contrast between those team, two teams sorry Andrew is right. Clapham clearly have got it out of their system haven't they they've got the disappointment out of their system quite quickly they've gone yeah. again had quite a good pre-season mm. it looks like that little hangover and those seeds of doubt from Poplar are at the back of people's minds and they will be hurting. They won't like these defeats. They won't like it at all. Um, going out of the Lipton really, really early. They will want to get back to winning ways. And they have got the capability. They've got the players that if they get a win, they can get confident. They can go and win two, three, four, five, six, seven on the bounce easily. Easily mm-hmm. they can go and do that. Yeah. They've got to go out there and they've got to now prove it. Um, I think their I think their little bit of comfort yesterday was to see that essentially points dropped by their title rivals so ultimately yesterday was bad but I think it could have been a lot worse yeah no ground lost on on title um, rivals from last season we'll get to them in a minute sport in London three London North Coat two the the, the the London North Coat the result of two uh, teams merging so we, we sort of always root for teams like that that do their best to keep football going uh, sport in London part of the uh, AFC South London and Dynamo London family of clubs uh, so offering lots of people football as well so this one is a tough one to call who you prefer who you might prefer to win this one I know Graham you can't you can't you wouldn't prefer anyone anyway but um, two teams do I hope good. they all lose in all divisions I hope they all lose how about if I say that yeah that's alright uh, but 3-2 to sport in London uh, you feel like points may be few and far between for Sporting uh, London. Uh, so you can't begrudge uh, these teams a win. And that's yeah. that's one that they would have fancied winning as well this weekend. I think this is similar to the Ribblesdale Sporting Crab situation from the division above where, you know, it's going to be scarce where they're going to get their points. So you want to get the results against the teams who potentially are going to be uh, in and around you. Early days, though, for London Northcote, very, very early days. That's their first uh, league game. That was Sporting's second um, so yeah, we'll look at we'll have a look at them in two or three weeks' time to see where they are. But um, yeah, no, it's admirable what they're doing, bringing clubs together and obviously increasing that participation. So um, yes, um, good. 
quite quite pleased that they managed to get it together. Um, they just need some results to follow. But, you know, you have to earn things in football. They don't just get given to you just because because uh, it's admirable what you've yeah, done. Yeah, you know, yeah. It doesn't mean to say you're going to get points. You've still got to go out there and perform and um, yeah. you've got to earn your three points. So uh, good luck to them with that. And as I say, yeah, good three points for Sporting London. Well done to them. Uh, no three points earned by either Westminster Wanderers thirds uh, and uh, our shirt our shirt sleeve sponsored uh, Argentina FC a one all draw. Uh, Argentina like a bit like Poplar Rovers. They've not started the season no. fantastically well, have they? Two too, draws too, and too a much, defeat. Perhaps too much steak on a Saturday you night. You can never have too much steak, Andrew. You can never have too much steak. Uh, yeah, I, I'm doing Argentina next week in the league. Uh, so I would be really interested to see, is there any difference to kind of the level of performance that they were churning out last season? But, I mean, it could be a number of things. It could be that other teams have obviously improved. They've gone up a division. It's going to be yeah. a bit more a bit more uh, competitive. Uh, I don't know. And again, I don't know. It's very difficult to judge the teams. All all we can look at is the stats and the results unless we've actually seen them play. Um, Westminster thirds, um, I I know, are an improved team. They've had quite a good start to the season with a win and a draw. So they're no mugs. They're always going to take points off of teams on their day. They're a really competitive side. But um, yeah, I I think um, Poplar Rovers and and, uh, Argentina potentially may be disappointed with their starts to the season. but nonetheless, you know, um, it's still very, very early days. Very early days. You just need, it's all about that momentum. We say it every week, that momentum and consistency after uh, achieving good things, keeping that good feeling in, in the clubs is so important. And yeah, it's very early days for Argentina. We just want to see them uh, climbing up the table. Uh, in League Six, uh, Junction League Thirds win 2-1 against uh, AFC Putney. Uh, that's their reserves or their eleven, as they call them. Uh, a good, good win, win for Junction Elite Thirds, definitely. Uh, LMT falling 4-2 against the UBL CFC boys. Um, something, a, a team I used to seeing winning last season, UBL CFC. And I think that's two wins back to back now for them. So it that's is, their yep. season Spot underway. On. Yep. That's, really that's, good start. Really good start to them. I know you you keep it, you kept quite a close eye on them last year. Yeah. You quite like the look of them. Um, yeah, they look like they're going to have another good season and they could be up there or thereabouts with South City. Yeah, a good win. Uh, London Ravens B and Westminster Wanderers fourths sharing a three-all draw. Uh, not quite a tribute to the man himself, sadly, but a, a good point for both teams. Uh, in League Six, the last game, South City seven, uh, Ram FC nil. Uh, despite Ram's improvements, uh, we know South City uh, would have been wounded from exiting the County Cup uh, the week yeah. week or so before, uh, and they've taken that out on Ram, haven't they? Yeah, that's what you've got to do. Um, go, and, go and let your football do the talking on the pitch. It's not one on uh, it's not one on social media. It's not one in emails. It's not one by sort of shouting the odds. Um, absolutely go down, knuckle down, get on with your football. That's an outstanding win. Uh, I, I didn't see 7-0 in that game. I didn't see 7-0, I've got to be honest. I mean, that, that looks like that's a complete level apart. Um, yeah. And I got a message. I've not had a chance to go back uh, to Joe yet. Um just to say, you know, um, he said I, he was quite, I think, surprised. You know, he knew that they were good, but didn't know that they were that good. Um, well, obviously, you know, they haven't been in the past. You know, they lost in the County Cup, but they, they've done their they've done their bread and butter in the league, and they've taken care of business. And uh, as you say, what a uh, what a response! You can go two yeah. ways. You know, you can have the headache, and it can go to the next week, or you can dust yourselves down, and you can get on with it and say, right, okay, 
you know, we feel that we should be playing higher up the um, higher up the divisions. We've got to go out and prove it. And then they just go bang, 7-0 and slap Ram. I mean, that is an um, outstanding result. Brilliant, brilliant result. Well done to them. Absolutely. Into League 7. Uh, ACT Arantes 4, Southwest Athletic 3. Uh, ACT Arantes, we know that they've had, they do have these good results in them from time to time. That's a good win for them yesterday because they have, they haven't had a great start either. Southwest Athletic, though, Graham, they're, they're starting to struggle, are they not? It's just a bit of a hit, miss, and maybe really for Southwest Athletic. It's which Southwest Athletic is going to turn up. If it's the one that turns up, you know, who finished sort of third in the league last year and did really well and scored lots of goals and were being really competitive, they're, not, they're going to take points off of anybody in that division. But yeah, I mean, you're not surprised with the Rantis. You're right. They, they do come up with results against people. They're a tricky outfit to play against. Yeah. Um, they'd have been very happy um, to get that win on the board. I know they were being a bit vocal on social media in terms of already giving the division to Sheen Park Rangers and Mondial. Um, well, you know, they've now got their first um, three points on the board. So it's up to them to try and match the other teams now. And they need to go and get some more three points. And uh, it, the only way that you make a division competitive is nothing to do with the league. It's the teams that can control their players and the ability of their players and the, their club. And, um, you know, ultimately, you've got to go out there on the field and do it. And if you feel that um, an opposition is superior to you, then that's down to you to work harder, bring players in, improve the quality and try and get up to them. That's the challenge, isn't it? Always. You have to have to strive to improve. If you can't if you can't bring new players in, then find systems and ways of playing with the people that you have got that improve, that will improve results. And that's important. Uh, the other result in League 7 yesterday, Olympic mayonnaise, nil. Uh, Mundial B2, uh, keeping Mundial down to two goals, probably yeah. going to count of themselves there. By well, I think uh, so, because they conceded 18 in the first two games. I think you're right. I think um, I think they'd be quite pleased to get out without being slapped, if I'm really honest. I think I think 2-0 is respectable. Um, but Mondial won't worry whether it's 2, 3, 5 or 10. They'll just worry about getting three points. The only thing is, I say they won't worry about it, if the goal difference then comes down between themselves and Sheen Park Rangers, who we know who are scoring goals for fun, um, that might be a difference uh, towards the end of the season. I think the goal difference is 28 and 15 off the top of my head. Um, so, yeah, uh, it, it might be a little mini derby between those two teams and Mondial might have to get the points on the board because they might not have the goal difference. But there's a long, long, long way to go yet. Yeah, that's what we want, though. We want the games won in results against each other, not on goal difference. That's a bit. That's a bit of a. Well, it was exciting to be fair, though, when it happened. To it was. It was popular last year. You know how that all panned out. That was that was quite exciting towards the end. Fair enough. We like uh, uh, those games, Sheen Park and uh, Mundial B. They are the games now, though, aren't they? And Rosendale Sports potentially. Don't count Rosendale out. Definitely not. And, yeah. and Sporting South, I think you know, are going to be competitive on their day, but um, they certainly didn't show that in the cup yesterday. But we'll come on to that. We will. In League 8, uh, three games in League 8 yesterday. Uh, all the teams that we want to see uh, playing played. Uh, but Sebastian's Project B uh, scoring a stupid amount of goals, this, this team. <laughs> concede, concede, but they score goals. Absolutely ridiculous. Seven, six winners against Dara Reserves. Uh, yesterday, what is that's it a about tie-break some... tennis set? That that's a tie-break tennis what, set. What what is it about these guys, Graham? You know them better than me. They score so many goals. I mean, you could have just imagined if you were the ref on that game yesterday, you'd run out of note, run out of room in your notebook, <laughs> wouldn't you? I mean, it's like, how do you keep score? I'd, I'd love to know the pattern of the scoring. I mean, it must have been sort of one nil, one one, one two, two two, three two. 
two, three, three, four, 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 five. Well, you, don't, I mean, I mean, you don't imagine a game like that is seven nil and then a team comes back no and scores six. No way, no way. That's um it's, uh, if anybody is listening, do drop us a DM or give us a tweet at St. Matthews and let us know how that went yesterday. I'd I'd love to know the pattern of that game. Yeah. That's crazy. Brilliant. Uh, and more good games in uh, League Eight. Deportivo La Caruña taking on AFC Old Town, uh, whose cup exploits um Old Towns haven't been uh, ignored this season. Four two winners though were Deportivo La Caruña doing what they do, scoring goals for fun. Uh keeping a good team in Old Town down to two goals yesterday. Uh, Graham, and that's a bit of a statement of intent result yeah. yesterday for Deportivo, isn't it? Yeah, I think um, I think if you look at this division, it's going to be very similar to the championship in terms of teams are going to be taking points off of each other. And, yeah. you know, that three points there against a, a, a championship rival or promotion rival, if you like, you know, that might ultimately mean the difference towards the end. Um, I, I think it was a game Deportivo really couldn't afford to lose, bearing in mind they've already lost one already. Uh, Old Town, I think, will be disappointed in that because they've had a really strong start to the season. But um, they're going to just have to bounce back quickly. And again, they're another team we know if they go on a run, they can win two, three, four or five. So, um, yeah, I, I think Deportivo would be delighted with three points there yesterday. Agreed. Uh, East Putney nil. Vauxhall Virgins five. They've stepped it up a gear as yeah. well this season. The Virgins haven't they? Yeah, that's that's what I mean about these teams. You know, the likes of Masvida, Deportivo, Old Town, Virgins. You know, you've got four very, very, very strong sides. Don't count out the likes of um, Dara Reserves, who are going to be no. competitive, or Ballam and Clapham Albion. We know who are going to be competitive in that division amongst others. Um, so yeah, it, you you have to get the results or, or avoid defeat in the mini league and then you have then have to beat the other teams yeah. so uh yeah Vauxhall great start to the season back to back wins three from three um they're scoring goals Mas Vida scoring goals I mean they're all scoring goals lots of goals scored in that division brilliant that's what we like to see in league nine that's why you shouldn't take your eyes off the lower divisions definitely not. you get the you get the craziest results in the lower divisions and it's the most fun really to talk about uh, in league nine Venetia Don's not off to uh, a start that they would have liked. I don't think Graham losing 2-1 to Old Ruts yesterday. Uh, and Venezia Dons, I think we spoke him up as, and I think Dan even made them uh, title, his, his title pick. But I don't think they're starting off that way, are they? Well, two wins from three. That was the first defeat yesterday against a very, very good old Ruts side, by the way. That's their third consecutive win. Um, so it's unlike I, I think, me to talk rubbish. Well, I was going to say it's a bit it's a bit early to um, to be writing them out. Um, old Ruts look like they've stepped it up this year. So as whereas people maybe weren't talking about them, they appear that they've um, had the benefit of, of their first year. And, uh, you know, they, they, they look like they're going to do something. I have to be honest. So don't count them out. Dons are always going to get results against teams on their day. They're obviously a very talented and very, very good side. So, uh, yeah, don't don't scoff at his promotion no. or his title uh, prediction just yet because it may come home to roost. Apologies to the Dons. Uh, Borussia Battersea uh, reverting to type this, this week, Graham. <laughs> losing to the teams we may expect to be up there at the end of the season. My pick, Borussia Battersea in League Nine. Uh, they've let me down yesterday and... After such a good start, uh, their first one, a, a challenge from from teams who who will be around there in the top half of the table, uh, they lose one 0 to Brixton. 
Rick Sustain have really, really struggled at the beginning of this season. You know, the back-to-back defeats, you know, they've only scored a couple of goals as well, which is very yeah. unlike them. They were free scoring um, last year. For them to end the three-game winning streak and to get the clean sheet, I think that's a, I think that's a fantastic result to Brick, for Brick Sustain yesterday. Um, they wouldn't have been predicted to get that. Um, no. But yeah, if you're going to get your first win of the season, what better way to go to the league leaders who are unbeaten mm. on a superb run of three... Uh, wins 17 goals in those three games as well. And then to go there and get a 1-0 win, I think that's a very impressive result. And I don't think that should go under the radar. It's a great result. Well done to the Brick Sustain uh, boys. Uh, Bruce Battersea, as Graham said, a fantastic start to the season. I was chuffed at picking them uh, as League Nine uh, favourites, my title pick. But yeah, Brick Sustain, they did well last year as well. So no mugs at all, uh, despite a slow start. Yeah. Uh, Bruce Battersea left to... Uh, lick their wounds and go again next week. Uh, the rest of the League Nine games, mm. Old Freemans 2, uh, Junction Elite Fifths 3. Uh, a welcomed result for the Junction Elite Fifths boys who uh, we know they struggled last year. Uh, moving up a division because of the inclusion of a new Junction Elite team into League Nine. Uh, but they beat new boys, Old Freemans 3-2 yesterday. And as I say, Graham, a welcomed relief on the pitch for them. Yeah, they've struggled so far this season, so they'd have been delighted with that. Um, as for Old Freemans, I'm not sure. Obviously, they're a new team. I'm not sure what we're going to get yet. So um, back-to-back defeats for them, but it's early days. So, um, yeah, League Nine is definitely one to, um, to to keep an eye on, especially now you're going to um, throw this next result out, which I think is quite interesting. Yeah, Tyne and Thames, another new boy. Another new boys. <laughs> and um, I can't even... No, I didn't even know what I was going to say. Tyne and Thames for... Kudos Athletic seconds, the new, the new boys to League Nine, turning over uh, Kudos, who beat their first team in cup competitions yeah. uh, recently, uh, but a good three points for Tyne and Thames because it hasn't looked great for them uh, from the start, since the start of the season. Um, but that's them, uh, a great result for them and something for them to build on also. Yeah, two wins from three, actually, Andrew, for Tyne and Thames. So oh, not a bad not a bad uh, start, mate. Not a bad not, start. Uh, um, bad, a bad start for be, me this morning. They'll be quite happy. Uh, but uh, yeah, I think I think some of the new teams at the moment, I think, are going under the radar a little bit. So um, I think we're going to start to talk about them a little bit more as the um, the, the tables start to develop. Um, so yeah, you've got that little cluster at the moment with Brucia, Battersea, Old Ruts, Tyne and Thames, Venezia, Dons, SW Lions are up there or thereabouts, and we're going to talk about them in a minute. Brick Sustain are going to get results against the team. So maybe League Nine, along with League Eight, um, you know, they're going to be a bit unpredictable and um, there's going to be some very, very pleased teams, or happy teams at the end of the season, but there's going to be a couple that are going to miss out who I think are going to be very, very disappointed. So I, I think, you know, you need to get points on the board early doors and try and avoid those defeats to your potential promotion rivals, I think, in order to give yourselves the best chance. And if you're up there or thereabouts, sort of January, February time, then, you know, you've got to go hell for leather and you, you've got to give it all you can. Agreed. Interleague 10, the best division in the Southern Sunday, the Silk Grassroots League 10. I have to say, all of, all three of these games, I think, go in the way that I would have predicted them to. Dynamo London, part of the AFC South London uh, family, losing 4-2 to Rosendale Sports Reserves. Don't forget, these guys, Rosendale Sports, were the, the sort of whipping boys last year. So they're getting a couple of results, Graham, which we do like to see. That's improvement for them. Uh, and wins just like the uh, Junction Elite boys uh, in League Nine 
Uh, wins few and far between for them. So every win for them must be treasured. And I bet they enjoyed themselves yesterday afternoon after a good 4-2 win. You can't, you, there's no such thing as a bad 4-2 win, is there? Oh, no, definitely not. Definitely not. Um, very, very good win. First three points for them for the season. Um, they got that monkey off their back uh, in the second game nice and early. And, uh, you know, you get a, a confidence for, to take into next week. You get a little bit of confidence, a little bit of belief. And they'll think, well, we won last week, lads. Why can't we go again? So um, why not? Good luck to them. Yeah, good luck, boys. A uh, good result. Uh, Junction, uh, Junction League under 23s, four Renegades, one uh, after their heavy defeat against uh, Prem Division uh, team in the Cup. Renegades rallied a little bit in their next game, uh, but now they're back to uh, losing games uh, in their league, Graham. Sadly, 4-1 against the team they perhaps, they perhaps fancied getting a result against yesterday. Yeah, not sure what's going on with Renegades. I think there's a change in management and um, clearly a um, a big transition of players. They they signed a few players this week as well. So trying to integrate them and get them involved and um, trying to get any sort of cohesion and any kind of pattern of play and understanding. I think that that probably is their problem at the moment. But, um, you know, every result or every game, I suppose, for them is a bit of a free hit at the moment. So we'll see how they go in coming weeks. But... Um, you know, you mentioned it a minute ago about under the Junction Elite under 23 team. Um, that's a brilliant start to the season for mm. them. Two wins from the two games. So, um, Aaron, I, I spoke to him briefly yesterday afternoon. And I know he's really pleased with how they've started. So, from their perspective, we want to see these young players. We want to see the young teams. I did the Broomwood youth team yesterday afternoon. I was saying to their manager afterwards, you know, you're the future of this league. And it's almost a bit too heavy where we've got too many old boys maybe at the top and we haven't got enough enough young blood who ultimately over the next five or 10 years are going to be the league. We just uh, are going to be the future of the league. We just need to change the balance over slightly. So it's great to see teams like Broomwood and uh, Junction Elite under 23s doing really well. Great win. Agreed. Uh, and last but not least for the league games, uh, Wanderers 5, South London Pekin 1. Wanderers with a good win, I believe my pick for League 10. So that's that's what I'd like to see more of. Thank you very much, Wanderers. Uh, but South London Pekin, uh, along with Renegades, uh, struggling uh, at the start of the season. Yeah, there's, there's there's a cluster of them. I mean, Rosendale got their result yesterday, but uh, Old Sertonians off to a losing start. Pekin off to a losing start. Dynamo London have lost three of three. Renegades have lost two from two. So... That, that little four teams, you know, they're they're all yet to get off of the mark and maybe they're hoping that they can get some games coming up against kind of those teams to try and yeah. get, get off to that first first uh, win of the season. But it was a shame for Wanderers why they didn't get a team out a couple of weeks ago because they won two from three. Um, you know, they could have been, all right, they're up there at the moment on goal difference, but, you know, they could have been clear at the top. So that was a bit of a wasted opportunity, I felt. And uh, yeah, that, that, that might cost them that three points that they didn't get uh, towards the end of the season. Who knows? We'll find out in May uh, how costly that is. But yeah, one one that they'll probably deeply uh, regret at the moment after a good start uh, on the pitch. Uh, in the Chairman's Cup, a few games played yesterday. Uh, Egg Fried Roost, their struggling start continues uh, this week. 4-1 demolition by the Chiswick FC <laughs> development boys who have been bashed about themselves, Graham. A good win in the Cup for the Chiswick boys. Uh, who haven't enjoyed things uh, very much in the season so far. Uh, Egg fried roost, probably the same, uh, but what a win for the boys. 
Yeah, it doesn't matter. If you haven't won a game all season, it doesn't matter who you're playing against and what the scoreline is. If you go in there and you get your first win of the season, that is absolutely huge at all costs. So they won't care what the score was. They won't care who they were playing against, whether it's a team, lower division, higher division, whatever. They will just want that win just for confidence, just to stop that losing run. So, yeah, 4-1, they'll be um, they'll be very, very pleased with that. Egg fried roost, you know, not a great start to the season for them, but they wouldn't be expected to take uh, points anyway from um, uh, a, t- a team that uh, comes from League Two. They wouldn't be expected to get a result there. Really? You think even given Chiswick's start? I think Egg fried roost have had a bad start. I think if you're a lower division team and you've won a few games and you've got a bit of confidence, then I think with Chiswick's start, I think the teams would be a lot closer together. But they both got off to a bad start. But ultimately, you know, Chiswick have got better players because they're in League Two. Egfroyd Roos are um, obviously a new club um, and they're in one of the lower divisions. So, yeah, I, I would have said Chiswick were favourites for that yesterday. So okay. I, I, I'm not surprised. Fair does that make sense? It does. It does. I just, I guess the, the confidence factor is a bit of a leveller. But when you when you, when you put uh, Egfroyd Roos's start and, and their confidence into it, I guess that pushes them both down at, at yeah. equal measure. So, yeah, a fair, a fair judgment. Uh, Ballam and Clapham Albion, and Putney Pacers sharing a Desmond uh, in tribute to the man himself. Don't forget, it's a league, it's a it's a group format in the Chairman's Cup, so you can uh, finish with draws. Uh, league Eight against League Two. That's League Eight against League Two. Yeah, That's a Put- decent point for Ballum there. Putney Pacers have um, certainly underachieved, and and they're getting they're not getting the results uh, we expect them to get against lower placed Oppo, are they? They haven't shrugged off relegation last year at all, I think, for me. I think they've just got to kind of get that out of their system and uh, move on. I think they need a big win against someone to give them a bit of confidence, I think, to yeah. take forward. Can't see it coming at the moment, though. No, it doesn't look likely. Junction uh, Leap first managed to do what other teams haven't uh, managed to do and beat Parthenope. Uh, Parthenope don't win too many. They draw a hell of a lot of games, but it hasn't happened this week. Uh, Junction Leap first getting a result, I think, no one would have predicted a, a draw for that one. For no, they're, a le- they're a level above, yeah. Um, good win for Junction Elite that gets them off to their first three points in that group. So uh, they'll be uh, they'll be very, very pleased with that. But they, he's probably got ambitions this year. He'll, he'll want to do well in this competition. I've got no doubt about it. Well, I remember when they were on the podcast, they, they hadn't had a, a year where they hadn't got to a cup final. Yeah. And that happened last year. Uh, there were no Junction Elite teams in cup finals. Am I right in saying? Yep. So he'll be wanting to put that right this year. And getting multiple. Was well, thirty-two uh, teams have got a bonus chance this year to get to an, an for an additional cup. So you know, make make the most of it. And you know, if you haven't had a particularly good result in your first group game, then you know you've got the second and you've got the third. So you know, it's not nothing is decided after one game. Everyone's now played one game. There's still a lot of football to be played. Absolutely, the last game of the Chairman Cup games yesterday: Harbert Rovers four, uh, West Norwood two. Uh, West Norwood still really finding their feet this season uh, in the championship after not playing much football uh, at the end of last year. The Harbert Rovers Division f- uh, League Three champions uh, with uh, Hampton Terriers. Hampton Terriers perhaps taking taking a bit of the limelight away from Harbert so far. Harbert haven't st- played a Harbert haven't played a league game yet. No, so a good <laughs> win for them. A good this is a good um, win for them to sort of kick starts playing some games of football now in the league. It's, it's just bloody cup games every week for them. But yeah, now yeah. they'll be delighted to get uh, the win against championship opposition. So the way that we did the draw is we kind of 
it was the top eight teams in there kind of were in pot one, then the next eight, pot two, then blah, 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 blah. It went along just so that we got a bit of balance yeah. uh, to the draw and that you weren't getting, say, uh, a Premier and a Championship team in a group. And, uh, you know, West Norwood obviously would have been the, the, the stronger team in that group and would probably have been expected to win it. But Harbert have now kind of turned on turned that on its head. So uh, puts West Norwood now under pressure in the next game where if they want to get through, you know, they're going to have to come up with a win because essentially if you get back-to-back defeats, then your chances of going through on just three points are very, very slim. Absolutely. Uh, well done to everyone in the, in the Chairman's Cup. Now, buckle in. Here comes the results. <laughs> for here the comes Selk- that cup again. <laughs> the Silkgrass. Well, I'm so pleased we've got our name on this cup because it, it's, it's, it's living a, up to all it's uh, expectations joke. from last season. Again, the Silkgrass Roots, Marcus Lipton Cup, a very proud uh, cup for us this season. <laughs> uh, let's start at the top uh, and we'll go with order on the uh, full time because it's very hard to put these in, in any sort of order of, of work. Uh, Bromwood, not Brookwood. Uh, <laughs> Bromwood. <laughs> they forgave you, they forgave you. <laughs> uh, it was nine o'clock or eight o'clock last night on a Sunday after doing two games yesterday and I think it auto it auto corrected. By the time I noticed it, I think there was 50 something 50 votes it on gone. it. Yeah, it was done. And it's hard to delete that and, and start it again. But Brumwood, 3-1 winners against Wandsworth Warriors. The what the Warriors would wish we'd shut it, we would shut up talking about them, Graham. The minute we start calling them out, saying, what a good team. This result comes out of the bag. A fantastic result for uh, Broomwood, uh, a new team. Uh, it says youth in it. Are they a young side, Graham? Yeah, yeah. No, I did this game yesterday afternoon. Oh, okay. This was, my, this was my fiction. I said to the manager of Wandsworth Warriors, I said, oh, it's been nice nice to referee you after so long. You know, you're doing a great job. It's fantastic. And he was kind of saying, you know, let's talk after the game. You know, don't curse us, don't curse us. And then that happened yesterday. I've got to say, they were well worthy, Broomwood, of that. Well worthy, you know, League 10 against unbeaten League 3 with Warriors well deserving uh one nil at half time uh two nil three nil and the, the Warriors got the goal right back towards the end as a consultate uh, as a consolation all young players all gone through the Broomwood kind of system uh the manager there I think he said he's had some of these players for five or six years I think there were two 16 year olds on the pitch yesterday. fantastic and that's why I said to him at the end I said you know this is exciting I was impressed yesterday I was really really impressed and I, I think they're gonna have a very good season and uh, without wishing to big Broomwood up too much, they are a dangerous floater in the second round draw. If you're in and around the middle part or the lower middle part of the league, you ain't going to want to play them. They're fit. They're in your face. They're strong. They've got talented players. They've got skill. They play on that big pitch. You know, they've got pace. They're not, they can run all day long. They've got engines. Good, good side. Very, very good side. I was impressed. No glimpses of this uh, fantastic form that Wandsworth Warriors have been in then. I, I mean, I don't. I, that was just ex- extraordinary. I mean, you know, League 10 against unbeaten League 3. I, I didn't see that result coming yesterday. I didn't, but Broomwood were absolutely thoroughly deserving of the win. Well done, boys. And, and a deserved place on the uh, results of the week poll yesterday. Apologies for the typo. It was a typo. I know your name's Broomwood. Um but that's just me. I make lots well, of mistakes. Well, you know, they're, they're going to hope that uh, you sweep the place clean for next week. <laughs> Brilliant. They'll want to sweep. They'll want to sweep up in future polls as well. I'm sure. I'm sure they will this week. That is a fantastic result uh, against the team who have just started to turn heads themselves and and look like uh, contenders on in many uh, competitions this season. So a good 
a good win for Broomwood. Well done, lads. You want to dust yourself down for next week, won't you, Andrew? We're going to keep. We're going to sweep these stupid buns under the carpet <laughs> and get on with the next result. Now, <laughs> Park Life's first team beating Battersea Dogs four nil. Uh, perhaps going with form. We've seen Park Life perform uh, reasonably well against lower placed opposition uh, in cup competitions. I think they they've had a couple of they've played a couple of lower placed teams. Have they not, Graham? Yeah, yep, yep. So they'll 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 be pleased. They'll be pleased with that. Um, I don't think Battersea Dogs were are up to where they were a couple of years ago, and they're another team that they're going to be needing some points soon, or they're going to be starting to look over their shoulders. I fear for them a little bit. I'm starting to worry. And I got into this mentality with Battersea Dogs last season, and um, it proved to be founded. It, it kind of it happened in the end. Sam, yeah, uh, that that's not looking a great start. I mean, we can't look too much into it playing against Premier opposition. No. Um, but they're going to need some points in the league quickly. I remember some stand, some Battersea dog. The highlights of their season last year was beating West Norwood, I think, in the championship. Yeah. But apart yeah. from that, nothing much else really happened for them, did it? No, lots and lots and lots of defeats. Lots of defeats. Not very. The wins very few and far between to talk about. Yeah, uh, they'll go again next week. Always next week to put things right, gents. Uh, Barnstormers lose three one to Westminster Wanderers, an improved, a noted improvement uh, in Westminster Wanderers as a club in terms of results on the pitch. We know what a good club they are uh, off the pitch. We know how seriously they do take it, but a noted improvement on all four teams uh, so far this season, Graham, with Westminster Wanderers. And yesterday, uh, I know the first team lost to one of Sunday League's best uh, in terms of quality, but 3-1 winners yesterday. The seconds would have loved that one yesterday. Yeah, I, I, as I say, um, as I mentioned earlier on, in terms of Chiswick, you know, to, to get that win doesn't matter whether you're against higher or lower opposition. They'll they'll want to have got their their name in the next round of the cup, and uh, they've gone there to Barnstormers, who can be tricky on their day, and they've done a professional job. But that that one definitely has gone with a form book. I don't think there's a doubt about it. But no. yeah, a good three-one win, solid uh, into round two. This cup competition is a leveler, so the the levels that and where your opposition play. Don't pay any attention to that. You have to get the job done on the day. And this next result... There you go. Uh, Capitalising on... Uh, absolutely depicting it. <laughs> Cosmos United, three. Where they've done all their good work in previous years. There's been cup competitions, Cosmos. Um, they lose 3-2 to Rygate Robots. The new boys into the Southern Sunday. In beating League Cosmos. Six. League, in League six. 6, beating Championship Cosmos United. A gatekeeper club in the Championship Cosmos United. Um, losing 3-2 to Rygate Robots, the Marcus Lipton never lets us down. I, I, I <laughs> After last season, I, 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 I've said it can't do it again, can it? But it, already in this first round, yeah. the results are just ridiculous. Yeah. They're absolutely ridiculous. Um, unbelievable, unbelievable win. I don't think people would have predicted Rygate to go and do that. I think they've now won two out of their first three. So they look like they're kind of going under the radar a little bit and they're just kind of going about their business. I would say they're going about their business quietly, but their Twitter page is certainly not quiet, um, which, you know, we're all in favour of. We like a little bit of the banter. So yeah. keep that up, lads. But uh, yeah, people are going to start to look at them now. I think... Um, and it's not only them, any team that's got kind of a standout result, Broomwood people will start now to look out for them as well. Yeah. Um, so, you know, that can be a good thing, but that can also, it can go for you, but it can also go against you because uh, you get a little bit of a, a target on your back and all of a sudden, you know, you've been the uh, the giant killer. Teams will then want to get you back and they'll, uh, they'll, they'll want to knock you out. So, uh, yeah, um, watch, watch it. Just enjoy it while you can because uh, you don't know how long it's going to last. 
the silk the silk curse has hit uh, ones of warriors this week so don't the, as soon as we start talking about teams and, and bigging them up uh mistakes can happen and, and we've mm. we've we've cursed the ones of warriors yes yeah, our, our fault our fault our fault, we fault. Talk. No, i'm blaming you <laughs> <laughs> uh, another great result yesterday after a four all draw uh with dara firsts sw lions graham taking the game four three on penalties a suitably Impressive result um, for you to put the SW Lions boys on uh, the results of the week. Poll, I believe. League nine against league three. I mean, again, another six divisions. And we had it, I think, on two games last week where it was six divisions and six divisions difference. Uh, what is it with this competition? What is it with this competition? If you'd have put the, if those two teams were in the, in the league, you'd have predicted Dara to win that game. No disrespect to SW Lions. Dara would win that game all day long and probably score a hat full of goals. What is it about the, the cup that is just such a magical leveller? I can't, genuinely, I can't explain it. I, it's a free hit for these clubs, maybe, yeah. and they just express themselves. I don't know. Getting into penalties and then it's the then it's the sort of lottery of penalties. People call it a... a oh, it's not a lottery. It's not, it's a, not lottery. a lottery. It's, it's not, not a lottery. Because you can, you can only control the controllables. And ultimately, if you don't get your shot on target, then ultimately that's something that you've done. Nobody's done that for you. No. If you can't get the ball on target, if the keeper makes a great save, he makes a great save. That's good football. That's not a lottery. What it is, is a massive leveller. Take getting it to a leveller. It's not a lottery. Yeah, an absolute leveller. So the, the level of a player doesn't really come into it. If you hit a penalty into the corner... Uh, and get it on target. You've done everything you can possibly do. Then it's the lottery part of it is the goalkeeper choosing the right way, uh, and that and that's it. Um, he can't lose, can he? The goalkeeper, no, he can't no. lose. If he concedes all five and they lose the penalty shootout, there's nothing he can do. All he makes is one save, and then he gets his team through. He's the hero, isn't he? Agreed. So well done to SW Lions getting through on pens, uh, doing what you have to do. Uh, Dara FC continue to be a little bit inconsistent and not reaching the heights that we may expect them to uh, on regular basis. But they can go back to Division 3 uh, and they've got a fight on their hands with some good teams in Division 3 uh, and some other cup competitions uh, when they all kick off yeah. uh, later on in the season. Park Life B and St Matthew Project first, sharing a Desmond uh, after a play and St Matthew's Project first going through on penalties 4-2. Park Life missing. Uh, a few penalties there or having penalties saved 4-2 shows good penalties taken by the St. Matthews Project first, boys. Well done. Uh, Putney Town returned to some familiar score lines. If you go back to the first day of the season, Graham, they scored nine. Uh, it's been a rocky start for them since then, uh, but a comfortable win against, it must be said, vastly lower placed opposition. 10-1 wins, winners were Putney Town. Uh, I feel like they probably needed that for a bit of confidence after a rocky start. Yeah, no, I agree. Um, championship against League 10. Uh, I don't think anybody would have been expecting any other result um, to get double figures, obviously, is um, a good confidence booster, I think, from from the last couple of results that they've had. Old Suttonians will just dust themselves down and try and get back to League form and, and get some points on the board there as soon as possible. But yeah, Putney Town, um, obviously, you know, we know they're a good side um, through to the next round. That's all you've got to do. Get the league form out of the way go into the cup, get the result, score a bag of goals and put your place in round two. That's Job it. done. Job done. Full stop. Uh, Sheen Park Rangers against Atletico Buble uh, was one that we predicted last week uh, on the prediction show. 
guesses were either way. We said yeah. on the we wouldn't ex- we, it, uh, win either way is is yeah. not a surprise result given Sheen Park's start and and uh, Atletico Buble's um, higher league placing. Uh, but Sheen Park getting the job done two one. Uh, we know they score goals, so that shows um, Atletico Buble obviously um, steely defence against. Um, a, an outrageous attacking team so far this season. Uh, but Sheen Park, we have to give credit where it's due. That's a good win for them, but we, we're starting to think perhaps these boys have got something about them and, and you wouldn't want to play them in this cup. Yeah, no, I think they're going to go down as one of the uh, the dangerous floaters, shall we say. But uh, by all accounts, this was a really hard-fought, real competitive game yesterday. Um, and that it was a, a last-minute, I think, last-minute goal from Sheen. So it was moments away from going to penalties. So it could have been, it could have been different. But I think that tells you a little bit about Sheen Park and about their resilience and their willingness to kind of take Buble on and go and get that win and, and get into the next next round. So depending on their opponents, that's going to be, um, they're going to be ones to watch in this Marcus Lipton Cup. Absolutely. I think a lot of focus has been made on the fact that they used to play in the Chiswick Premier. Um, but I, I think some of those comments are, are quite ignorant, really, bearing in mind that, uh, you know, they don't sit down with these clubs in the summer and they don't interview them. So, you know, the Sheen Park Rangers team that are in the Southern Sunday is not the Sheen Park Rangers team that was in the Chiswick Premier last year in terms of personnel. There's a huge uh, transition and a turnaround and changeover in players. And I think, um, yes, acknowledge Sheen Park for where they've come from. But, um yeah, unless you know what you're talking about, don't comment is is my view, really. <laughs> uh, Sporting South 2, Inter, uh, Club International, the football Clapham 2. Uh, a good run of form in uh, uh, Club International. That's unbeaten in 90 minutes now in three games. They win this one on pens. Just something happening uh, at, at football Clapham this season, Graham. Much improved. Uh, Sporting South, you've talked them up and said what a good team they are. there are. That's three wins on the bounce for uh, Clapham now, and they are putting something good together. Don't know what it's going. Don't know what's going on there. I spoke to the referee after that game yesterday, and he he was quite impressed with them. And he said they they were quite good. Um, we know Sporting South are a good side, and that they're going to beat teams on their day. Uh, they'll be delighted with that club international. Um, so yeah, I, I'm going to be um, keeping a bit of an extra eye on them on on their results. They've certainly had a good start to the league got through to the next round of the cup. If they get the right draw, um, who's to say that, you know, they can't win another round or two. Why not? Are they going to be the team along with Broomwood, maybe from league 10 and Exonians this year that are going to uh, upset some more teams. Why not? Let's, let's see. Absolutely. Sporting Web one, uh, Exonians one, uh, Exonians on social media. Absolutely. Waxing lyrical about this one. yesterday. they were chuffed with this. They wanted it. Uh, they got it. Uh, four, two wins on penalties. Um, for the Exonians boys, uh, they were chuffed, weren't they? Oh, they are. They, they, they love all these cup upsets on top of the one that they did last week. So that's League 10 against League 4. Hmm. Six divisions, their difference again. Um, <laughs> uh, you know, you, you you take it to the penalties. You take it to the penalties and it's literally then down to the takers. What, what are you going to do with it? The, yeah. the result, the 1-1 in the 90 minutes is absolutely irrelevant. That's gone. That's irrelevant to the situation. It comes down to spot kicks. Um, Exonians obviously have, have executed theirs and, and the Sporting Wet Boys haven't. So, you know, that's their place in the cup gone. So they'll want to get back to the league. But yeah, Exonians... Um, going about their business quite quietly, I would say, in the uh, in the cup competition. So, um, yeah, you know, flying the flag for League 10. Well done, boys. Uh, three more games 
in the Marcus Lipton. Syndicate getting a rare win this week. 4-1 winners against Clapham Common. Uh, wins for Clapham Common seem to be rare as well, Graham. So Syndicate would have fancied that one yesterday, but a good 4-1 win for them, as I say, uh, throughout the podcast. Some teams' uh, wins are very few and far between, so they would have loved that one yesterday. Both of those two teams would have been looking at the cup to kind of get their first wins really under their belts. Clapham Common are having a bit of a struggling start to the season. So, yeah, whoever was going to get a win out of that, it, it's going to be a huge boost for them. First, first win. So, um, yeah, what better way to get your first win in the cup and then try and take that into the league next week? Well done, boys at Syndicate. Uh, two fantastic fixtures uh, left in the Marcus Lipton top deck. We know on their day what a good team they are. 4-1 winners against the stylistic boys uh, in Masvida. Uh, not quite the same team. Not Haven't haven't certainly hit the heights uh, they did last season just yet, although a good win a couple of weeks ago, a big win uh, stands in the mind. But a good point, a good win here for top deck still, because we know on their day what a good team Masvida are, Graham. Yeah, top deck are a solid League Four team. Um, and this was on paper, you know, a potential banana skin fixture. But I think to where top deck have done well, compared to where some of the others have, uh, haven't done in terms of the uh, divisional gaps and, and some of the upsets. Um, they've obviously decided that they didn't want to be a cup upset yesterday and they've obviously gone into the right gate, into the game with the, the right attitude and the right mentality. They've approached it in the right way and they've done a professional job. And, um, you know, you are going to get sometimes the, the sort of slip up results and, and they didn't want to be that, that, that banana skin yesterday. And, um, and 4-1 tells us, that that's a quite emphatic scoreline and kind of they said look you know kind of we're in league four and 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 you are where you are down in in, in kind of league eight and, and we're going to show that on the pitch and yeah that the top deck like a cup competition obviously you know they were uh, winners of the divisional cup last year so mm. yeah they'll, they'll be pleased to avoid the banana skin and um four one pretty impressive and obviously they get through to the uh, get through to round two dangerous team you wouldn't want to play top deck in the second round absolutely not uh, and last but not least, uh, last year's Marcus Lipton uh, semi-finalists, Wimbledon Commoners, taking on oh, very nearly Prem team, Bath Old Boys uh, United. Uh, Bath Old Boys coming out winners 3-1. Mm. Uh, a good win for them after a mixed bag of a start for uh, Bath Old Boys. Uh, Wimbledon Commoners uh, will be absolutely gutted. They did really well, beating some top-class yeah. opposition last season on the way to that semi-final loss to Wimbledon Wolves, the eventual winners, it has to be said, in the Marcus Lipton. Uh, no no uh, disrespect to them for their performances last season in this competition, Graham, but out at the first time of asking, they'll be absolutely gutted. I think they would have wanted the draw to be a bit kinder. Bath Old Boys are no mugs in that championship, no, as you say. They were no, very no. close to the Premier last season. And, you know, looking at the draw, you know, you don't want a team... You, you never want to play a team that's in a division above you. You certainly don't want to play Bath Old Boys, who, who are no nonsense. You know, they've got some really, really good players. Um, you know, they'll get in your faces. They'll make it difficult. They play some good stuff. Experience side. Yeah, you, you just have to say sometimes, you know what, the draw's been a bit harsh to us this year, lads. We had a good run last year. You can't do it every year. So, you know, it's gone with the form book. Bath are obviously the, 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 the higher side. So, um, you know, the result is not a surprise in itself, but no. bearing in mind Wimbledon were semi-finalists and beat Sporting Continental, as, as you mentioned, amongst other teams, they'll be very, very disappointed. But they've got to turn their league form around now. They're not doing great in the league. Um, you know, cup distraction, you know, they're out of it. They need to get some points now on the board as soon as possible to try and have a good league season to try and get up to the championship themselves. So that's that's where their focus has got to be. Agreed. And... 
in the most exclusive, inclusive, should I say, not, not exclusive, the opposite, the inclusive cup in Sunday League football, uh, the Plumpsted Challenge Cup organised by the brilliant people at Westfa. Uh, Brixton Town uh, won two, uh, lost one, but gained a, a, a place in the second round of the Plumpsted Challenge Cup. Hacienda Reserves from Westfa decided that they didn't want to play in a competition and Brixton Town being given a walkover into the second round of the Plunge Challenge Cup. It is a shame because I know the boys were doing a bit of research. Where can we where can we go and have a drink and stuff after the game in that part of the world? Uh, and uh, hopefully they get a good draw uh, in the second round. Hopefully uh, plenty of teams play at the same ground as Hacienda Reserves. Um, hopefully they can draw one of those teams and, and get a good away day uh, because I know that's why you enter cups Absolutely. like this. Uh, uh, no, I 100% agree. And that this is my point about the London Cups all along is... You know, I, I, we're the biggest league in London and I've never heard one team complain to us about the cost of living or about petrol, about travelling. And, you know, we cover a massive area in southwest London, right from like Heathrow out to the west, right out to Rotherhive out in the east. That's the area that we cover. And I've never heard one team in the Southern Sunday League ever complain about mileage, travelling or anything like that. So I don't know where that came from in the London Cups. But certainly if your biggest Sunday League is not highlighting them concerns, then... I, I don't know where they've got those concerns from, but yeah, I, I think that's what's great about the Plumstead Challenge Cup. I mean, that that covers obviously a, a massive, massive area right across London as well. It's great to see other teams go in there. Uh, it, it's a shame that more of our teams didn't go in and then we might have not had to set the chairman's come up, cup up, but there you go. What's done is done. Absolutely. I mean, that cup stretches from Surrey up into southwest yep. London, across southeast London, and down into Kent. So, and are I mean, any other teams there complaining about travelling? Yeah, no. So, if you add them to the 115 teams in the Southern Sunday League, you know, you're talking sort of a couple of hundred, 250 teams maybe uh, yeah. across the board, and nobody's moaning about travelling, which is the bulk of teams in London. So, I really don't know where where they got that from. Really don't I, understand it. I'm sorry to have kicked you off again, Graham. I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. Looking forward to it. Cheers, mate. So over to the OBD SFL and Jamie. Jamie, not in. Not in the OBD SFL. It's lovely. The water's lovely. <laughs> it's not lovely in your in your head at the moment. By the sounds of it, you've got this lurgy that's going around that I had last week. By the magic right. of Zoom, I've managed to. Pass it on to you, sadly. And I'll need to stop kissing over Zoom. <laughs> we definitely do. Uh, put that away. Uh, oh, okay. Uh, let's get on with the uh, the Prem Division results. Loads of uh, fixtures yesterday. Uh, a big London Cup, Challenge Cup day. So no senior games played yesterday. Uh, so straight into the Prem uh, and some um, eye, eyebrow-raising uh, results. Blendon 5, MSL 3. Just looking a little bit, Jamie, like the old Blendon are back. Possibly, yeah. MSL started well last year and this year, didn't they? So, yeah. Um, I think we thought it'd be a bit closer as well on the predictions, but a bit of a goal fest and a, a treat for the neutral. But um, yeah, could be that, as you say, that the the Blendon boys are back in business um, and looking strong. Fantastic use of let the letter B there as well, Jamie. I have Bonnie to say. Ma- yeah. Oh no, it's not. Uh, that's, it's that's it's, a, it's a li- alliteration. Yeah, that's it. Alliteration. Yeah. Good English. 
Fabio <laughs> uh, Alboers Rezis uh, tasting defeat at the hands of Hacienda this week again. Jamie Hacienda starting last season really well, and they're doing the same this year. Uh, at the moment, they're going really well. Uh, maybe a predictable result. We know the Farnborough Reserves boys uh, were saved from relegation because of the um, teams that left the league last year. Uh, but Hacienda, uh, if you're going to let them play, they will do that to you. Yeah, I know what you mean by it. It's a little bit of a surprise. But I read it yesterday, the, kind of, the eyebrows were raised slightly. Um, but then when you do think back to the formula last year, it's a lot less of a surprise. So, yeah, Hacienda looking strong again. Absolutely. Uh, and new boys, PSG, making their OBD SFL Prem Division debut yesterday. Uh, they put West Wickham to the sword 2 1. Um, not a surprise because those of us that know PSG know what a good side they are. They are. Uh, but West Wickham just taking a little bit of time, Jamie, to settle into the Prem Division. Um, I was a little bit surprised about that result, I'll be honest. Don't know much about PSG. Um, so I've been waiting to see when they play one of these teams that we know, um, just to see kind of what level they're at. So that so that's a very very good result. Um, we know how good best we are. So yeah, PSG look like they can then mix it with the best of them in that division. So they should be a very good addition. Yeah, looks that way. Uh, welcome to uh, the OBDSFL lads. I know they've had some some cup games and or county cup games, but that was their first league game yesterday on the the first weekend of October. Um, which is a bit mad. And I know because of County Cups, other teams in the league um, haven't played or have only played one league game yet. So um, it's a bit crazy, but we're glad to see some league games getting done. Uh, In Division 1, lots of games in Division 1 yesterday. Bexley United and Royal Southwark, uh, sparring partners from last season, they shared a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Uh, I think both of these teams, as I've started to coin this phrase, uh, gatekeepers in Division 1. If you're going to finish above Bexley United uh, and Royal Southwark in Div 1 this season, Jamie, I think you're going to be talking Premier Division next season. Possibly, yeah. Um, Bexley, I think, would have fancied themselves to win that given how how well they finished last season and obviously Royal Southwark didn't have a great, a great year last year. So, no. um, But yeah, nah, yeah, not really surprising that they've cancelled each other out either. So yeah, they've obviously just decided to go for a 2-2 for the sake of the podcast. <laughs> Bex United beating Royal Southwark late on uh, last season, uh, 2-1, down to 10 men, uh, the Bex United boys. Uh, they held out on that day. I don't know exactly how the scoring went on this one, but 2 all, uh, the end result. Uh, and Royal Southwark may well be pleased with that given last season's results. Um, they were knocking on the door for long periods of that game and they've obviously uh, scored, managed to score one more against Bex United, which for them, is obviously a positive, uh, but I bet that was a great game. Well done, lads. Uh, Blase Ballers promoted from Division 2, uh, took on Long Lane. Um, a tough ask for the Blase boys. This is the this is the first, this is probably the the, the strongest opposition potentially that they've played in the uh, Alpington and Bromley Long Lane. Uh, full of talent and experience uh, from Alpington and Bromley. Uh, ranks 3-1 winners for uh, Long Lane. Yesterday, Jamie, and that's three pointer for me in the predictions. It was, yeah, but disappointed with that. But um, <laughs> you know, but um, it's a, it's an excellent result, and I think do you know what I think for me, it really does put Longley in his favourites for that first division. I know it's very very early days, and I've backed a team we're about to talk about who had a big win yesterday as well. Um, but yeah, looking like the Longley boys have got their act together, 
they've shaken off any kind of disappointment. The ones that have come over for for Thamesmead last season, uh, and yeah, maybe that drop down the divisions just giving them that new lease of life, and uh, they're definitely enjoying themselves. Yeah, I don't think they're, we haven't seen any outrageous wins from uh, Long Lane, or not that I can remember off the top of my head. We're seeing them get through games uh, last season uh, that some of those boys weren't getting through under this new this new name of Long Lane, and I know that they're keen to put all of the history behind them and they feel like they're starting a new story uh, at Long Lane now. Uh, they're getting jobs done. They're getting the job done. They're getting it done in a workmanlike way, uh, which is the, which is a great base to be um, starting a season. There's a long time to go and I can just see Long Lane getting stronger and stronger as each week goes by. Well done, lads. Uh, Lesser Albion and Hayden Youth uh, squared off yesterday in the first division. And they shared a one-all draw. I bet that was a real good game. Two teams who uh, have been together for uh, a long time. Hayden Youth still, Jamie, a little bit adjusting to that promotion from Division One. They sort of did, didn't they finish fourth last year? Yeah, they just no. Um, yeah, they just missed out on automatic in the kind of top three spaces. But uh, I can't remember now. But um, yeah, I think they're doing all right. I think that would have been a proper battle again yesterday. Um, probably one that on paper both teams would have fancied the win. Um, so I don't, I don't think they'll be too upset with a draw, to be honest. Maybe not, but looking at the two uh, following results, we expect uh, we well between the two of us, I think we've we've expected these two home teams to to win the league. Uh, LSU Lions, champions of Division Two last season, uh, winning eight one against New Boys Southwest. It's just not going uh, Southwest's way at the minute. Um, beaten last weekend by Sydenham, uh, beaten this weekend by uh, LSU Lions and a cup defeat on penalties to Manor Wood, uh, obviously uh, placed themselves in Division 1. They, they accepted the challenge. I think there was a space in the league, uh, moved them up to Division 1 perhaps, just getting found out a little bit at that level. They are a young team, Jamie, lots of work uh, for them to do and lots of time on their hands, but LSU in fine form, eight one a bit not not quite a good result. Eight uh, two would have been better, uh, <laughs> but they'll take eight one all day long. Absolutely, because um, obviously they were a bit disappointed with the, the first cup game of the season earlier this year. But it looked like they've got themselves sorted and got their act together. Um, and yeah, not not an easy start to the season for Southwest, has to be said. But um, yeah, but we see it quite often. Don't we? Teams struggle. But they start a lot of heavy defeats at the start of the season and then gradually they kind of get to grips with the standard and, and narrow that gap and then maybe go again the next season. Um, I don't want to write Southwest off straight away, but it looks like the beginnings of it could be a season uh, along those lines for them. Yeah, very, very young team, I have to be said. So we have to give them credit for taking that challenge on. The gaffer's a nice bloke as well, uh, hopefully for them, that they can they can see, they can uh, get this going, get, get their first win under their belt. Uh, and potentially um, it will brighten up their their season. Uh, Sydney Sports, my pick for Division 1 uh, title hopes. Uh, that's two wins on the bounce for them uh, in the league. Uh, they beat uh, Kamazi Strikers, KS Mentivation, 6-1 winners. We had high hopes for, uh, for this Kamazi Strikers team, Jamie. It looked like uh, they were going to do good things in Division 1, but Sydney Sports putting them to the sword with a, com- with a comfortable... 6-1 win. Uh, Damon Boone. Damon Boom, the pick of their goal scorers. A brace for Damon yesterday. What a good day that would, would have been for the boys. Yeah, um, big win for them. Um, yeah, probably would always fancy sending them at home, but 
not really sure what to expect from this Kamazi team. Um, so yeah, a, a little bit surprised at the, at the score line, but not surprised at setting them uh, a strong and winning games at home. No, absolutely not. Uh, and more of those, please, boys. With my uh, with my predictions, the way they've been, uh, I need I need to put these uh, division these divisional ones to bed. So keep winning like that, please, uh, Duncan, and all the lads there. That'll do me. That'll do me nice in Division Two. Uh, DC football at uh, two, Crayford arrows four. Jamie, high hopes again for DC football. It looked like times were changing. They finished the season okay last year. Uh, made a big song and dance about what was happening around the club. We see influential uh, players and people attached to DC football, but the results remain the same. 4-2 loss this week against Crayford Arrows. Um, such a... Uh, they, do, they seem to do everything right, uh, DC football. The, pre- the presentation of the club is great, but it's just on that green stuff. It's just it's just lacking a little bit. Yeah, I'd agree with that. I, I mean, I'm a little bit surprised at the result myself. Um, Clifford Arrows, obviously, uh, a team that have been promoted. Um, they've come back, back up through the divisions. I know I remember when the, their first and their reserves swapped for that season, didn't they? When they kind of one, one outperformed the other. Yeah. But, um, so we know they're a good side, but yeah, I thought DC might might well oh, I won that game yesterday, so a little bit surprised, but there's still a lot of football to be played. Hell of a lot to play in uh, DC football. I think they have a high turnaround uh, turnover of players, so let's see what happens with them. We we had high hopes for DC this year. Um, it's not happening just yet, but as I say, we are only just into October. Uh, Ellis Athletic, Jamie's second favourite team in the OBD <laughs> SFL taste. That bitter taste of defeat against the Western boys, 5-1 for Westrum. That's enough to get them uh, onto Jamie's poll. Uh, who else is resting gently on your poll, Jamie? There's only room for one on my poll. <laughs> uh, Westrum, Sydenham Sports are on there as well, I think, weren't they? Yeah, I think LSU is Sydenham and then the good old pandas when we get to them. Oh, yeah, well, we'll get to them in a minute. Don't spoiler alert. But yeah, 5-1 for Westrum, uh, Ellis Athletic. Not a bad result for them at all. Uh, no, and they beat them 4 0 the week before in the cup as well. So, Westerham definitely got the, the beating of Ellis uh, this season. And that seems sitting pretty at the top of the division at the minute. They're still, obviously, I think there's still very few teams have played two games. Um, like teams like ourselves haven't even played one league game yet. So, uh, Westerham find themselves top for now. Um, and they'll be looking to keep their form going. Absolutely. Uh, well done, Westrum. Uh, yeah, it's a bit crazy at the moment. These league tables, there's no point looking at them for another couple of months yet until we start getting some uh, until we start getting some games played. Uh, there's no parity at all between the teams and the league tables just look uh, weird at the moment. As I say, Jamie, uh, the Mariners, not even played a league game. I, think, I don't think Glebe Manor have uh, either, or if they have, they've only played one. It's just a bit crazy uh, once we start... Uh, once the county cups, uh, once people start getting knocked out of the county cups, should I say, it will start equaling itself out. Alpington two, uh, Manorwood two, in tribute to the man himself, uh, probably one of the predictable uh, results uh, from Sunday's. Uh, Jamie, I know uh, we we did congratulate the Alpington gaffer on the birth of his daughter uh, the other week. Perhaps um, he was pleased to get out of the house on Sunday, but he wouldn't he, uh, with a crying baby. He might not have been pleased uh, with that result. Alpington have been good. Uh, Manorwood, uh, fair to Midland. Uh, but Jamie, yeah, probably a predictable one, that one. Yeah, it, it might not have been there if he's got a newborn as well. So He might not um, have been there. I would liken that result to the, to the Bexley Royal Southern Division above, to be honest, kind of 
almost predictable with, between two quite evenly matched teams. Yeah, I think if if that was in the predictions, I think we would have gone for a Desmond on that one quite quite convincingly. I, I'd say we'd have both considered that. Yep. Division three. Uh, Crayford Arrows reserves one, Crayway three, Crayway and Crayford Arrows reserves. Probably sick of playing each other. They probably feel like they play each other all the time. They've come up through divisions together. Uh, This is another one uh, of these series of games between the two teams. Crayway getting the better of Crayford Arrows reserves. 3-1 winners. Crayway, a tidy little team uh, for those, those bottom few divisions, Jamie. No one... We'll want to pull them uh, in that in those uh, divisions in in cups or anything like that. Well, I mean, I want to stay away from them in the Vic Farrow, for instance. Yeah, I would imagine so. Um, so it's a good result, as you said. They've played each other a lot, so they'll know both teams will know each other almost inside out. So to get the the upper hand and a comfortable looking three one away win is an excellent result for for the Cravey boys. Absolutely, well done, boys. Uh, Crayford, Crayford Eagles still finding their feet. Uh, in the Orpington and Bromley. They lose 5-1 this week to the impressive Ministry of Ball, very much like Crayway, to my to my mind, uh, Ministry of Ball, a fantastic brand of football. Uh, they do everything the right way. They're a nice bunch of guys as well. Uh, always pleased to see them win uh, Ministry of Ball, uh, I must admit. Uh, but Crayford Eagles, new to the Orpington and Bromley, just struggling a little bit uh, to try and settle into this uh, new brand of football um, that they'll be that they're playing uh, in the Uppington and Bromley Division 3 uh, the level of the teams there is pretty strong so that's tough for a new team uh, I don't know the history uh, of the players and the, and the team itself whether they've played together before or not Jamie but Division 3 is a tough is a tough level to come into at the Uppington and Bromley it is and um, yeah they, they do seem to be struggling a little bit to come to terms with it so um, yeah one of the, the less surprising 5-1 wins that we saw yesterday if we yeah. want to put it that way because we know how good Ministry of Ball are absolutely um, Wush United 3 Metro Massive 1 uh, another team uh, perhaps in Metro Massive who just um, just finding their feet we know the, the players know Sunday football uh, we know that they've had players that have played uh, for higher placed uh, teams in the Uppington and Bromley. Uh, Woosh United, I feel like they've got the bit between their teeth this season, Jamie, after flattering to deceive um, from the middle to the end of the season last year, really, after a fantastic start. Uh, Woosh, I, I feel like they're going to do things this season in Division 3. They're going to be there or thereabouts, that's for sure. Uh, and beating teams like Metro Massive, who we expect perhaps to be around them uh, at the top half of the table, is going to help their, their title chase uh, no ends, isn't it? Yeah, I think I might have noticed on Wishy's social media there might have been nine men involved at one point for one of their sides. Uh, so okay, um, um, so depending what way that went, it could have had a big impact on it. But yeah, I think I agree. I think Wish will probably be at the top end of that table. I don't think Metro Massive will be too far behind either. No, definitely not. Uh, they've got some really good players there. Metro Massive just having a scan through their starting eleven yesterday. Uh, players like Archie Valor, a fantastic young player. Uh, and we've also we also know players like Tommy Wright from Blendon. Uh, so they've got some names there, uh, and I'm sure some other players there that I've missed um, will want to shout out. But yeah, certainly Archie Vella, a fantastic player uh, in non at the non league level on Saturdays. Um, so there's definitely talent there. Perhaps just gelling as a team that's important, working themselves out uh, for the season. Uh, well done to everyone. Uh, in Division 3. In Division 4, Broccoli Reserves 5, Deptford 1. We thought these types of results were behind Deptford. We thought we saw green shoots 
of uh, pros- prosperity for FC Deptford. Bro- Broccoli Reserves ain't going to beat too many people 5-1 this season. Jamie, that's a good result for them, but hopefully not sign uh, of decline for the Deptford boys who we thought had made a step forward. Uh, yeah, I agree on the, the Deptford point of view. I think we thought they would be a bit more improved, especially after some decent results pre-season. But I think Broccoli Reserves actually looked pretty good this year. Okay. Um, they, they ran Bexley United really close in the cup and they only lost one now. So, um, yeah, I think they might be a team that could surprise a few people, but uh, Broccoli Reserves. And we'll put them in the, the games of the week this week to give them a shout-out on the back of that good win. So, um, yeah, I think they could, if they go on a little runny form, they could find themselves in a promotion mix. Fantastic. Great shot by Jamie Colin. Broccoli reserves um, for, to have a good season. Love that. Um, Hazen Pickhurst one, LSU Lions reserves nil. Close for comfort for Hazen Pickhurst. I don't know if they've rotated the squad yesterday. I'm looking down and seeing the reserves were handily beaten yesterday. Perhaps short on numbers. I don't know, but let's give Hazen Pickhurst a credit. They deserve one nil win is all all you need. You only need one goal to win a game of football. They've done their job, Jamie, but uh, a bit closer than I thought that would have been. Yeah, um, LSU, I think I've had a few poor results uh, so far this season. And Hazen Pickhurst, as we know, big favourites um, for that division based on how they performed last year. So, yeah, a good three points for them, but not the kind of scorelines that we were used to. No, I mean, but moving on to the next game, scoreline, we're very much used to seeing this team absolutely attacking the, one of the best teams going forward pound for pound in the Alpington and Bromley. Alpington Colts put... Put uh, brushed aside by Phoenix Sports 4, 5 0 for Phoenix Sports 4 uh, yesterday, Jamie. 5 0, another five goals they've scored. Uh, it's absolutely ridiculous the amount of goals they've scored. They look absolutely unstoppable for Division 4 this season. Yeah, I guess it's one of them. It's 5 0, and it's not a surprise given that we know how regular those type of score lines are for them. So, yeah, absolutely no doubt that. Um, they'll be pushing Hayes and Pickhurst all the way at the top of the fourth. And if it comes down to goal difference, then they're, they're going to give themselves a great chance. Yeah, amazing. Well done, boys, at Phoenix. Uh, just scoring three, fours and fives, most games uh, and Colts. Yeah, they've they've reverted to type, sadly. And they've, they've gone back a couple of seasons. We thought they were there last year. They got the promotion uh, in fourth place um, into Division 4. Maybe they wish now that they hadn't and they'd have stayed in Division 5. Uh, but Phoenix Sports 4, absolutely outstanding uh, attacking uh, from them. Well done, lads. Uh, SMCA 1, SE Lions 1, um, a draw. Uh, both teams probably pleased to take a point uh, after tricky starts to the season. Uh, more games in Division 4. Uh, West, uh, West Wickham, Wickham Athletic, sorry, not West Wickham. Wickham Athletic, Neil East Wickham Wanderers. The Wickham Derby goes to East Wickham Wanderers. Um, 4-0 Jamie East Wickham Wanderers similar along nicely good start to the season for them yeah they're flying um, so yeah another good win in the pocket for them and yeah the games probably just can't come quick enough for them at the minute yeah some teams just going out there doing the business winning games of football uh, probably wishing they could play Wednesdays and Sundays at the moment just to get uh, keep keep this momentum going on the pitch uh, hopefully uh, the wet weather stays away for a bit longer uh, and we get some of these games played. Some, As I say, momentum some teams have built from the start of the season to now is outstanding. Uh, into Division 5, 
Uh, Benhurst United, eight one winners against the SE Ballers, the Bromley Athletic SE Ballers boys. Don't forget, Benhurst won, was it 14 1 last week, Jamie? Somewhere, uh, yeah, I think it was. They probably managed 26 goals in the whole of last season uh, in the <laughs> league, Jamie, but they've scored it in two weeks this week, uh, the last two weeks. A fantastic time to be a Benhurst United player uh, at the moment. They are absolutely loving it. Yeah, a fantastic thing to be a Benhurst United supporter as well. Like I was on the podcast. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, that's true. But no, e- excellent result. Um, did not see that coming at all. And that's them sitting pretty at the top of the league now. So we know they started well last year. Uh, can they maintain it this year? Though That's a big challenge. That is the challenge. Uh, and they'll know that. Uh, but weeks, heady, heady weeks of um, excited uh, players in the Benhurst squad. Uh, for the last two weeks. Enjoy it, boys. I think their feet are on the ground and they know it won't be the case any uh, every week for them. But fantastic two weeks uh, to be a Bernays United player. Well done, boys. All those that long, those years ago of being that team, getting tonked uh, week in and week out. Heavy defeats at the beginning of their existence in Newpington and Bromley seem such a far, a distant place now. And um, yeah, congratulations, boys. And well done for keeping it all going. Uh, lesser teams would have uh, thrown in the towel and you certainly haven't done that. Getting your rewards now. Uh, Bexley Athletic 1, Kingsdale 4. Kingsdale doing what we feel Kingsdale can do in Division 5 and be a top, top side, Jamie. It's nice to see wins for that, like that for them, uh, for the history of the club. We spoke about them before. Uh, Bexley Athletic seemingly improved. Uh, again, uh, last season, the Cups is where they generally got their their better wins. Uh, but this, this um, season, we've seen um, some league results for them as well but Kingsdale a strong outfit against anyone on their day yeah King, if Kingsdale turn up by your looks like they did yesterday then that, that can happen so they just don't do it regularly enough so yeah but uh, as I said they've obviously got the boys out and uh, yeah good 4-1-1 well done to the Kingsdale lads uh, FC Elmstead reserves nil uh, Petswood Roadrunners won. Uh, I've just noticed a couple of wins for the Roadrunners. I feel like they're going to—they're a good team uh, for Division Five. I expect them to do well. The new Elmstead Reserves boys, um, not not getting off to a fantastic start, but plenty of time uh, for them to improve. Uh, nice to see Elmstead uh, getting involved in Sunday football. We've got the likes of uh, Elmstead Knights in Westfa uh, and the reserves in um, in the OBDSFL, as well as the first team flying the flag. Yeah, in the senior division. So nice to see that. And, and that means uh, prosperity and clubs are willing to give people a go again after a couple of years of uh, uncertainty post-COVID. That's really good to see that. But well done to Petswood Roadrunners, another club, Petswood themselves. Uh, plenty of teams around uh, youth and um, open-age football. So well done to Petswood. Uh, Hawksbrook Wanderers, five. Uh, Alpington Reserves too. Now, Jamie, it's still a loss for Alpington Reserves, but after that loss to Benhurst, I think it was the other week, uh, that's a lot closer. They've made a good show of themselves. Two goals scored. Hawksburg Wanderers um, are a stiff opposition for anyone on, on in Division 5. We've seen them get some good results um, over the seasons. Um, but Alpington Rovers, Jamie, it looks like they've tried to keep it a bit tighter yesterday. They've, got, they've, they've managed to do that. Uh, and the only way uh, is improvements, and I'm sure wins soon to come for the Uppington boys. Yeah, small improvements, small steps, but um, 
yeah, hopefully they can just keep improving me, call me, can you? And eventually, you know, they'll get a result somewhere on the line, I'm sure. Yeah, keep going, boys. Uh, keep your head up. Uh, Hayes and Pickers, Rezies, uh, they can't buy a win at the moment. Neil, four uh, was their result against Shortland Spitfires. Um, Spitfires shooting down uh, the Hayes and Pickers reserves yesterday. Uh, a good win for Shortland. Uh, the two teams, Alpington reserves and Hayes and Pickers reserves, just finding it hard at the moment to find their feet. Um, but I'm sure they will. Uh, two good clubs. Uh, Western Wolves are the reserve team for Western in Division 2. Uh, they lost 3-2 to New Boys Green Street Green. Just starting to notice, Jamie, the Green Street Green Boys. There's something about them. Uh, we, we know they may have been a team from, from elsewhere in the Met League or, or wherever it was. Um, but just starting to, to stand out that they're getting wins and they're getting regular wins as well. Yeah, I think, I think they could be quite good this year, as I said before. So, um, yeah, Western Wolves, again, another new team that's been put together. So uh, there's a lot of new teams in Division 5. So it's these teams that are packing up wins early um, before teams get settled, it's good to get those points on the board. Absolutely. Uh, in the pool, Picard, uh, Sports King, All-Stars, Neil, Beckenham Rovers, one. Uh, Beckenham Rovers getting their own back on the Sports King All-Stars boys yesterday. Um, with a one nil win, uh, let's be honest, Sports King All Stars dicked um, dicked Beckenham Rovers twice last season. Towards the end of the season, heavy defeats uh, inflicted by the Sports Kings boys on Beckenham Rovers on the way to lifting the Prem title. Um, so that would have been such a sweet win yesterday for Beckenham Rovers. Whether Sports Kings um, priorities lie elsewhere, perhaps it does. Um, that they cannot take that cup win away from Beckenham Rovers, and, and that would have been so good for them yesterday. Yeah, that's a massive one for them. Um, seems that they, they scored the world day a goal and then they, they kind of had their backs to the wall for long periods, but they weathered the storm. Um, good old-fashioned cup game uh, yep. and they, they got the result. And yeah, su- superb result for them and not ideal for us in between the two games with them that then they've gone and got an excellent result like that. So um, yeah, we'll be facing that, a confident side next week, I'm sure. Referee Adam Clayton saying how great uh, Beckenham Rovers were on the day. Suitably impressed with their play. I, 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 I told him that they played good football. Uh, you, Jamie, you said that they played good football the week before when you played yeah, them. Yeah, uh, yeah. They, they're a real good team, a real good club, a nice bunch of guys. Um, as I say, they would have enjoyed that. And, and you know, uh, Sports King All-Stars, bigger fish to fry perhaps this season than the, than the Paul Pickard. Uh, but nonetheless, a great win. Well done, Beckenham Rovers, uh, knocking uh, a senior team out of the Paul Pickard. Uh, well done. In the Jack Standen, Jamie, your game, uh, beating, you've beat LIC 3-4 uh, yesterday, 4-3, should I say, to the Mariners. You were away. You travelled uh, to the, to Bellingham. Not bad for you. Not, not a bad journey yesterday morning for you, Jamie. 4-3 four, yeah. four, three winners. Um, what type of game was it? Um, scrappy. A battle. Um, I did say to the players before the game, I said, we go into games like this and we'll, we huff and we puff and we work and, you know, we battle against teams and we maybe just come up short. So I, asked, I just basically laid down that challenge. Can you take that next step and go and beat a team who individually, man for man, you know, you might think, feel that during the game you're better than and that was the case. Um, I've never seen a team be offside so much in my life. Uh, I'm really pleased that we had neutral assistance yesterday because if it was club assistance, all hell would have brought loose. Uh, honestly, <laughs> easily any double figures offsides for see yesterday. Um, 
Do you think that that's cool? That should be cautionable for persistent infringement <laughs> of law. <laughs> Given that it was the same guy, I probably. Um, but um, yeah, but we we kind of started quite slow. To be honest, they they settled quicker. Um, but as I said, our line and defensive shape was very good. So we didn't really give up too many clear-cut chances, if any, to be honest. Um, and then one of our first proper attacks that we put together, just worked the ball across the pitch and got in in the channel and um, we've managed to kind of keep the ball alive at the back post for a second phase and we've got a tap in and got the lead, um, which we managed to hold on to until half-time. Um, it was kind of the game, first half kind of flew by. Uh, and then second half, it was... Yeah, goals galore. So I, I did say at half time, you know, you've got a, a, your foot in front, but you you got to go and keep it there. So the worst result that you come off with is a one 0 win, and then we lost two goals in the next five minutes. I think it was. Uh, so, what was glad you thinking that then? went down well. Well, do you know what? I thought right, okay, let's see how they react because it's very easy to kind of feel sorry for themselves and oh, here we go again type thing. Um, but full credit to them. And then five ten minutes later midfielder a triple H lookalike for the people that didn't see him this year um, he's picked the ball up at 45 yards and just had a look keepers miles it and he's just led it over the top of him and then so a fantastic goal to get his back level and then after that we really had the onus and took the game to them uh, won the battle won first and second balls um, kind of really on top of them we got a, we got a free kick um, and Damali's dispatched it nicely uh, give us a lead and then we got a fourth soon after and Matty again he's just kind of what forced an error high up the pitch won, won the ball and uh, and finished nice and neatly under the keeper so at 4-2 we looked pretty comfortable um, we hit the bar soon after that as well and I thought we'd kind of see it out but in true Mariners fashion we gave away a daft penalty um, in the last 10 minutes um, our standing keeper almost saved it but it went under him and then, but um, other than that they didn't really threaten again um, we might have had one or two kind of balls in the box but defended them very well and uh, yeah well well worth the win I would say last one Jamie congratulations on the win uh, first look of um, Lewis and Islamic Centre I have heard that they play nice football uh, was that your what was that your perception of them yeah they got a couple of tidy players they were a bit disjointed um, so much so they brought a guy on at half time and the call was what names they're playing under um, so <laughs> He was actually not a bad player either. So, um, but yeah, there's some tidy players. You can see how obviously they, they they got a few good results last year. So you can see that um, if they're on it and then they kind of working together and they maybe catch a team on an off day, they can easily get a result. So um, yeah, pleasing for us to beat a team who on maybe last season we probably felt that we could have got something and wouldn't. So it's nice that we managed to go and actually get what we deserved. Nice one, uh, a good win. Hopefully something to build on. Uh, into the league and, and other competitions for uh, the Greenwich Mariners lads. Uh, now some London Sunday Challenge Cup results. Um, a few teams here that don't feature in the uh, Alpington and Bromley. So please uh, excuse me if I read out the wrong, if I read out teams that aren't relevant to this section. Uh, the Wall drawing two all uh, with heavy hitters uh, and the Wall, Jamie, getting dumped out of um, the London Sunday Challenge Cup. Uh, not going too well for them in the Super League either. Not a great start for them. Uh, but they're not in the OBDSFL. I don't know why uh, they're listed. Uh, other games, Kamazi from the Super League beating Hatcham um, from the OBDSFL 2-0. Hatcham uh, left to concentrate on the senior division uh, in the OBDSFL. Borden Sports A, Westford Old Timers um, played uh, 
Bickley, uh, OBD, SFL, old timers. Jamie, um, I bet this one was a war. 4-2 to uh, Borden Sports A. I bet this was a tremendous game of football. Yeah, I also think it would have been a proper humdinger. But um, yeah, it's whoever was up for it most on the day. And, and judging by reports, obviously, that we've seen, uh, it was a... It was the Bolden boys that were up for it and fancied it a bit more and uh, take home the spoil. So well done to them. Yeah, well done, Bolden. 4-2 winners uh, for Billy and all the lads. FC Bickley, I don't know if anyone's too upset about leaving the uh, London Challenge Cup uh, this season uh, after a topsy-turvy time and and, uh, decision-making by the powers that be. Um, Frustrating some, uh, but... Even still, uh, Bald Bolden have gone out and done the game, done the uh, done their job and won the game. Uh, Clapham Rovers, champions of the Southern Sunday Prem, uh, were put to the sword. Uh, they they're left now to concentrate on the Sun Sunday FA Cup uh, and the Southern Sunday competitions. Uh, Lambeth winning five one on that one. Uh, Elmstead from uh, the OBDSFL senior uh, after a four all draw with Rocker. FC uh, changed their name. I noticed that from last season. Rocker now playing in the Super League. Uh, Rocker going through 5-4 on penalties. A good account of themselves made by last season's Prem Division. Uh, FC Elmstead, Jamie. Not a bad showing of themselves for Elmstead. Again, they may be they may be happy to see the back of the Challenge Cup. Who knows? Yeah, I think you may be right. Uh, Kenningwell, uh, the long-standing OBDSFL uh, and Sunday football team, they beat Westford's Bulltarks 4-3. Too close for comfort. I said on the podcast last week, what a brilliant what a brilliant stylistic game that would have been. That would have been pure football. Uh, a, a joy to watch, I imagine, for everyone taking part. Uh, Spartans from the OBD SFL Senior. They played Saha from uh, the Super League and won 3-0. Jamie, with nine men, I believe, uh, Spartans what? put in... Saha uh, to the sword yesterday. Nine nine players at some points of the game. Uh, the Super League boys uh, not having it all their own way, uh, despite the taglines and saying that it's the best league uh, around. Um, they uh, they've lost at least two teams here that I can see uh, in the in the Challenge Cup and Spartans on to the next round. They were absolutely chuffed with their win yesterday, according to their um, social media. Rightly so. I mean, yeah, representing the old dinosaur leagues, aren't they? And they've uh, they've done us proud. Um, <laughs> fantastic uh, win, and uh, uh, we've not really seen much of Spartans um, from an OBDSFL perspective. So, um, yeah, really announcing themselves there with a, a, an excellent win against a, a strong Saha team. Yeah, a real good result. Well done, Spartans. Um, Southern Sunday Prem Boys Sporting Continental, uh, fantastic club uh, on and off the pitch. They lose 2-0. Surprise result, this one for me. Uh, FC Kawuya beating Sporting Continental yesterday. I believe a red card for uh, Sporting Continental uh, helping Kawuya on their way uh, yesterday to their result. That's a great result for Kawuya. Well done, lads. Uh, Westminster first from the Southern Sunday getting beaten 5-2 by uh, last season and the season before senior uh, champions, Essie Dons, now playing their trade in, um, in the Super League. Uh, 5-2 winners, no surprises there. Uh, and Club Langley from uh, the ABD SFL won 4-0 against United Ballers. Jamie, that was the Sunday trophy game, that one I should point point out. Jamie, uh, nice to see some ABD SFL teams making it through uh, into the next rounds uh, of the uh, Challenge Cup. I must say, not too, ma- not too many. Uh, Lambeth uh, 
Lambeth, really the only team I can see. Lambeth, Kenningwell, Spartans, uh, Karuya, uh, and obviously Club Langley in the, in the Junior Cup, in the Sunday Trophy. So we'd hope all of those senior boys go on and do uh, and do good things in the Challenge Cup. Jamie, I will see you on the other side for the predictions. Cheers. So now over to Gibbs and Westford Gibbs. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? Very well, thank you. A week away from football, you're looking refreshed uh, and ready to go. Never this refreshed, eager to go, <laughs> eager to go, as so, always. Some big games in Westford yesterday. Uh, let's take our time and go through all of the fixtures. A big County Cup day, uh, as we said on other parts of the podcast. So let's go uh, through the Westford uh, League games first. In the senior, Eltham Lions 3 uh, Blackfen and Erif too. A good account of themselves, Gibbs, made by Blackfen and Erif, but they're not getting the results over the line, but at least they're putting in good performances. It was good to see Joe yesterday at STC. Yeah, that's a lot closer for them. They've been, um, they've took a couple of defeats recently, like you said. Um, bouncing back, obviously they want to put it right. They're doing, um, they're doing the right things. I'm sure the win will come because uh, they're, they're scoring goals, aren't they? They just need to stop leaking goals the other end, to be fair. Yeah. But they'll, they'll get there. They're, they're a well-established club, aren't they? Yeah. Uh, in at Belvedere, three. Elton Rovers, three. What a uh, game. An upset, perhaps, uh, f- for some. Uh, in at Belvedere, all guns blazing uh, this season uh, since stepping up to the senior. Elton Rovers not been too bad themselves. Uh, a heavy defeat last week uh, to Crayford Arrows or the week before. Sorry, I can't remember which week. It was. Uh, so that's a good point for Elton Rovers, reminding us uh, that they can do a bit as well. Uh, Push Athletic, uh, two. Erif uh, and Belvedere, three. Uh, the Erif and Belvedere boys bounce back after a quiet couple of weeks uh, with a good point against the... Fa- a good three points against the fancied uh, Push Athletic. And the last one in the senior. Rising Talents, three. Northern Eagles, four. Gibbs, just... Uh, reminding us, Northern Eagles, they are a good side. They haven't had a good start to the season. Um, I've said they don't score goals, but they've proved me wrong yesterday. Four goals scored against the impressive rising talents who have scored bucket loads so far this season. Um, yes, uh, to be honest, I looked at that result yesterday and I thought, blimey, if that weren't in so late, that might have made um, result of the week because rising talents have been scoring f- six and sevens and Northern Eagles' form hasn't been the greatest, but... Um, that's a, a, a real good result for them. And that could be the, the catalyst to start their season. That gives them a good kickstart on a boost, you know? Yeah, they need to use that. Uh, it's been a tough start for them. Uh, and they'll be looking to use that for momentum for the rest of the season. Into Division 1. Uh, the third best division. The fifth best division. <laughs> uh, FC Barker 2. Uh, Woolwich Royals 1. This was my one yesterday. Nothing in it uh, between the two teams. All game. Nip and tuck uh, for 88 minutes of the game. Uh, then sadly uh, for Woolwich Royals a rush of blood to the head uh, from the goalkeeper came screaming out of his goal outside of his area um, out wide as well so if he'd have committed the foul there's no way it was um, a denying a goal scoring opportunity Uh, for me as the ref I was expecting him to commit the foul take the yellow and get back in goal Uh, he never did it he committed himself went down um, early sold himself early the Barker player went round uh, went into the box, travelled into the box and slotted uh, from a narrow angle. A good finish, a composed finish, uh, given that he could have blazed it uh, in a, in the excitement. But that's two uh, losses on the bounce for Woolwich Royals against uh, Barnhurst and um, FC Barker. They were gutted 
uh, after the game yesterday. They put a lot of effort in um, yesterday. Didn't I don't remember too many saves by the Barker goalkeeper, I must admit. Um, but they certainly uh, were good for a point for long periods of the game. One mistake, uh, especially in Division 1, uh, and you will get punished. Close games though as well, 5-4 and 2-1. Um, I actually see them training on a Thursday will draw so they get really good numbers at training um, really good team bond as well walked past the other day when they was training because uh, we just finished and there was uh, two geezers wearing uh, tutus like okay. um, ballerina <laughs> skirts so I said to Steve I said um, what's, what's that all about and I think like if you have a bad game or like you get voted that week as um, not having the greatest of games you have to wear the, the, the old ballerina skirt in training so um They've got a good team bond and um, they, they have really, really good numbers at training. So I'm sure they'll um, they'll turn this little mini slump around and uh, get they're some good, results. They're a good bunch of fellas. Um, <coughs> I imagine disappointment uh, to be close to two good teams in Division 1. Uh, and yeah, they, they were emotions flared yesterday after the game. Uh, I imagine the goalkeeper will pick up the 2-2. Uh, this week when I walk past Thursday I know who the goalkeeper is he'll be wearing the tutu Uh, yeah Uh, AFC Kingfisher uh, can't capitalise on a good win last week Uh, they lose 4-1 to Abbey Mead good result for Abbey Mead as well though as well very good uh, result for Abbey Mead shout out to Steph as well I know she listens in hello Steph how are you doing well (laughs) Uh, Crokinil 3 Barnhurst 2 Crokinil well into their stride now Barnhurst losing games a little bit uh, they (laughs) That would have been a tough game for Barno, should I say, against the the young younger Crokinil. Crokinil can be up and down though, can't they? Yeah, they're going to be inconsistent, I think. But we will expect them to get these big results. Nonetheless, yeah, that is a big result. And Barnas they're still um, a scalp um, for, for any team, to be honest. Um, you know what you're going to get with them. Uh, a physical game, they're going to score goals. But you'll always get chances against them. And... Um, yeah, 3-2. So is that a good game? Yeah, happy birthday to uh, Steve Killick as well, I think. 50 years old this weekend he was. Was it Big 5-0? <laughs> I think so. It's that beard. I thought him 55-60, but, um, but yeah, happy birthday, Steve. He's a top guy. Happy birthday, Steve. Uh, Kingsford and Hartford squared off yesterday. Two rivals from last season's Division 4 stuck together uh, in Division 1. Kingsford, uh, not consistent themselves. They've been up and down very much so. Uh, so far this season Hartford getting the win 4-2 uh, 2-0 up in the second half um, at half time should I say Hartford uh, the game ending 4-2 uh, I think some, some unsavoury scenes during that game that we won't cover we won't talk about but uh, perhaps um, a reset and a look at how we behave during games of football uh, for one of the teams yesterday Gibbs 4-2 for Hartford though they'd have been pleased with that yeah, definitely. A massive three points probably against the team that'll be up there challenging. Um Hartford, obviously we um, Kingsford, sorry, we give a lot of praise to a good young side. Um, like you say, maybe emotions just uh, got the better of people yesterday. Maybe. Uh in division two, uh Bordersports West forget a win. Uh, a good win for them. One nil against the Advent Mighty Royals boys. Mm. Uh much needed win for Bordersports. A good win in the Kent Cup recently, but their league form uh, hasn't been great. Could have been an early six-pointer this one, to be fair. Yeah, I think so. Um, a tight game, maybe. I've not seen much of Advent Mighty Royals, but you can tell by their results that they might be struggling again this season. Yeah. Um, and you may have expected a bit more from Bald and Westfall, but if they're still settling down as a team as well, then three points and a clean sheet is all good. So um, it'd be interesting to see the next few weeks of Bald and um, what their sort of results are like and um, if, Ad- if Mighty Royals can turn this round. Agreed. Uh, Division two favourites, Bexley Hawks get a win. 
uh, adding to their title credentials already so early in the season Gibbs four free winners against Junior Reds uh, Athletic yesterday yeah do you know you know with the Hawks you you kind of um, always base them on having a, a good defence um, and it was very hard to, to score past them but they seem to be conceding and being high scoring games um, at the minute so I mean long, long may that continue and I probably might be eating my words if we, ever, if we play them <laughs> do you know what I mean but just at the minute I always thought that they uh, had a real good base of a team do you know what I mean yeah. um, didn't concede many goals but at the minute they just seem to be leaking goals um, like I say I, I hope long may it continue but <laughs> um, but yeah fair play though three points got over the line and um, it shows why they are title favourites and um, they, I think they're second in the league at the minute absolutely uh, the, the other title favourites in Division 2 Footscray Lions winning 4-0 against Mottenham uh, Park Rangers. A good win for Footscray Lions against um, a, a good team for Division 2, uh, Mottenham Park Rangers. It, it is a good result, and I think that's why it was... Um, I don't know if people were shocked that it was in result of the week, but Footscray Lions, obviously, you've got to remember, the majority of their team is a Vets team, so by 60, 70 minutes, playing against the younger legs, you could expect them to kind of fade out, and a lot of yep. their results have been maybe like 7-3 or 6-2, yep. and they are conceding goals. So to keep a clean sheet, score four goals, that, that is a re- that's a really good result, and sometimes you have to you give people their credit where it's due. Absolutely. Uh, two teams. We may have expected to win yesterday, but they did that uh, in style. So well done, uh, boys. Division 2 uh, really heating up already early doors this year. Uh, Division 3, Bexley Wanderers. Two Spring Hill United three Bexley Wanderers a bad couple of weeks for them Gibbs Spring Hill Sharks though uh, warming up yeah, in Div three the Sharks just warming up but Bexley Wanderers five nil last week three two this week it is getting better um, they've just got to stick at it they, they will beat teams and they will pick up points but I think they're just kind of content and in, enjoying their football being there I don't think they'll be thereabouts because they're not consistent enough with players I think they'll just be middle of the road if I'm honest but a good side with some good players so if they did um, apply themselves they could be up there challenging yeah I agree Bexley Heath and South East of Lake Maroon 2-all that's a I don't want to say predictable result but two teams good teams uh, cancelling each other out in Division 3 I bet that was a good one Um, yeah Um, I think that would have been a good game Um, it shocks me that uh, uh, Maroon have conceded two against Bexley Heath no disrespect, but Bexley have been very good defensively this season. Maybe, uh, I mean, sorry, Maroon have been good defensively, so it might as they attack and open up, they might be obviously there for the counter. So, but um, good result for Bexley. Yeah, uh, old old uh, <laughs> Junior Red Sports losing five nil to New Park. That's more like it from New Park. That's what we expected of them regularly this year. Uh, Junior Reds put to the sword five nil. Um, not State too man. many people beat. Junior Reds sports like that uh, that's a big result for New Park after a dodgy couple of weeks yeah I think lost two on the bounce um, come back emphatically 5-0 um, clean sheet uh, nice three points and scoring five goals so they would have been happy yesterday New Park well happy uh, Old Fortronians uh, played SE 69ers 69ers they're my guys you know they're doing, the, doing well the 69ers uh, absolutely uh, destroying Fortronians yesterday 3-1 a big win for SE 9ers Old Fortronians we know on their side, what on their day? Sorry, what a good side they are. Uh, SC Niners too, though. Uh, they're not that bad either. Gibbs, that's a good win for them. No, and they've got the basis of a good, uh, of a good side. Um, they got reliability in players. I think this season now they would have settled down from. I think last season was their first season. Um, they're obviously reliable with players, and they're building nicely and, and as a club. And they've got um, 
they've got a good bunch down there to be fair always got on with them last season and uh, it's good to see them do well it's good to see them do well agreed uh, last one in division <laughs> three uh, initially uh, this game made uh, Gibbs's poll so apologies for Avriel for oh, it was a big poll yesterday so. <laughs> for ripping for taking you off of uh, Gibbs's poll Tudor Sports Rangers played Avery Hill it went down as 5-1 to Avery Hill uh, first of on all on full time so I do apologise so that's where I saw it on full time uh, but still Avery Hill did win uh, the result was the right was the right way uh, in terms of who won the game Avery Hill winning 1-0 against uh, West for New Boys Tudor Sports Rangers who've been doing alright it has to be said that's a good win for Avery Hill uh, but not quite um, a result to make uh, Gibbs's poll but nonetheless 1-0 to uh, Avery Hill Athletic a very good win well done, boys. Uh, first games in Division 4 uh, for Southwark Dynamo. Uh, Beacons, Gibbs. Uh, the light <coughs> the light turned off yesterday uh, momentarily. It's, it's increasing energy bills, isn't it? Cost of living. <laughs> After so, uh, a good start, Beacons fall to Southwark Dynamos. Um, a good win for them. I, I welcomed them to West on the back of that win yesterday on social media. Uh, they needed that. I think it's been a, a tough transition for them uh, into West um, but 4-2 winners against a good young side in Beacons will give them plenty of hope for the rest of the season. Yeah, I'd say so. It's nice to see um, a new club get their first win as well. Get that out of the way, take that pressure off and um, build from there. Beacons have been doing really well of late, so that's a good result for Southwark Dynamos. Um, I just hope that they can um, continue in that, in that with that form. Agreed. Well done to uh, the Southwark lads. Uh, Hacienda reserves against um, Highfield Rovers. This was my game yesterday. Ten goal thriller. Uh, ten goal thriller. Seven three winners were Highfield Rovers making it on to uh, Gibbs's pole just where Ronnie was Ronnie uh, goal. One who likes to be. No, he weren't. He was on the sideline uh, calling the shots uh, from from uh, Gaffer. <laughs> no, oh. no. Uh, Hacienda have to say uh, you can tell they're a new team. Lots of work for them to do uh, off the pitch. I think before. Uh, before they continue their season and, and can uh, be seen as a as a, a solid club, there's plenty of um, pre-match stuff. I think uh, yesterday was a baptism uh, of fire for them against Highfield Rovers, a well-organised team. Uh, I like the way Ronnie does things and the team all playing for the calls. Uh, a good win yesterday uh, for for Highfield, seven three. Um, they were never really in trouble in the game. Uh, Lee Fraves scoring two should have had five though Gibbs uh, should he yeah Lee and Steve Lee I thought Lee was a left back to be fair <laughs> no, he was, so. he's playing central, he was playing central midfield for him I'm a bit shocked uh, on yesterday that. I'm a bit first shocked half. on that one yeah he scored two it rattled the bar with a lovely left foot he just sort of helped it on uh, and rattled the bar it was nice and, but yeah then some some, some some chances he should have scored uh, he missed so uh, he, he's he's pleased to get two but he should have had five yesterday it's Lee. a good three points for, for Highfield and they, they they needed that to be fair off yeah. the back of the the Metrogas game um, against, against us as well in the Kent Cup they they needed that so um, that will uh, lift morale in their team yeah. they, they were well good for it I must say uh, four or five outstanding performances uh, from Highfield Rovers uh, yesterday so well done Ronnie on a very good result uh, South Ballers played Peckham right A uh, and a one-all draw was shared yesterday. Gibbs, not the most inspiring uh, of results for either team. That's not going to help either, is it? No, I think ballers were happy with the result. Um, okay. I don't think Steve was too happy with the result. I think it was, um, from what I've been told, it was a goalkeeping error. The key, the goalkeepers tried to cross turn the, the forward on his um, in his area, 
lost the ball and he never see they tapped it into an open net uh, so no one never likes to see that from their keeper because yeah. it puts extra work on the team um, and extra pressure I think um, Peckham scored a penalty well missed a penalty scored the rebound should okay. I say um, I think uh, from what I've been told Peckham had chances as well um, I've got a report actually from Brownie okay alright again I've not read it so I'm just reading it now but I can assume it's just not about him okay <laughs> <laughs> so um, Baller's good start continues <clears throat> Baller's go into the game full of confidence after last week's 4-1 win uh, Peckham Rye but it's, it's a spell check there uh, <laughs> Peckham Rye first team not having a game means drop Tony Rawlings into Peckham Rye plus a few others uh, there was no others it was just Tony um, good game from the get go and Peckham <clears throat> probs had the better start but once the Baller's got going they took control and just lacked that final moment. Baller's goal came from our forward, Rams, pressing the goalkeeper whose feet fouled him and Rams tapped, in, tapped it home. After that, the Ballers kept getting chances after chance but not finding the net. Second half was very much the same from the Ballers and Peckham's goal came from the spot. The pen was missed but the rebound was followed up. The game ended one all. Peckham's manager, words to me was, we was poor today and your Ballers team was very good. Games like this last year, we would have lost. And to be fair, Peckham Raye, they held there, they held on well to keep it at one 0 Three games in without a loss in ninety minutes, scored in every game. Also, fun fact: Tony Rawlins has never scored versus South Ballers in three attempts. Coming along nicely, but a long way to go. Yeah, fair enough. I'm not sure uh, they should be making the the report so much about Tony and probably worry about their own club. To be fair, <laughs> like, Tony got 38 last year. That's more points than your team got on the board. So oh. I'd, uh, I'd more I'd worry more about my own club than um than uh, other people's performance. Well, just an opinion. Well, we're starting a little rivalry there, aren't we? Probably upset. <laughs> so we started calling them South Average. They're fighting back. Uh, Fair play. In Division 5, uh, Hartford Athletic Blues lose 5-0 uh, to Springfield United Blues. Battle of the Blues yesterday. I saw Omar and the lads down at STC uh, yesterday afternoon. Uh, and, yeah, Springfield United getting a good win. A win we'd expect them to get, I must admit. Uh, Hartford Athletic, um, much like Hacienda uh, Reserves, finding it hard um, so far uh, in Westfer. Uh, and you don't want to be playing Springfield United Blues who themselves needed to find some form. Omar chuffed with that result um, yesterday, so well done for that one. Uh, more results in Division 5. Bexley Knights nil, uh, Newcross Rovers reserves two. Um, Bexley Knights, despite a good start, uh, Gibbs starting to lose games regularly. Newcross Rovers reserves, pre presumably uh, bolstered by a couple of signings from uh, the Newcross first team. Uh, and they're starting to get results. Do you reckon they've had some players from the first team drop Pro down? Probably not the the top, the top players that we see uh, playing for the VCDs and all that. But a, a few of the fringe players probably have gone down there to get a game of football. What do you reckon? Yeah, possibly. Maybe some people that weren't getting as much football, but um, still very good for playing in Division Five. Um, Bexley Knights. I don't know. They flattered to deceive after that first game of the season, yeah. didn't they? they? Or they beat EWD Eagles, and you thought, oh well. Um, Maybe a turning fortune, but they seem to kind of be settling into that that um, that form that they had last mm. year, conceding goals, not picking up points. Yeah. Um, so it might be a long season for them, but if they can carry on building, who knows? It might be another building season for them. Agreed. Uh, Rosen Crown, their good start in their return uh, to Westfar ended by the erratic uh, EWD Eagles, much like 
uh, Bexley Knights in this division and maybe Springer United Blues, EWD, uh, unable to put some kind of consistency together in their results. Uh, Rose and Crown gutted, uh, I imagine, yesterday of that. Um, after that good start they and looking at EWD's results, they may have expected a win yesterday. It keeps the league interesting though, doesn't it? Yeah, um, I guess it does. And everyone beating everyone is kind of what you like to see. Mm. Um, people taking points off each other. Because I mean, Omar would have probably looked at that yesterday and thought, oh, fuck me, I didn't expect that type yeah. thing. Look, Rosen, uh, Rosen Crown have lost. Um, that's but a definitely g- said fuck Damo when he saw that result. <laughs> <didn't> he? <laughs> he's probably laughing and he's sitting there having a few more drinks because... Um, He's got a 5-0, Damo's lost. So it keeps that little rivalry interesting without someone running away from it. Do you know what I mean? Um, New Cross picking up points there as well. EWD Eagles, obviously, that's a good three points for them off of the back of, of, of their loss. So I think that, that division could be very interesting, Division 5, and um, watch out for all the results. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Sid Cup, uh, the, the most consistent team in Division 5. I think they're top of the division. A 1-0 win uh, yesterday against the struggling Greenwich Hotshots at the beginning of the season. Uh, but Sid Cup will be... Four uh, for four, I believe. Yeah, the they'll league. be happy with the Rosen Crown loss. They won't be too happy with Springer United Blues uh, doing a business, but Sid Cup definitely uh, the form team in Division 5 uh, as we head into October. In the mix up there, four for four, setting the pace. Yeah. Well People done. can't really be a fool to drop in points. Nope. Well done, boys. Uh, in the best division, Silk Grassroots Podcast Network. The tenth best division. The best division. Uh, Greenwich Battle Cruisers, four... Las Cabras free uh, Greenwich Battle Come on Cruises. The cruises. They're getting the results over the line against uh, tight, tight results though uh, against teams that maybe we overrate Greenwich we, Battle Cruises a little bit. We train with them. Oh dear. We try, I do shooting practice with them. I know what they've got firepower. As I say, you play <laughs> 10 up front. Nah, they're good lads to be fair and um, we've had some we've had some good training sessions. Um, it's not a surprise to see them win because the, the, the commitment and the dedication that their players do have and their uh, willingness to to want to learn or, or progress that none of them at just at training I'm going off but none of them show up with any egos or can we do this can we do that they take everything on board um, and they, they, they give everything they can 100% you know so I'm not surprised to see them getting results and nicking results just maybe a bit tighter at the back um, but other than that I, I can see them having a good season well done boys 4-3 a win is a win that's all you that's all you need on a Sunday morning uh, Greenwich Palace uh, Greenwich Palace Elton Palace finally get a, a win. Uh, it comes at the expense of uh, Sporting Greenwich yesterday. 3-0 to the Elton Palace boys. Perhaps a win, Gibbs, that we'd expect uh, to see from the from the Elton boys. Yeah, definitely. They needed that as well to kickstart their season. And hopefully that's a kick up the arse that they need to get into gear now. Mm. And um, uh, Not too much, though, because I know you've predicted them to win the league. But, um, <laughs> but I think that um, that's, they needed that. A nice clean sheet, three goals, three points. And they would have gone away happy yesterday. Sporting Greenwich, again, they, they started off so well last season. They kind of just seemed to be... Um, Reverting back, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they just seemed to be floating about now again, didn't they? Just um, just um, happy to compete again. They're getting into that mindset again. Yeah. But um, whatever keeps you happy and keeps your club going. Greenwich Challenge Vets uh, avoid <coughs> the ominous defeat to JJ United. They did it in style. <laughs> yeah. 9-2, um, the end score. Uh, not quite a good as good a scoreline as eight two, but if it was eight two, would you have eight two JJ yesterday? Yeah, yeah. Anyone, <laughs> anyone gets it. I did it for a charity game yesterday, <laughs> uh, but only three one at half time. Greenwich Challenge Vets obviously coming out uh, and doing a business with winning the second half six one. Um, JJ United making a better account of themselves week in and week out, scoring two, uh, but not yeah. winning the game. 
it's tough, but it's I mean, improvements from last season. Yeah, definitely improvements. I mean, considering they only <coughs> conceded, was it 6-1 last week against yep. them, Sellers? Sellers, yeah. You would have thought that this game would have been a little bit, a lot closer. Um, no disrespect to any, either club there. JJ have been improving. Um, but uh, they've gone out and done the business, haven't they? Um, so... You can't, uh, you can't knock them for that. No. Scoring nine goals as well, so well done. Well done, Grizz Challenge. But it's no need to feel sorry for JJ United and do them a favour. You got to go out and win your own games of football. That's what people want to do. Hundred percent and fair play. Uh, just going through some of the London Challenge Cup results for Westford teams. Uh, you'd have heard uh, me mention some of these games on other parts of the podcast. But uh, Border Sports A with a great win against FC Bickley. Uh, from the OBD well, SFL. Uh, do you know what I think? If we was allowed county cups in our results of the day or results of the week, I would have um, I would have put that in there, you know, because Borden have started off a little bit shaky. They lost to Meridian, didn't they? Yep. Um, to, but to beat Bickley, a well-established team, I would have had that as in result of the week. It's a, a really good result for Billy and the, and the lads at Borden. Well, it just reminds people what they actually can do on a football pitch when they're focused. Uh, perhaps um, they 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 rose their they increased their levels yesterday against a good. FC Bickley team and, and felt uh, they had a point to prove uh, Balden uh, and they've done the business 4-2 is a good win uh, for, for Balden's Bulls A Billy's got no expectations for this season I know from speaking to him uh, a couple of times since the season started that he doesn't expect anything no. from the season so these results and getting into second rounds of, of these of these cups and, and hopefully further rounds uh, I think they play Golden Eagles. They in do. The that's what I say. They earned them a tie against Golden Eagles, which is very a very winnable tie for Borden. Yeah, you'd, um, you'd say Bickley was a tougher game than Golden Eagles, um, a different proposition. Um, but yeah, if they get into the third, if you beat Golden round, Eagles, you're in the last sixteen in the yeah, London Cup. Yeah, do you know what I mean? You don't know. It's only a game by game basis, and it was a good. It was a good day yesterday for Westford clubs. I know two of them played each other. But in terms of the other results, it was a good day. It was. <laughs> Let's have a scan through the rest of the results. Jam winning 7 0. Great result in, for Phil and the lads. In the Challenge Cup against Javalhas. And that's, that's certainly them a tie against Rooker, which is a very winnable game yeah, for them. It is. Uh, Baltark go crashing out to uh, Kenningwell United. 4 3, though. A good account of themselves yeah. made. Baltarks, that would have been a fantastic game of football. Unlucky uh, Baltarks. Watching that, watching that game would have been a real treat. Still a respectable result, though. Yeah. Really um, that, uh, Dancing Albion 2 uh, AFC Bexley 4 uh, not only did they win 31 grand on Tenable last week on the TV programme uh, AFC Bexley winning their football game 4 I've actually got a match report for this as well Danny. again I haven't read it I'm reading it off the cuff thank you anything in brackets I will not read <laughs> <laughs> Dancing Albion 2 AFC Bexley 4 Dancing started very fast and were 2-0 up in 16 minutes. The first goal, they went straight through us and crossed it. It went under our goalkeeper and they rolled it into the empty net. The second goal, uh, the second goal, they played a long ball over the top and they were one-on-one, -on -one, finished it well. The rest of the half, uh, they won every tackle, every header and they got through our team with ease. But we settled and managed to stop any more goals going in. We were in every sense diabolical though. I honestly thought it would be four or five nil at this stage. Fair enough, honest opinion. Mm. Um, then on the 40th minute, we scored one of the best goals I've ever seen in Sunday League. Danson cleared a long throw and it went up in the air, up in the clouds. As it came down about 25 yards from, from goal, our striker has volleyed it straight into the top bins. You know what? I'm disappointed they're not named in there because if you score a goal like that, you yeah, want you your name Yeah, you've got to name like, the striker. Not, name the striker. Not our striker, but... Yeah. 
we want his name if he's yeah. scoring goals like that. Absolutely. So I can find him and tap him up. Um, <laughs> <laughs> at half time, we could sense the goal had shook them a bit and we came flying out the blocks. Suddenly, we're, we were winning every first, second, and third ball. Every pass was coming off. We were winning tackles. We equalised very quickly from a free free kick which got turned in at close range then we grabbed the lead with a header from a corner after a free kick was cleared off the line then finally a few minutes from time the striker who scored the worldie scored a free kick from the edge of the box to make it 4-2 we absolutely battered them the second half it was a great comeback against a really physical team so uh well done to AFC Bexley and I appreciate their uh the match report it's always good to hear him Toma was the guy that scored the <clears> two <throat> goals by the looks of it Oh, Caballero. Toma Toma Caballero. Toma Caballero. Well done, mate. Great goal. Soon to be signing for Peckham Rye. <laughs> now, I think <laughs> I saw the um, the AFC Betsy guy um, the other day, and um, he said that they've signed a striker. I think he was out in America playing just below okay. a few leagues below the MLS. They said so. Um, that possibly could be in, which would explain the quality of goals. Congratulations, boys! A good win. They were chuffed with that one yesterday in the Jewish Shield. Uh, Duchess of Kent seven. Uh, Chimera reserves for too tight for comfort there for uh, Duchess of Kent who after a tricky couple of start, uh, games at the start of their season uh, against top teams in their division uh, they get uh, some wins in the cup they, they're looking a bit more like them old, their old selves as well that's a good result for them well done boys uh, Elton Town get their first win in Westfa uh, since their return uh, they beat Lesser FXI 4-2 um, a good account of themselves made though Gibbs by a lesser FXI against higher placed opposition yeah definitely I mean it's no, no shame in losing to a well they're senior aren't they um, Elton Town one or, one. Two, one or two they're, they're not two they're senior or one so um, lesser in Div 6 I think um, that's a good account of themselves yeah well they done. can be happy with that well boys a good win for Forza yesterday uh, in the Plumpsy Challenge Cup they beat Foresters um, good account two. for Foresters though. Yeah, they're, um, they're two against a well-established winning, Forza They're winning plaudits everywhere, uh, Foresters, for uh, their, their, their uh, performances on the pitch. They surprise a lot of people um, with their play. Uh, Forza Greenwich, we know what a good team they are. A proper, a proper Westford club. Um, long history in the league now. Uh, good win for them, 3-2. They'd have been pleased with that one. Uh, Fleet down, uh, win 4-0 against Lewisham Tamils. Another good result there. Good win. Uh, Fleet down, looking a bit more like themselves at the end of last season. Took them a while to get going. Uh, Tamil's not picked up though from no. last season, have they? They they had a good season last season, and um, they just don't seem to be the same side this year. Absolutely. Uh, Red Velvet um, got a home walkover uh, against Lazio. Couldn't uh, get a team out. Couldn't get a team out, uh, and Red Velvet got a really tough. Oh, against Hatcham from the yeah. um, Sunday Football League. They play Hatcham. That yeah. will be an absolute cracking game of football. That will be. Um, and don't be surprised to see Red Velvet win that. I reckon that could be a game. You'd put a lot of people would have Hatcham as favourites, but don't be surprised if Red Velvet won that. Absolutely not. You never write <laughs> Red Velvet off the way they've been playing. Definitely not. Very good side. Gibbs, I'll see you for the predictions later on. See you soon. So last, but by no means least, uh, the Quota Municipal fixtures with Roger. Roger, thank you for making time uh, uh, to record with us. I know it's tough uh, this week and obviously two two results uh, on the bounce for, for the Sahara 11 lads that may have made you want to show away, but you did not shirk your responsibility to the Silk Grassroots public listeners. Never. Never. I'm here. I'm here. 
But um, yeah, <laughs> it's a bit, it's been a tough, tough, tough couple of weeks, if I'm honest. Well, let's talk about uh, the football that happened uh, yesterday, uh, Sunday, the second of October, uh, into the Michael Donovan Premier Division. Four games played uh, yesterday. All four uh, game planned games went ahead. So well done to all the teams. Obviously, uh, some of the admin issues have been ironed out and sorted. So we had four games uh, scheduled and four games played. Uh, shock result first off after their brilliant start to the season. Uh, yeah. Blowing everyone away. Croydon JFC nil. Uh, London Warriors nil. That was a 12.30 kickoff as well yesterday yep. uh, for Croydon JFC. Um, yeah. I'm just looking through uh, some of the names that were there. Uh, well, he's Ryan Gondo, for instance, on named on the bench yesterday. Don't know what happened yesterday to, um, to Croydon JFC. But nil nil, Rog. That's a good, that's yep. got to be a good point for a London Warriors that goes down in the end. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you've, we've seen what JFC have done to opponents so far at 12.30 kickoffs. Um, before the game, I would have said I feared for, for London Warriors. So to yeah. come out of the game um, with, a, with a point it, it is fantastic. Um, Max, the Croydon JFC manager, made no excuses in the group chat. He just said his team on the day he just, just couldn't get the job done and, and gave credit to London Warriors for, for, for battling hard. So, yeah, that's a fantastic result for them. And that, gives them, that really gives them something to, to sort of build on now. Absolutely. Uh, and Quinn and Jersey, back to the drawing board, but uh, with the yep. talented squad that they have, uh, we would expect them uh, to to get the results um, sooner rather than later. Uh, yep. But yeah, that, that's just a, a wobble for them. We expect London Warriors, that's some, really something for them to build on. Well done, lads. Uh, Alisson Casuals played Spartans, uh, quite a municipal team. Uh, one all the score, Rog. Uh, one nil to Alisson, uh in the at half time, so Spartans won the second half. Um, Addiscombe Casuals doing what they do, Rog, though, and starting the season slowly. Yeah, um, a little bit surprised at the result. You know, after after their poor start to the season, Casuals, I thought they would have picked themselves up and, and yeah. or tried to get themselves going. But um, yeah, Spartans, are, they're, they're getting some points on the board early. Um, they'll be pleased. They'll be pleased, I think, think with the draw. Um, yeah, casuals need to sort of sort of pick up some points quickly. I think otherwise, um, you know, they don't want to fall too far behind JFC early doors. No, and obviously with JFC withdrawing yesterday, should I say the perfect opportunity for casuals to at least pick up uh, catch up two points with a win against Spartans, who themselves promoted last year. So you have to say with casuals' season last year, you have, they were they were strong favourites going into that. A good point for Russell and the lads at Spartans yesterday, much like. We praised London Warriors for their point. We have to praise Spartans for that point yesterday. A good one. Uh, Cobbs lost 4-0, Rog, to Bozjam. Um, they've, they waited all this time to play some football. Uh, now they wish they, hadn't, they wish they hadn't registered players this week, I think. Bozjam getting the 4-0 win. Yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm not surprised. You know, it's, it's, been, it's probably been a while since Cobbs have played a, a competitive match. Um, and and I, and I suppose I suppose the result shows that um, Bosch Jam have played a couple, got a couple of games under their belts already. Um, so yeah, um, not surprised at the man of the defeat. Um, just hope now Cops can can sort of try to try to sort of kick on really. Yeah, they need to build some momentum and they they need to claw results from somewhere. They're starting from a, a standing start against teams who are. Uh, almost a month into their season now. So Cobbs, we're uh, playing catch-up from from their first game. It's going to be a tough season for Cobbs, 
um, mm. I think, sadly. Uh, last but not least, Roger, you wanted a reaction after last week's mm. uh, County Cup humbling, um, yep. humbling defeat last week, a heavy defeat. Um, you played Selsden Town, a team themselves who uh, have come back to the Quarter Municipal League, not set in the world alight just as yet, but have had good results nonetheless uh, yep. it, since their return. Um, 5-1 was the was the score to Selsden Town, not the result you'd have wanted. Uh, only 1-0 at half-time, uh, a capitulation uh, in the second half. Four, four goals conceded, mate. What yep. did you did you get? the type of response or did you see flashes um, of the response that you wanted from your players yesterday? Uh, I, I, yeah, yes, I did. Um, you know, well, I mean, once again, I was let down by players, you know, saying I was going to be there and not turning up. Um, I had two on the bench. Um, I got two injuries. We, we got two injuries, two key injuries, two key injuries. Anyway, I must say, um, first half, we was, we was, we was good. We had a lot of the ball. We had a lot of possession. Yeah. Um, we did. We wasn't really creating chances, but we was we was comfortable on the ball. I'd say um, we had a we had a goal ruled out for offside in the first half. Um, you know, our, our left winger was 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 causing the right back. You know, a bit of a torrid time. First half, he got injured. Had to come off. Um, you know, we I didn't have a, I didn't have a wing on the bench. I had, to, I had a strike on the bench, so put us on the back foot a little bit. Um, and then second, you know, we come in at half time, one nil down. Um, wasn't disheartened because, like I said, we were playing good football. Second half, uh, I, I, you know, I, I'm not, I'm not too sure what happened. We just, like you said, we just capitulated. Um, my holding midfielder got injured, and I didn't have a, another midfielder on the bench. I only had a defender on the bench, so it's a shuffle to pack around a little bit. Um, and defensively, we just fell apart um, from there. And, and Selsden didn't capitalise. They scored a couple of really good goals. Um, yeah, it was, it was just, just, it was just, just another, another poor day in the office for us. Um, Really, but like I said, there was there were some signs of encouragement. Um, first half, like I said, we did play some good football. We was we was comfortable on the ball. We moved the ball about well. Um, so yeah, there there were some signs there, but I think we're going to be in for a long hard season. If I'm honest, it's 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 not started the way that you would have wanted it to. Um, no. But you know that you 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 finished strongly last year. Hopefully, you can find that find that form and that resolve um, going forward now and you can return uh, to those to those days at the last the end of last season where you got yourself out of trouble you have to be yeah. you have to be honest you did really well at the end of the season hopefully that happens again uh, we know on their day Selsden are a good side Andre Smith with a brace yesterday um, for uh, Selsden Town uh, Woodside was the first Woodside against Elbow was the first game up in Division 1 Rog Woodside doing what they do um, and getting uh, two goals yesterday against a good elbow side without without return. Elbow um, toothless uh, in this one yesterday. A 2-0 win for Woodside it is a massive a massive win for them. And I have to say, no sign of their uh, El Roden uh, in their team sheet yesterday. So that means that they're getting these goals without that player, that talismanic player that we used to see uh, get quite a few of their goals. Yeah, uh, Woodside. I mean, I think they had a poor result last week, but they bounced back with a good win. Um, yeah, no Roden inside. I think it looks like they have signed another striker who, who, who's 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 helping them with with, with the goals. Um, kept a clean sheet, which is good for good for Woodside. On the flip of that, I, I'm, I'm worried for Elba. Are you? 
Uh, yeah, that's what I was going to say. I know it's early in the season, um, but Albo just—they they don't seem the same outfit. Um, whether they've just not, whether they've just not recruited, and everyone else has got better, um, I, I don't know. Um, but yeah, it's 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 a bit of a worry at the moment for Albo. Absolutely, and another uh, their sparring partners last season, Dino Dappers, they they visited Gold Coaching yesterday, uh, and they lost four three. Dappers. And elbow in the mud so far, uh, Roger, has to be said. Uh, four, three winners for goal coaching. Much improved goal coaching uh, this yep. season. Uh, it looks like Bradley Legg got a hat-trick yesterday for gold coaching. Uh, and Umad Raymond got the other one. Uh, Dermot Collins, Connor Davies and Jordan McCarthy uh, in return for Dynamo Dappers. But Dappers did not lose like this last season. Elbow did not lose like this last season. We expected big things from both teams this, this season. Uh, they're letting us down. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, again, I don't, I don't know if it's the same with Albo. Whether, whether Dynamo Duffus and Albo have just, you know, thought they've had a good season, you know, we've, and, and just not brought the players in to improve the squads and, and, and they've just sort of become a bit stale. I don't know. Um, but it's a fantastic result for goal coaching and they started the season in really good form. Um, we've said before that on their day they can they can pick up good results. Um, it seems that they're they're finding some consistency, which is needed in, in league football. Absolutely, uh, a big win. And that's talking of tough starts to the season, AFC Shirley, uh, they've come back to the Quarter Municipal, uh, and it must say that that they're making hard work of it at the moment. Rod six nil, they lose yesterday uh, to PSG reserves with the Silk logo on their sleeves. Um, yep. But the Shirley boys, uh, they're not getting it right at the moment, are they? No, they're not. Um, if I'm honest, I, I'm, I, I worry for Shirley. Um, I, and, you know, and I've got I've got a lot of friends there. I know a lot of the characters there. I know what some of them are going to be like. Um, I'm hoping that they can pull it together and sort things out. Um, but I do worry for, for Shirley, if I'm honest. Um, but a fantastic result for for, for Palace Centre and Reserves. Um, they've they've adapted to to life in the Croydon League as a new team in in, in fine form. They 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 sort of come flying out of the blocks. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's a fantastic result for them. Very good, Stephen Lewington doing what he does, bagging a brace for PSG reserves yesterday, uh, and and Kwaki Kumi uh, getting the other two, uh, Chris Barry and John uh, Rabangakin. Getting the uh, sixth, uh, a strong PSG reserve team. We wondered if they were playing some of the first team, and we were interested to see what happens when uh, the first team play uh, at the same time as the reserves. But it doesn't seem to be affecting them. Uh, they could be a strong uh, outfit for Division One. Yeah, it definitely looks that way. It does look that way. Good team. Uh, Surrey uh, South Sea Wanderers played Addington United, and given the form. Uh, they've shown at the beginning of the season, Rog, no one really gave uh, the Addington United boys um, a chance. Uh, South Sea Wanderers have, have come out of the blocks and we've been praising them about their reaction to last season's disappointments. Uh, but this time, uh, they go down 4-2 to Addington United. Uh, a massive result for Addington. As I say, they've moved up uh, a, a massive step this season in terms of class. Uh, they've got the result, uh, a 4-2 result against South Sea Wanderers. No one saw this coming, Rog. This, we've been saying how good Division 1 is and we expect it to be very competitive. No one saw this result coming, but I think this is just shows what a, a, an exciting division it's going to be this season. 
Absolutely. What a result that is for Addington brilliant, United. Brilliant result. They've come off the back of, of a poor start to the season. They, they've lost their last two. Um, I think there was one was 4-0 and one was 1-0. Um, so it's, it's a fantastic result. Again, um, the South Sea managers, the South Sea manager in the chat um, was, was he made he made no excuses. He said they weren't out of the races and Addington United would would, would, would were good for their win. They played to their strengths. They got the ball forward quickly, apparently. Their striker, Omar, I th- I th- I'm guessing he's still there, um, is lethal in front of goal. Um, and South City said that the free kick, they had scored, Adams United scored a free kick and he said it was the best free kick he's ever seen. Just sort of levered it into the top, top bins. Nice. Um, so it, it's good to hear. I'm, I'm glad Adams United have picked up a win um, and that that really gives them something to build on. Um, South City Wanderers, you know, I'm, I'm 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 guessing it's just going to be a blip for them. Um, oh, I've lost you. I'm guessing it's just going to be a blip for them. Yeah, um, yeah. You know, bring them back down to earth a bit. And, you know, sit and focus up. Well, when you look at results at the at the people we expect to be we expected to be around them at the end of the season. Alba have lost yesterday, so they've lost no ground on them. Duppers have lost yesterday, so we, they've lost no ground on them. Uh, the likes of Surrey Park Rangers, who probably outside chances of getting involved in the title chase. They've drawn yesterday 4 all against Kaiser, and that's the last result from Division 1. It's only really PSG reserves who we've seen, Rog, um, getting results. So uh, they've not lost much ground yesterday, uh, South Sea Wonders. No. That's, the only, that's the only plus, I guess, they can take and, and use that as a kick up the bum uh, to now go and get uh, some good results uh, later on. That They've been in good form, so that's a surprise result. But as you say, uh, in Mr. Agpaganetta, uh, at Addington United, if he is playing, uh, they've always got goals in the side. So that would be that's a but that's a welcomed win for them. Don't forget that's the highest. This is the highest division that Addington United have played in in their Quidden days. So um, that's their biggest win. That's the biggest league win. It has yeah. to be. Yes, yes, like, yes. A fantastic result, and and I really hope that they they can build on this now. Uh, like we just said, um, yeah, it's 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 going to be a fantastic season in Division One. It really is. Yeah. Into Division Two. Uh, and we saw a lot of these last season, so it's disappointing uh, to see them. Uh, Sanders did were due to play Addiscan Corinthians. Addiscan Corinthians giving uh, a home walkover to uh, Sanders did. So that's their first. Is that their first win of the season, Sanders did? I think it is. Yes. Yeah. Uh, but disappointing to see uh, those those walkovers being awarded by uh, the uh, Addiscan Corinthians. That's two games lost for Corinthians. They lost four nil to Fortinet Rangers, and they lost a walkover this week to Sandersted. Uh, that is Sandersted's uh, first win of the season yesterday. They drew with Surrey, with South London Royals um, last week. But yeah, disappointing to see that, uh, Roger. I hope we, they, they, it's not, it's just a, a blip for them uh, and from subsequent weeks now they'll, they'll be able to get teams out. Yeah, fingers crossed. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it is. Um, I know Golden's, Golden worked hard over the summer to, to get boys back together, get, get players in. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it'd just be it'd be a one-off uh, for Corinthians. Um, Sander said we'll be happy with the win. I'm sure they would have liked to have played the football, but they'll take the three points nonetheless. Mm. Uh, the other PSG, Pearly Saint Germain, their first team beat KFC three-one uh, yesterday. Uh, Dominic Patrasek and Michael Palmer uh, with a brace, the scorers for Pearly Saint Germain uh, KFC. No, no scorers listed. Uh, South London Royals first team are getting a big result against FC 25. I'm, I'm starting to think that we overrate uh, FC 25 a little bit on the podcast, Roger, and, and that they're 
their mid to lower half uh, finish in Division Two is probably where their where their expectations sit. Uh, but South London Royals um, doing the job. Uh, no, sadly, no um, scorers listed uh, for South London Royals. I imagine if he had played, that Amari would have let us know that he did score uh, in the game yesterday. So probably a good thing that he doesn't get a chance to gloat. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he might have said he scored too. To be fair, okay. Um, but yeah, I mean, South London Royals seem to seem to be sort of sort of, sort of playing playing as expected. Now they seem to be picking up wins, um, <clears throat> which is good for them. FC Twenty Five, yeah, they've, they're having a bit of a torrid time at the moment, and, yeah. and nothing seems to be going their way. Um, yeah, maybe yeah, maybe we are just a bit overplaying them a bit over the years. I think we have been. Uh, yes, yeah. South London Union. Played Quirden United, Quirden United on the back of a big win uh, last week, an eight-five win, I believe. Uh, they went to South London Union this week and lost four-two uh, to the Union boys. Uh, Jesse Joseph and Cockerlan uh, Thanagian uh, getting a brace um, for the boys. A big win for South London Union. That uh, that's a good turnaround in form uh, for them. Uh, since last season, they've kept going. Was they've got my respect? There's no two ways about it. Joshua Juba, Juba, and Oscar Pardon are the goal scorers for Croydon United to give them uh, their dues. But yes, Union, they'll be well pleased with that win. Uh, yeah, they was. Yeah, Jesse was delighted with the win. Um, it's uh, you know I've got, I've got a lot of time for them. I've, I've said it many times on on the podcast. What what good what good lads they are. Um, I've got a lot of time for them, like I said. Um, it's, I'm, I'm pleased to see them some picking up, picking up some wins. You know, get, get, getting some, getting some um, consistency in their game going. Um, Croydon United, uh, they've had a, they've had a couple of good results this season. You know, we saw the back end of last season that they, they're capable of picking up wins. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure it's just a little sort of minor setback for them, and, and, and they'll come back, come back in, in the next few weeks. Um, but yeah, delighted for for the South London Union. Um, I'm hoping they can have a good season. Absolutely. Uh, the Sharks of Division 2, it turns out we've overlooked them uh, so far this season, but we're not anymore. Fulton Heath Rangers uh, get a 4-1 win against goal coaching seconds who have struggled at times, let's be honest, but Fulton Heath yep. getting the job done. Uh, 4-1 they win yesterday. Kevin uh, Bernard with a 78th-minute goal. Uh, Kudus Papula with a 62nd-minute goal. And Carnell Powell, uh, he had a go. He had a little moan, I think, on social media last week that we didn't mention his goals. We mentioned it today, Carnell. He got a brace um, yesterday. Uh, and we expect Fulton Heath Rangers to be very strong um, in the Division 2 this season. Uh, Kian uh, McAnulty getting the, the solitary goal um, in response for goal coaching seconds. Uh, Rog, um, Fulton Heath Rangers starting to look the part in Division 2. Yeah, yeah, I've, yes. Like I've, last couple of weeks, now, I've, I've I've spoke highly of them. They signed some good players. Um, their squad looks good. Uh, they're getting a good turnout. They're picking up wins, comfortable wins at that. Yeah, I, I think I think they're they're in for a very good season in Division Two. Um, it'd be interesting to see how they get on in, in the cups. Um, but yeah, I've, yeah, I expect them to be there or thereabouts come 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 May, April, May time. Absolutely, uh, and keep it going, boys. It's nice to see. Uh, the improvements, obviously, signing uh, some superb uh, players uh, from from non-league, from the non-league circuit, and that's good to see. Uh, in the London Sunday Challenge Cup, um, I don't know why this is on uh, 
where this is on the Quota Municipal, but uh, Spartans from the OBDSFL beat Saha's first team uh, 3-0 yesterday. And I believe Spartans were short of a few players, uh, Rog. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a big win. I think they finished the game with nine men, Spartans. So, yeah, really good result for them. A good win, obviously. Ended the players with nine men for red cards or for injuries. I'm, I'm, I don't know the ins and outs of it all. There's, there's, there's sort of been a radio silence in the first team's chat. So, okay. I'm, not, yeah, I'm not too sure. Um, but <laughs> not a good not result. Nine. Not a good result for Saha, given they're, they're over in the Super League. Uh, doing a business, they'll be disappointed to have got to be dumped out of the Challenge Cup with the not too many games to play in the Super League. No, yeah, there's, there's, uh, uh, there's a lot of lot of unhappy faces um, in in not just in the first team in in the whole club. Uh, oh, guys. A yeah. good club that will the day the good days will return quickly. We know that at Saha, it's a good club, uh, and we wish you all the very best uh, over at Saha. Rog, I'll see you on the other side for the predictions. I'll be there. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. So, first up on the predictions round or predictions recording uh, is Graham and the Southern Sunday. Uh, four games this week. Uh, and it, that includes uh, AFC Ballum against Junction Elite first. This is our first game, Graham. Obviously, Dan is going to predict um, in uh, the prediction show on Wednesday night. So you'll hear Dan's predictions uh, then. Uh, this one, though, Graham, uh, Ballum's start uh, has been ominous when you consider uh, Junction Elite first on their day. What a good side they are. Uh, I can't see an upset in this one. I can I can see Junction Elite winning this at the moment. So just for the listeners, we need to just say that this is a first round Selk grassroots Marcus Lipton yeah, Cup uh, fixture. Yeah. Um, because some people may think the Junction Elite are in the Premier Division and that this is a Premier Division game. Uh yeah, Ballum, not a great start to the season. Junction Elite, you know, he, he wants to he wants to do well in this cup. I don't think there's there's any doubt about that. I think this is one of the competitions that he will certainly want to either go to the latter stages or certainly to the final. Yeah. Um, they've certainly got a good enough team. If you're AFC Ballum, you know, you look at the draws, we were just talking about the draws on the on the previous uh, segment. Uh, that's a rotten draw for Ballum. For Junction Elite, it's a it's a well, it's a it's a free hit and it's a complete free hit. He's gonna go He's going to go, they're going to go to Ballum and they're going to take the game to them. I don't think there's any doubt about that. And uh, if Ballum are absolutely not, absolutely 100% on top of their game and they haven't got their mentality and their attitude right, then Junction Elite are going to pull off the shock here. And it's one of them fixtures where you look at it. Well, it is for bearing in, well, I mean, bearing in mind they're a lower placed, they're a lower placed team and AFC Ballum nearly won the Premier at the end of last season. Mm. I wouldn't say it would be a shock, but it would certainly be an upset of of a result. That's how I would describe it. Um, so free hit for Junction Elite. Um, if, if Junction Elite went and won that game, would anybody be surprised? I don't think they would, to be fair. I don't think it's going to send shockwaves through the, the, the divisions. But equally, from a Ballon perspective, they went out of that Marcus Lipton quite early last year. So they will want a bit of a run and they'll want to they'll want to put about a bit of a statement of intent themselves and kind of turn their season around and they'll want to get for Get, get through there so yeah I, I think that's you're looking at fixtures in a draw that's just an upset banana skin standout fixture so um 
I, I think I know the way that most people are going to go on that. What, what, what have you gone with? I'm going to go 3-1 to Junction Elite on this yeah. one. I, I think they're in good form. I know they, they beat, they won 6-0 this weekend against the team perhaps that you would have expected them to do that too. Uh, but Ballum is a sort of perfect storm of, of Junction Elite in, in uh, good form. Uh, and Ballum not in good form, uh, to be polite. Uh, and I think Junction Elite 3-1, you know, they'll look at the league tables and be up for it. Uh, Aaron and the lads fancy the uh, Marcus Lipton this season. So I just think it's all coming together and pointing towards Junction Elite, uh, getting a result. And I'm going to go 3-1 with my prediction. But for them to get a result, Andrew, they've got to do what Aaron said that they don't always do, is they've got to turn up on time, get it together, and they've got to have the right approach and mentality and attitude themselves, don't they? They have, they have. Uh, we've said it before: hard work beats talent. When talent doesn't, talent doesn't work hard. And as you've described, Ballum, they sound like on their day, uh, they're a team that probably relies on working hard uh, and doing the doing the basics right. Uh, and they're going to have to do that themselves if they want to get a result against uh, the talented uh, Junction Elite. So let's see what happens with that one on Sunday. That's a very good game. Uh, the second one up, tough one for me to call. Uh, the Argentina taking on Hampton Terriers. Argentina, of course, wearing the Selk logo on their sleeve uh, eventually this season. Hampton Terriers in fantastic form uh, after being promoted from League Three. So this is what com what competition is this? This is Lipton Cup as well, first Marcus, round. So what a what a first round draw. A really good game. This um, Argentina uh, champions of League Six or yep. Five. No, it was Six. They're in League Five, taking on Hampton Terriers, promoted from League Three uh, with Harbert Rovers. A fantastic um, coming together of two teams. Stylistically, this will be a really good game. Uh, Hampton Terriers, though, have started the season much more positively than Argentina. Argentina getting a draw this weekend against um, the Westminster Wanderers boys. Hampton Terriers, though, Graham, definitely uh, look the business this season. Look like they could, uh, they could trouble. Uh, the teams around the top of the uh, of League Two, they're certainly going to be there or thereabouts themselves uh, by the looks of things. Are we backing against Argentina? Well, this is my game this week. I've never done oh, Hampton. Well. I know, what a game. Um, I've never done Hampton Terriers. I know they like a big pitch and I, love, I know they like to play uh, good football. This is down on the 3G down at, down at Southfield. So Argentina obviously used to playing on the pitch. So I think the pitch is not necessarily going to be a level. I think the pitch is going to add to the game, bearing yeah. in mind both teams like like to play. I can see lots of goals in this one. I can see this being end-to-end. -end. I think this is quite an unpredictable one to call. Um, Argentina, we know, are a tough outfit and can beat anybody really on their day. They're really competitive. Hampton, on the other hand, have had a great start to the season. They've got the bit between their teeth. They won't want to be on the receiving end of, of what would be an upset here. Um I think this is a very, very intriguing cup game. And I think it's almost a loss to the competition that you're going to lose one of them out of, out of the draw. But that's just the way that, that it happens. So um, it'd be interesting to know what way the predictors are going to go with this, because you could go with um, Argentina, obviously, being the competitive good side they are. But, you know, you can't ignore Hampton's really positive good start and good form at the start of this season. No, I, and I I can see this one. I'm not bottling it, but I'm going to say I can see this one going all the way uh, to penalties this weekend. Uh, I'm going to go for a Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Uh, I am sort of bottling it, but this is going to be um, a real good game. Two equal teams, I think, given the level, the difference um, in uh, divisions. We know Argentina can play. 
Hampton Terrace full of beans at the moment. But I think that Argentina will take some, uh, will use the spirit of the Marcus Lipton uh, to pull them through uh, and take this to penalties. And then who knows what's going to happen. Graham, sorry that I've predicted that and it comes true. <laughs> um, well, there's no extra time, so I don't mind that so much. Okay. That's fair enough. Uh, <laughs> Voxel Virgin St Andrews is the next one. Uh, Division 10 champions taking on uh, Division 9 uh, promoted uh, Voxel Virgins yesterday. Uh, I, I can't guess against, um, I can't predict against St Andrews at the moment, Graham, despite Voxel Virgins' good start. I don't think there's too much to talk about here. I'm going to go for a 3 1 St Andrews. Uh, win on this one, uh, but the Virgins... no magic of no magic of the cup in this one. No, I, I just think St Andrews are are that team this season again. I, two they... two players suspended next week from yesterday. Mm, I think they have they have a very good squad. <laughs> I'm just uh, playing devil's advocate. No, no, no. As that's I it, do. Yeah, thank you. But I I just think I'm going to go three one to St Andrews. I think uh, Virgins have been fantastic, but I think this is you you've said it before. This is what this is a level above. Uh, the Virgins and uh, I think St Andrews will be more get the goal. job. I think there might be more goals in it than, than, than that. Okay. So that's that's what I, I I can see where you're going with the prediction. I think Vauxhall might score more, but I think St Andrews might score more as well. Okay. Fair enough. I'll I'm, gonna, stick. I'm, I'm uh, just going to throw <laughs> that in there. Not that I do. Not that I do predictions, but in case of the other any of the other boys are listening, they might want to they might want to listen or or not, as the case may be, to my uh, um, non non wisdom. They definitely listen. I'm sure they do, and and take pointers from what you what we say. Don't listen to what I say, but listen to what the experts say. Uh, but yeah, but that that for me is, if I get lucky and get three points, good. If I'm playing for the one point, really, there St Andrews uh, are a strong side. Good luck to both teams. Though. an excellent game. Uh, last but not least, uh, in the predictions, Masvida taking on Deportivo La Coruña. Uh, Deportivo seeing off Old Town this week four two. They seem to score in fours uh, and fives, and that's going to be three fours and fives, and that's going to be in my mind, uh, in my predictions. Masvida, uh, they lost this weekend, Graham? Yes, so they'll want to bounce back. Um, three big league points on the um, on the board here. Um, this is a tight old game, this one. This is a very, very tight game. Uh, you can see goals galore, though. I think it's going to be goals galore. Uh, I, I, I can't back against Deportivo uh, at the moment. Um, a good win for them against uh, Old Town this weekend. Uh, we know on the day what a good team Masvida are. Um, so you are trying to you are trying to milk Deportivo, aren't you? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah, um, I just I just can't. I'm going to go for a four-two win for uh, Deportivo again, based on this weekend's result. Uh, Masvida uh, again. If they turn this, if they get a win here, it's not really going to. Uh, no one's going to bat an eyelid, and and we know what a good team they are. But I just think Deportivo uh, have really got something about them uh, again this season, and they are scoring goals. They've they've picked up exactly where they left off uh, last season, so I can't back against them. That's my pick. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, I think I think you're right. I think there's going to be goals, but equally, if that was four two the other way around, I think you wouldn't be surprised. I wouldn't be surprised. No. I don't think the listeners would be surprised. I think that's just one of them games where both teams will want to win and they'll want to try and strike that blow and kind of get that, that advantage against their rival. And, um, you know, that, that might come div- or pay dividends by the time it gets to the end of the season. It could be a really early, crucial three points. So, um, yeah, two good sides. It'll get down, get the football down. They'll play, they'll play the game. Um, yeah, that, that'll be, that'd be an enjoyable watch that one. So, um, yeah, good luck to both of those. Yeah. Uh, let's just have a quick run through 
of some of the fixtures uh, from Sunday. Uh, some standout fixtures. Southwest Rangers take on uh, Sporting Continental. Both teams losing in the County Cup this weekend. We'll want to come back to uh, the Southern Sunday and get wins at the first time of asking. That's a real good game. Uh, Putney taking on Swag as well uh, in the Prem. Two good games there in the Prem. Park Life taking on Clapham Rovers. Clapham Rovers dumped out of the County Cup. Uh, not started the season quite as well as they would have wanted to as champions. Uh, so they look to go again. Bath Old Boys against uh, London Ravens. A great game in the Championship. Yep. Uh, Wheat Sheaf and Putney Town. Why not throw that one in as well? Every game in the Championship <laughs> is a great game. Mad. Uh, South London. Obviously, South London didn't get the best of Wimbledon Wolves at all last season. They'll be looking to do that and bouncing back from a heavy defeat to Selhurst. Uh, Real Dundonald against Norton, uh, a vastly uh, reduced in terms of numbers. Uh, Norton uh, from yesterday's game, uh, Real Dundonald will look to capitalise on that. That's a good game uh, this coming Sunday. Uh, Park Life B are in Merton's sights after they lost this weekend. Uh, one did, you miss Dara? did you miss Dara Magpie there? Dara first against Magpie. I just think uh, Magpie are going to score 13 again. <laughs> I think that's a good game, that one. I really do. Yeah, that is a good game. Two title hopers in, in League 3 for sure. Magpie standout favourites there, though. Well, Wandsworth Warriors looking to bounce back from disappointing cup defeat this weekend uh, in League 3 against Ribblesdale Rovers, who themselves nicked, nicked three points this weekend. Yeah. Uh, so Wandsworth looking to get their campaign uh, back on track. Uh, Junction League seconds against top deck. An excellent game. Uh, can Mortlake's form continue? Uh, they're away to Q Antigua. So a tough test for them. Uh, but Mortlake's start has been excellent. And Parthenope and Painters Community are expecting a draw in that one, Graham. Well, that's my that's my morning game. So um, we'll see what we can do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mitchum Strollers look to bounce back uh, with after disappointing defeat this weekend. But they take on in form. Clapham Wanderers, Dan will not be feeling charitable uh, to help the Mitchum boys get points on the board. And in fact, the Clapham boys looking overwhelming favourites in that one. It's been a while since we've been able to say that. Uh, in League Six, a real interesting game, UBL CFC taking on South City. Uh, that's a blinder. Uh, Rygate Robots against London Ravens B, also catching the eye. Uh, Mundial B against Egg Fried Roos. Graham, that could be a massacre. Uh, the way that the Roost boys well, they are only scored two though this weekend so you don't know never know uh, St Matthews Project B the free scoring uh, St Matthews Project B taking on Bellum and Clapham Albion in a lovely League 8 game uh, and some grassroots League 10 uh, games Club International to Football Broomwood unlucky not to make games of the week that one that's a fantastic little Great fixture yeah. uh, Old Sartonians battered this weekend in the cup against higher placed opposition taking on Wanderers uh, back to playing football, Exonians, Dynamo, London, uh, looking, uh, Exonians looking to continue their good form against lower place team and a battle uh, at the bottom of the table. Uh, four teams there, Rosendale Reserves take, and take on Junction Elite under 23s and South London Pekin Renegades. A plethora of Marcus Lipton games to, to go through. Chiswick Development take on West Norwood. Uh, that's a good game. London Hibs, Sporting Crabs. Vauxhall Verges and Andrews has really talked about and Argentina Hampton Terriers. Graham, have a great weekend, and I'll speak to you next week. Thanks, Andrew. Cheers. Have a good week. Goodbye. Back with Jamie and the predictions for the OBD SFL. Obviously, you'll hear the predictions for Dan, Omar, Stephen, Dan Bieler, 
and Russell and Amari next week, uh, later on in the week, should I say, uh, on the Sunday League show extra this week. Uh, it will be uh, this show. It will be me and Jamie. Jamie, a good week, I think, for me last week in the um, OBD SFL. I certainly scored. I scored six points, I think, from the four games last week. Can you remember how, how yours was? So I've definitely overtaken you, haven't I? Yeah, I got two. So you've, you've gone a point ahead of me. Come on. Uh, let's uh, let's celebrate small wins like that. So this this one, Jamie, you picked the four games this week. Four excellent games, it has to be said. There's lots of County Cup games again. So it does affect the teams that we pick because we don't include... Um, County Cup games, I think, is a Kent, Kent Cup weekend this weekend, isn't it? Coming, yes, correct. So, the four games Kenningwell feature again, um, but I think, uh, that given their opposition hasn't, uh, we haven't spoken about Spartans very much yet, Jamie. Uh, I think it's fair for them to take part in the predictions this week. What what are your thoughts on this one? Um, so, thoughts I've been, we know what I know we've had a Kenningwell and a couple of times because I've had some mouth-watering game so far but I would include this in there as well given that Spartans they've not played a league game yet um, and they've had a fantastic win in the Cup yesterday as we spoke about earlier so um, it's really to see how Spartans stack up against a, an old kind of established uh, team in the senior but also a very good footballing team as well so um, Spartans obviously multiple uh league titles under their belt from the Croydon League coming over so obviously no mugs so I think it's going to be a really interesting game this one I think so too a win and a loss so far for Spartans uh, they lost to uh, LSE Giants uh, earlier at the end of September should I say their first game in the OBDSFL uh, was a defeat to LSC obviously uh, last week just gone they beat Saha 3-0 obviously uh, a bit of history well, not obviously but there's Presumably, there's a bit of history and bragging rights amongst two teams who who uh, no longer play in the Quirden League. So this is a tough one to call. Uh, the season so far for Kenningwell, uh, they've just played the one league game, which they won 3-2. Uh, they also um, beat Bulltarks 4-3, Jamie, in the County Cup this weekend, just gone. So both teams just played the two games. Kenningwell, uh, two wins out of two so far. It's tough to uh, tough to call this one. Are you going with um, tradition, or are we looking at that big result that Spartans got? I'm thinking they're going to be uh, free scoring this season. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't think they'll have any trouble finding the net, but um, I do think they'll find Kenningwell a lot stronger than Saha. Um, so uh, it's, it's it's tough. I mean, I'm I'm tempted to go for a draw, but I don't want to be boring. Um, <laughs> Hmm. You know what? I'm gonna go. I'm gonna upset the apple cart here. No, mm. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. Nah, I'm. I'm gonna stick with Kenningwell actually. Yeah, at home. Um. Yeah, I think I'll go three two Kenningwell. Three two Kenningwell. The prediction. Uh, I can't back against uh Kenningwell in any game. I've, I've got them in a couple of weeks' time. So uh, against Bickley. So I'm looking forward to seeing both those teams, two teams that I like, so I can be unashamedly biased for both teams uh, on, on that on that day. Um, Penalties galore. <laughs> uh, but for this one, uh, do you know what? Just to make this, I'm going to go, I am going to go against Kenningwell for this one for the simple reason that um, I just want to keep it interesting on the predictions, but um, 
yeah, Kenningwell two for two. So for no, I can't back against. I'm going to go for two one to to Kenningwell. So you've you've fucking shot it like I did. Yeah, I shit, I shit it, but I can't go against Kenningwell. Uh, they've started really well, um, and yeah, but this will be uh, a really good game. Uh, Spartans welcomed addition to the ABD SFL senior uh, second game on uh, our predictions. Kamazi, uh, their reserve team or their motivation team taking on Club Langley. Jamie, uh, this is a this must be a, a cup. Is this a cup game or a league game? No, league game. Division league one. Game. Division one league game. Kamazi, uh, what played one, lost one in the league. They lost six one uh, to Sydney Sports this week. Their other game, uh, they won on penalties uh, in the Presidents Cup against Hayden Youth Reserves after a one all draw. Uh, they won four three on penalties. Club Langley, no league games. Yeah, this is their first league game and it's then it will be played on the 9th of October. That's a bit mad. They have played um, three other games, though. Um, they were given a walkover. Well, they've been given a, a walkover well ahead of time against Kiwi Firsts uh, in the County Cup. They beat United Ballers uh, and they lost to Manor Wood. So a mixed bag for them, a win and a loss on the pitch for Club Langley, Jamie. Um, this is going to be tough to call because both teams... Uh, we've got no league form to speak of from Club Langley. We don't really know the teams um, that they've played other than Manor Wood doing them uh, 2-0. Um, their first game of the season, not played till the 25th of September. So an odd start to this season, looking at all the league tables. Um, which I'll, I'll go first because you went first on the other one. Uh, I'm going to back Kamazi to win this one 2-1. I think they're going to bounce back. Boring 2-1 predictions from me this week, it looks like. Jamie, what do you think? It's interesting because it it's, it's, there's no great form um, or consistency of results to really kind of base it on. Um, so I'm I'm really just going to look at the results uh, for the weekend just gone and an excellent result for Langley. I get not really knowing how strong their opponents are. Um, and Kamazi coming up short against Sydney, who we know can, uh, if they turn it on, can absolutely play their team. So I, I fancy Langley to win this. And I was going to, going to go for 2-1 the opposite way so 2-1 to Club Langley for me yeah I regret my I regret my prediction now but I've made it so I have to stick with it <laughs> uh, Southwest they go against uh, Lewisham Islamic Centre from the same division uh, do they? no they're not yeah the yeah yeah yes. Division 1 AV this week oh Southwest at the bottom yeah uh, Lewisham Islamic Centre another team who hasn't played a league game yet their men Club Langley yet to uh, kick off their league uh, campaign uh, Southwest, uh, two games, two losses, uh, a minus eleven goal difference for Southwest. Uh, they lost eight one this weekend, just gone against um, uh, LSU Lions. Uh, they lost two nil the week before uh, in the Jack Standen Cup. I must add five uh, one the week before that in Hayden uh, against Hayden Youth. And then, as I say, the game that I refereed first day of the season uh, after a one-all draw with Manorwood, they went on to lose 4-2 on Penn. So Southwest have minutes in their legs, Jamie. Uh, now, this week could be the type of game uh, that Southwest will fancy after a pretty tough a pretty tough start. You look at the likes of Manorwood, uh, Hayden Youth, Sydenham and LSU. They're all experienced teams. They're experienced people, experienced um, players that have been around each other for a very long time. That's about as tough a start as you could have as a first division team uh, to the start of the season. LIC, probably not the same uh, level uh, as those four teams just mentioned. You're giving Southwest a chance this week. 
I do give them a chance this week. I think both sides will be looking at it as a game that they can and need to win. Um, Southwest will have seen the LIC results from last season, and they'll have seen that they just lost to us, a lower place team in the cup. Uh, much the same as the LIC will be looking at Southwest results and seeing they're getting battered heavily by the top teams in Division One, but also drawing with a team from the division below and getting penalties. So I think both of them will, will probably smell blood. Um, so, oh, I mean, it, it could be a wild one. Um, I think, do you know what? I'm going to, from what I saw yesterday, um, oh, I don't know, it's hard, actually. This is a tough one to call this. Uh, it's a tough one. Um, I'm going to back LIC just because they seem to be kind of the more familiar team and they're used to this kind of level um, so I'll back LIC to win 3-1 3-1 LIC the prediction I'm going to back the Southwest boys I think they're going to get it right this week uh, I'm going to back them to win 3-2 uh, let's do that 3-2 the prediction decent pitch uh, Southwest over at Downham playing fields uh, was, I enjoyed I enjoyed the game over there. Uh, I think they'll get it right this week. Good luck to both teams, though. Uh, and last but not least, fourth game, FC United of Bromley taking on uh, Broccoli Reserves. Jamie, you mentioned the Broccoli Reserves boys earlier uh, on the show. A good start for Broccoli. Broccoli uh, a 5-1 win in the league. FC United of Bromley, the same. One win in their um, opening league game. Both just played the one. Both plus four goal difference. Uh, Bromley scored six, let in two. Uh, Broccoli Reserves uh, scored five, uh, let in one. Uh, Broccoli Reserves win in the league was against AFC Deptford. We spoke about that um, on the other section of the show. Uh, FC United of Bromley's win was a 6-2 defeat of New Boys Wickham Athletic. Now, they also beat uh, Ministry of Ball, Jamie, uh, at the end of September. So that's probably going to be, in my mind, uh, this one, new intercross beating Broccoli Reserves um, in the County Cup 4-3 uh, and Bexley United beating Broccoli Reserves 1-0 at the beginning of September uh, in the President's uh, Cup, the, the President's Charity Cup in in the OBDSFL. So two teams, Jamie, currently next to each other in the table. It looks like they're going to be around each other all season. Um, where's your Where's your call on this one? Yeah, I think two, as you said, evenly matched teams and they started relatively well. Um, I just think Broccoli Reserves, I think, as I said earlier, caught my eye. So I think I'm going to back them um, for this one. Um, and they seem to score a lot of goals. So I'm going to go for 4-2 to Broccoli Reserves. 4-2 to Broccoli Reserves. 2-4 for those interested in the home and away. Uh, I will back... Uh, I'm going to go against you 4-2 as well. So let's go. Oh, yeah, let's go head go. to head. We're going head to head this week. This is a, a big week. We've only matched each other on the Kenningwell one because we're both, we're both too led by our bites. heart. Yeah. <laughs> we're led by our heart. Right. Fine, boys. The fixtures. Let's have a quick run through the all the fixtures for uh, Sunday the 9th. Uh, Sunday the 9th of September. Uh, October now. Bloody hell. Mumps getting away from us. All the games played. There's some County Cup games, as I said, some um, Kent Cup games this weekend going. A run through of the senior games. Bickley 
Farnborough is an old school battle. We've spoken about Kennywell and Spartans already. Uh, some other games. Uh, Crayford Eagles, New Boys taking on New Boys. Metro Massive, both teams desperate for three points. Old Langlians welcome um, AFC Wilgar over to their place. And Club Langley, that's a good little game. Uh, LSU Lions Reserves playing uh, FC Deptford. Both teams looking for a win there. That's an interesting one. Uh, Wickham Athletic against SMCA. Again, both teams will look for wins. Uh, Green Street Green play uh, Hazen Pickhurst Reserves. That's a tough ask of the Resies against the team who have um, hit their stride early doors. Um, a big game in the Paul Picard, an interesting one. MSL taking on FC Karuya, a really good game that one. In Division 5, Jamie, Betswood Roadrunners meet Benhurst United. Two teams uh, in relatively good form, Benhurst in excellent form. Uh, that will be a real good game in Division 5. Uh, in the Kent Sunday Prem Cup, let's try and catch the OBD SFL teams. FC Elmstead looking to concentrate now on the Kent side of their cup of their County Cup um, games as they were knocked out this weekend against Rocker. They play Hatcham from uh, the Super League. Uh, a tough game uh, for them this week. Uh, let's keep going. Mariners, Jamie, you face uh, Sports King All-Stars toppling um, Beckenham Rovers. You play them again. You know what they're all about. You've seen them. Uh, you've then now seen them take out a big senior team uh, in the, in OBDSFL uh, competitions uh, and you get them in a county cup yourself. What's the plan this week for Beckenham Rovers? Um, I mean, we'll, we'll use kind of what we've learned from the, the previous game. Um, we know we're going to face a good football inside, as I said. We know what they're capable of, um, especially that first period of the first half. They absolutely blows away. Um, last week, so and then they're going to be even more confident given the result they just got. So, if anything, it just makes our task even simpler. We know we're going to need a lot of luck and things to go our way on the day. Um, when we do get moments in the game, we need to be more clinical than we were in the last game. Um, but as, as a cup game, you never know what can happen. Um, you know, they, they, they might get carried away with the result and the previous result against us and turn up thinking that it's a, it's a foregone conclusion. If, if they do, then that might work in our favour. But as I said, we've got to be very, very good and hope that they maybe have a bit of average to poor day and then we can see what happens. Absolutely. Good luck, mate. Free swing, I think, in that one, even if yeah. even if it's the Junior Cup, uh, a free swing for you, boys. Uh, not not really what your where your focus is. It's, it's just nice to get out and play football, I guess. My game this weekend, uh, Bex United taking on uh, Westford's Burridge Blues. Uh, that'll be a real good contest. Burridge Blues, lower cup. Uh, and Bex United after that draw against Royal Southwark. We'll probably want to go one better this week. Uh, so looking forward to seeing Dean and Arge and all the boys at uh, Bex United. And we know Burridge Blues have some fantastic players. Uh, Blendon against LSE Giants is another good game. Uh, an all OBD SFL tie in the Sunday Junior Cup, uh, as is Chislurst against Hatcham uh, OBD SFL. That'll be a tough game for Chislurst. Glebe Manor play Westford's uh, Blackfin and Eriff. Um, that could be tough for Blackford in here, if not the best of starts for them this season. Uh, Lesser Albion taking on ground uppers in the all in the all OD, OBD SFL tie. Manorwood Royal Southwark is an all OBD SFL too. Um, Phoenix Sports taking on Hacienda uh, is a good game. Uh, Spring Hill United, long running West side play Sydenham Sports from the OBD SFL. Um, Ministry of Ball Travel. Um, over to AE Sports on Sunday morning for their 
uh, Kent Junior Trophy game. Uh, good luck, boys. The Warren play Champions Football Club. They better be good with a name like that, Jamie. <laughs> they get themselves up. Uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves play Taverners. Good luck, boys. Uh, Footscray Lions from the from Westfar taking on Crowway. What a great little game that is. The, the Footscray Lions, boys, uh, they were vets last season, but they have got a fantastic brand of football. Uh, and Crayway uh, doing themselves no harm with good performances uh, so far this season. What a game that's going to be. That's going to be absolutely uh, top class. Get along and see that one if you can. Hayes and Pickhurst perhaps saving themselves uh, this weekend after their 1-0 win uh, for their County Cup game. They play the Rising Eagles. Um, Kingsdale play SE Lions. That's an all OBD SFL game. Uh, Phoenix Sports 4 taking on South London Spartans. Um, Spartan partners last season uh, in their division. Uh, Phoenix Sports straight back into their stride, Jamie, of scoring lots and lots of goals. Uh, that'll be interesting um, to see how that one goes. And Woosh playing Bexley Athletic in an all OBD SFL tie. Some great games there. Jamie, I look forward to speaking to you next week. Hopefully, hopefully you feel a bit better and I'll speak Thank to you, you then. Speak to you later, mate. Bye. See you later. So Gibbs back to Westfar and the predictions for Sunday, the 9th of October. We're doing absolutely dreadful, Gibbs, in our predictions. We, we are, have got to raise our game. You are five three up. Um, five three, and this is up. our this is our fifth week. Yeah, so we've got like three <laughs> points. So it shows shit. you. It shows you what we know. So don't it's take so our fucking shit. opinions for anything. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, don't get upset by our predictions. For fuck's sake, right? The West for games again. It's so hard to um, pull any form out of the league tables because some teams have played three games. Some have played one. Some have played none. So uh, at the moment, we're still very much finding our feet uh, in terms of form. Uh, but the big game uh, first up this weekend uh, from our predictions is Elton Rovers taking on Borden Sports A Gibbs. Um, a Four big, yellow cards, two yeah, red. It's going to be tasty, this, isn't it? Billy to be sent off and nil-nil. <laughs> what, <do you> think? <laughs> what do we think of this one? Elton Rovers, we've seen... They're susceptible to heavy defeats. They lost 6-0 to Elton Rovers. Uh, um, Elton Rovers. Elton Lions. Crayford Arrows beat them 6-0. But other than that, they've been really good this year and solid. This is a Pete Smith Memorial Cup game. Um, what do you think on this one? Because um, I, I bet Borden Sports had all the big boys out this weekend. They, whoever was available would have played against Bickley. It would have been easy for them yeah. to get I mean, the, the good thing is it's only STC, so it's only literally the next ground, ground yeah. along from the co-op. So it's not too much travelling. No. So in that sense, um, I would always back, like, I'll back Billy and Borden. Um, I think Elton Rovers would give a good account of themselves. I just think that the... Um, the older heads at Baldwin will get it over the line. I think it'll very, very, be a very close game, but I'm going to bet Baldwin 3 2. 3 2 to Baldwin. Predicted by Gibbs. Uh, I'll back Baldwin Sports A as well. Will they get themselves up for this uh, Westford game like they did against Bickley? They'll have to be good. They'll have to be up for the game, otherwise, they will have their pants pulled down against the team uh, in Elton Rovers, who clearly uh, have some talent amongst them. Um, but yeah. And squaring up against any Baldwin Sports team uh, can be uh, a big game will be a big game for anyone especially this Baldwin Sports team 
Uh, I think I'm going to go for um, a 3-1 win for Borden Sports A, but it's going to be a really, really good game, that one. Uh, talking about good games, uh, down on the 3G at uh, Thamesmead, uh, Tarks take on Metrogas. Um, a different prospect playing Tarks on that surface um, as opposed to Grass Gibbs. Metrogas, uh, a mixed start for their season. I know they hammered uh, Highfield, uh, but a draw against um, Meridian, uh, not the best of starts for them this season. Maybe um, a target now on their back with their fantastic performances last season. Uh, but Bulltarks, uh, welcome Metrogas there this week. What do you think on this one? I think at the minute, Bulltarks are talking the ting. They are um, talking the ting. I would, on this one, I mean, Bulltarks, they, they look like they're, they're becoming that team now that when we spoke about them joining the Prem last year, I think they drew with Red Velvet. Obviously, they did beat R2J first game of the season. Um, yep. They've only just narrowly lost a, um, a good Kenningwell side 4-3 on the weekend. Yep. Um, do you know what? I think Bulltarks will win this, you know. Um, wow. I am going to back Bulltarks... Ooh, uh, I'm going to back Bulltarks 3-2. 3-2 again. Uh, I think they'll two. be very close games, but I, I just, at the minute, Bulltarks, they just seem to be doing well, don't they? They're playing and, uh, well, and on a 3G pitch, that suits them down to the ground with their style. Um, so that'll be uh, very interesting to see if that's going to be uh, a deal-breaker. I will back uh, Metrogas to make this um, a contest, and I'm going to back them to win 2-1. Let's see how that one goes. 2-1 uh, to Metrogas, my prediction. Um, Irif and Belvedere playing into Belvedere. The Battle of Belvedere. The Battle of Belvedere. Uh, this is going to be a hell of a game too. Uh, evenly matched teams. Uh, we know Irif and Belvedere in former, in former team names have been successful into Belvedere coming up through the divisions in West for making a name of themselves, becoming... Um, a target themselves Gibbs because of the success and the brand of football that they play winning a lot of fans they're an old they're a young team but they've got an old school mentality yeah. both teams are have um, which means this is going to be a brilliant game down at uh, Footscray Rugby Club if you if you haven't got anything to do Sunday get down uh, and watch this one it will certainly be um, a rivalry uh, in the making uh, a, a derby uh, because of their names um, we're looking forward to seeing the result of this one what do you reckon? Uh, definitely, I do believe Inter Belvedere will come away with the win on this one. I just think Irith and Belvedere have been a little bit inconsistent. I think the other week they only had eleven. Uh, one game there was two 0 up, and then drew two two. I can't see Inter Belvedere doing anything like that. I just think they're okay. too consistent and too efficient in what they do. Right. Um, I'm going to say Inter Belvedere three one. Three one, big win predicted. Uh, Inter Belvedere with a three all draw. Uh, this weekend probably shows how far they've come that they were disappointed uh, with that draw this weekend. Uh, they'll be going all guns for this uh, result though. For me, that means you don't want to be playing into Belvedere uh, when they're fired up and they want the win. I'm going to back them to win 2-1 as well against Aerith uh, and Belvedere, uh, who who will be a good team. They'll be up there. I, I can see into Belvedere perhaps uh, reaching the, the promotion places this year. Um, but into Belvedere, Gibbs, they have got to be uh, title title favourites 100% uh, they're looking at the business this year and I've seen they've signed some players previously from uh, STC Sporting Club Thamesmead 90 and Meridian um, and I can see and they've got a few area of town lads playing in there as well ok so um, yeah they're a good side let's make no bones about it uh, 
the last game from Westfar. Thamesmead Town taking on the Battle Cruisers. Um, a tough, tough game for the Battle Cruisers. It is, uh, but this is what games Thamesmead of the week Town. are for, though, isn't it? To incorporate everyone and tough games no matter what league you're in. Um, I'm going to back the Battle Cruisers on this one. I mean, uh, Thamesmead Town haven't started off uh, the greatest, um, obviously, um, Battle Cruiser is a little bit inconsistent, obviously, with a win, a loss, and a win. They've, um, but they are scoring goals. I think this would be. Oh, blimey, what am I gonna say? Do you know what I'm going to say? I'm gonna go for another three-two. I'm gonna go three-two Battle Cruisers. Three-two. Turns me town starting the season really well. It has petered off the last the last week or so. Uh, their last results not been uh, amazing. Uh, battle cruisers getting results, getting results over the line, winning games, which is important. Um, they've made hard work of it though, and that's going to be in my mind. This is a cup game, so obviously these predictions are at ninety minutes. Uh, I'm going to go for uh, a Desmond at ninety minutes, uh, and then the lottery of penalties take over in the Plumstead Charity Cup. Uh, good luck to both teams there. Uh, down at Charlton Park on Sunday. Um, better than that place across the road, isn't it, Gibson? Uh, Charlton Park. <laughs> No comment. <laughs> uh, some of the big games from this weekend. Let's have a scan through uh, the fixtures. We've spoken about Bulltarks, Metrogas. That's the first game on the list. That's a fantastic game. Uh, two form sides in the Prem. Uh, Meridian playing Red Velvet. That's another excellent game. Uh, Greenwich, uh, Forza Greenwich playing Push Athletic. A good game. Uh, Northern Eagles, Eltham Lions, Gibbs. That's a real good game. That's going to be a hell of a battle. Um, Cam Barker put back-to-back wins together. Uh, they play uh, Kingfisher this week, who have been a little bit inconsistent. They'll hope to get some form together. Um, in Division 2, uh, Junior Reds Athletic playing Adidas Athletic. Adidas not playing this weekend. Um, they'll be looking to uh, carry on their good start to the season. New Park there against Fleet Down will be a good game. New Park, Fleet Down in Division 3, another good game. Avery Hill, Bexley Heath, old rivalries. That will be another be a good, good one. Uh, 69ers against uh, Junior Red Sport. 69ers looking to put a win on the back of that good def- good defeat of um, Oldfield Trainers this week. That's yep. a good game. The Mighty Highfield against Peckham Raye. Rivalries between um, Ronnie and Six Point Steve, as he calls him. So, <laughs> well, uh, I'll be seeing the boys so, down there yeah. at Metrogas on Sunday because that's where my game is this week. Bexley United against Burridge from uh, from the OBDSFL and Westfar, respectfully. So I'll see. Um, Highfield Rovers and Steve down at Metrogas. Whoever's crying after the game, I guess I, I know what the score was. <laughs> uh, Highfield have a very good uh, record against Peckham Raya, don't they? They do at the minute. They do at the minute. So um, hopefully Steve can turn that round on Sunday and um, and get three points and um, give their season a little kickstart. Um, Ronnie coming off the back of a good win this week. So he, their tails are going to be up. They're going to think there's another six points. And not only that, probably because of us beating them the other week they're probably going to have a little point to prove <laughs> as well yeah. so um, I'm sure that they'll be fired up for the game so uh, Stephen and the, the aid lads are going to be in for a game but um, I'm sure whoever wins it on the day will have, will deserve it yeah that'd be a good one uh, Elk Lions Reserves taking on Beacons uh, battle of two decent young teams uh, look forward to seeing how that one goes New Cross Reserves taking on uh, Greenwich Hot Shots the Hot Shots need to start their season now uh, they're giving everyone a head start there in Division 5. Uh, Sig Cup look to continue their winning ways. You wouldn't back against them either, Gibbs, against the Tamils. Uh, no, you wouldn't. They could go 5 for 5 here, to be fair, yeah. and they could be uh, literally setting the pace. 
Bexley Village Vets taking on uh, Sporting Greenwich in Div 6 and Las Cabras or FC Cabras, sorry gents, taking on uh, the Bosco. Uh, in the London Junior Cup, the Westfer representation, uh, NPR taking on South Darrenth. Uh, Black Lion Hartley from the North Kent taking on uh, Crayford Arrows. That's a really good game. Uh, Black Lion uh, Hartley, uh, great presentation for, of themselves on social media. Uh, Crayford Arrows do not um, d- don't take them for granted. That's a tough game. Uh, case uh, where we got some. We've These got, are count, county cup games, Kent Cup Sunday. Isn't okay, it? Real Gema uh, welcome Mildeen uh, down to Kings Farm on Sunday. That's a tough ask. Um, North Kent are in the North Kent League. Uh, Real Gema are the, the the standout team. That's in the Kent Sunday Premier Cup. That's a tough day uh, for Mildeen, that one. Uh, that's a long way for them to go uh, down to Gravesend as well. So good luck to Mildeen in that one. As I say, Real Gema, fantastic side. Uh, my one on Sunday, Bex United from the OBD SFL Division 1, taking on Burridge Blues from uh, Westford's Division 1. Um, a good game. Two, not, I say older, but they're two um, old, older teams. Um, they'll both play good football. Uh, that'll be a fantastic game on Sunday. Looking forward to that one. Uh, Crockenhill take on AFC Sean. Uh, Glebe Manor from OBDSFL take on uh, Blackfen and Erif. When mm. Blackfen and Erif scratching around for a result, they don't want to be playing uh, Glebe <laughs> Manor. That's a lot. That could potentially be a long day. Uh, Holisters uh, take on Barnhurst from the West. For good luck to Barnhurst. Oh, they're down at Kings Farm as well. Yeah, so that's a good day at Kings Farm. Uh, for Westford teams, if you fancy a trip down to Gravesend, uh, go and watch a couple of games right next door to each other. Rising Talents play the Robins Nest. Uh, Springer United take on Sydney Sports from the OBD SFL. We would like to see those clashes. Uh, Borden Sports, after their good win in the first round, uh, play Sutton Dynamo's under-21s uh, down at the co-op, presumably on Sunday. Uh, Hacienda Reserves from Westford take on Bexley. Uh, AFC Bexley from Westford in a all Westford tie. That's a tough day for Hacienda Reserves after their start. Footscray Lions taking on Crayway. From Probably the, that Crayway any good? A good team. Uh, that would be a really good game. Uh, Hall's Sunday development team take on uh, Duchess of Kent uh, in a North Kent versus Westford game. Uh, Rose and Crown Gibbs. Uh, Damo taking on uh, Peckham Rye. Uh, is it fuck demo or are you taking them seriously? Hundred percent taking them seriously, <laughs> mate. You know me. I don't. We don't take anyone for granted, honestly. We don't get into that mindset because once you start getting into that mindset, it's a long day. You start getting rolled over, and um, it's a it's a struggle. You got to treat everyone with the same respect, start to finish. Go about your, your work and and your job efficiently. Mm-hmm. Um, get the win, then you can celebrate, or then you can then you can have a chat, you know. But for then, you give you have to give everyone the same respect. No one is a walkover and no one's an easy game because much as you think that, they're pumped up twice as much because uh, it's a, they think, oh, it's all right, it's a scalp here or we're playing a team from a higher league, we have to be on it. And before you know it, you're two or three nil down and you're done. So, no, nah, fuck that. We don't ever um, underestimate anyone. Fair enough. A selection of games of the games now from the rest, rest of Westfa. Uh, in the Plumstead Challenge Cup, uh, Bexley Knights taking on Greenwich Challenge Vets. That's a good game. Elton Palace, JJ... Uh, United South Ballers there against Jam. Look, Tony Rulin's playing for Jam Sunday. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, that's a tough ask for the South Ballers. Uh, they need to pull all their resolve together uh, to get a result in that one. Lesser FXI play Spartans from the Quarter Municipal. Uh, a big ask for them. Kingsford against Spring, uh, Spring Blues. United Blues. Good game, that'll be. Really good game. Uh, and some of these repeated. Uh, 
most of these fixtures repeated again. Gibbs, good luck against Rosen Crown on Sunday. Well done uh, to all the teams for getting your results this weekend. Uh, Gibbs, a tough game perhaps against Rosen Crown expected. Are you full strength or I imagine you, you're still suffering from those injuries? Um, I'll be honest with you. I don't mind telling. Pete is out injured. Um, that's no lie. Um, we have got a few with knocks. I'm hoping that some of them will come back. We've got one of our lads out resting because he's um, he's got a, a, a fight coming up soon. He's fighting. Um, so, yeah, we're... we're we're okay. We got we got good numbers. We've put the message out today, and we've got two, so um, we're okay. Give us give us a prediction for Sunday. Oh, you want a prediction? Yeah, go. Ooh. Do you know what? No disrespect to Rose and Crown, but I always have to back my team. I'm not saying we're going to win, <coughs> but if I had to pick a result, I'd, I'd like to say, being fair, three one. Three one, Peckham Rye. No, Rose and Crown. <laughs> Go easy on us, Demo. No, but I mean, uh, in all due respect, it, it, everyone wants their own team to win, don't they? So I'd have to pick a result out. But I don't think it'll be a stroll in the park. They're, they're a good side. They're a good outfit. And they're obviously organised. They've won games. I know they slipped up this weekend, but I suppose that can happen to anyone. So yeah, I, I'm looking forward to a good, tough game. Um, I'd like to hope that we could come through and progress into the Kent Cup into the next round. So um, we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All the best, mate. And I'll speak to you next week. Cheers, mate, mate. So back with the final section of the podcast, the Quirden Municipal Games of the Week with Roger. Chosen Games chosen by Roger, uh, and we will predict four of them. You'll hear Russell uh, and Amari's predictions and the rest of the prediction team uh, Wednesday night uh, when that podcast, the Sunday League Extra podcast, is released. Uh, Roger, this week's fixtures dominated uh, by the League Challenge Cup, the draw held uh, on the podcast a few weeks ago. Uh, one league game and one other cup game. Uh, the Westford Plumstead Challenge Cup uh, sees lesser FXI uh, from the best division in Westford. The league, the Silk Grassroots League Six, Division Six, taking on uh, Russell's Spartans boys. Uh, that could be a massacre if Spartans get it right. If they can get all the players over there uh, to New Eltham, uh, that's a fair old uh, trip for some of them boys. I imagine that could be the only yep. leveler, uh, but we expect Spartans to come through that. Um, but our games uh, to predict this week, Rog, uh, four games. Uh, I must say, I, I picked these in, in your absence. I know you're busy uh, with things. Uh, so I've picked these. So if I've upset anyone, uh, I apologize. Don't don't blame Roger. I picked these games. Uh, first up, though, I think I picked the right ones. First up, yep. Addiscombe Casuals taking on Woodside. Uh, mm-hmm. A big, a big pot- potential banana skin for Addison Casuals, given Woodside's decent start to the season. Uh, yeah. A team who seem to be able to get themselves up for the big games. This is a big game. It doesn't get much bigger than this. They're playing the reigning uh, champions of this cup. Mm-hmm. Uh, can Woodside cause an upset? I think or, they can. Or will they? I, th- I, th- I think they can. They're, they're, they're more than capable. I think. I think. Addiscombe Casual's start hasn't been the best. Um, Woodside, they're, they're in good form. I know they had, a, they had a loss last week, but they've come back this week and, and, and won and kept a clean sheet. So, absolutely, I think they're capable of it. Um, whether they can or not is going to be another question. Um, I, do you know what? I'm going to go with an upset. I think, okay. Woodside, I think Woodside will fancy their chances. Um, so, yeah, I'm going to say Woodside win. Just, I'm going to say a 
three two to Woodside. Three two Woodside. Yeah. Big chat. I'm gonna go the other way. I've I've been confrontational tonight with the predictions, and I'm going against. I've gone against Jamie, and I've gone against uh, Gibbs uh, on purpose. Uh, and and on the next week's show, uh, on the Sunday League Extra, we'll hear how Dan. Uh, predicts against me. I'm going to go for casuals to win 2-1. I think uh, they'll be looking at, at Woodside and knowing that, that this is a potential banana skin for them. They won't want to go out um, in the first round of a cup that, that they've won last season that their name's on. Uh, so I'm back in the casuals to win 2-1. But I don't. it's one of these, Woodside have got themselves in a place at the moment, Rog, where um, if they do beat casuals, it, it, whilst it will be a great result, even, whatever the score is, um, it won't be a massive surprise, will it? No, absolutely not. Though, and I think I, th- I think they played. I think they played. Um, although it was default in the end, I think they played the holders last season and went JFC, and I think they put them. They dumped them out. So they they they've got it in them. They definitely got it in them. Um, it's with a casual. I think if casuals turn up with with a, with a good squad, then 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 it's going to be hard work for Woodside. Um, but yeah, I just think I think Woodside have got their towers up at the moment. They've they were in good form. Yeah, I just I just I just fancy him tomorrow on Sunday. Yeah, fair enough. More than more than reasonable. You've seen him more than more than most people having played him a couple of times last mm-hmm. season. Uh, so fair enough. Uh, this is a great game. This one, Dynamo Duppers yeah. uh, taking on Huxley Guards. Uh, now I put this one in because uh, Huxley Guards, you know, they're not they're not had a fantastic start to the season, but Dynamo mm-hmm. Duppers. Uh, in comparison, I've had um, a poor start um, to the season. Uh, and I, again, saw this one as a bit of a, a potential mm. uh, banana skin, uh, <clears throat> given the way Dynamo Duppers are conceding goals. It didn't happen last season for them like that. Um, it's completely uh, gone the other way. Huxley guards, are you giving them a chance? I mean, I, I can see an upset here, I think. Yeah, I, yeah, I think so too. And, and, and you know, I'm, I'm in the same boat as Duppers where, but you know you're losing games, you're conceding goals, and you can't really see see where the next win's coming from. Um, I think I think Huxley might go into the game thinking, knowing that they can get a result, um, and I think I think they will actually. I think I think Duppas's start to the season is is it's going to hinder them. Um, you know, confidence will be low. I mean, not confidence a lot in football. So yeah, I'm going to back Huxley to win this. I'm going to say 2-0 Huxley. 2-0, not even giving them a goal. No. Yeah, I've backed I've backed Huxley to to win this 2-1 actually. I can see Duppers getting dumped out and uh and Huxley guards uh going on uh, confidence must be so low at, at Dynamo Duppers at the moment. All what all they need is the pressure of playing lower placed opposition in the uh the biggest cup in the Quota Municipal. Uh, league, uh, it's going to be a tough day uh, for Dynamo Duppers if they do lose, and they're going to have to reflect uh, on their season as a whole so far. I mean, even if they beat Huxley Guards, uh, they're not going to get much credit for doing it. It's expected. Right. It's a free swing for Huxley Guards. Uh, so Dynamo Duppers really need to have a look um, at what's going on and address it uh, because we had a lot of high hopes from after a fantastic season last year. Uh, yep. They did really, really well, uh, <clears throat> but this season. Um, They've not really responded to that and they've lost all the momentum from that good season last year as well. So lots of work uh, for them to do. Uh, in our third game, uh, this is London Warriors against Albo United. London Warriors with a valuable point against uh, Quirden JFC uh, last weekend, just gone. And Albo United 
losing 2-0 to Woodside. Um, two teams in different, I want to say different sort of trajectories at the moment. Elbow again, much like Dano Dappers, they've been unable to capitalise on a fantastic season last year. Uh, a league winning season, Roger, and a cup final um, defeat. Um, to yep. Dynamo Duppers, but still a good debut season for, for them in the Gwedham Municipal. London Warriors sort of season petered off a little bit, but that point on Sunday will give them hope that they can compete uh, against the very best in the Gwedham Municipal. Um, are we seeing is it a tight game for you, this one, Roger, or are we seeing goals? Uh, I, I think it'll be a tight game. Um, I, don't, I don't think... I mean, Warriors haven't scored that many goals this season. Um but Albo haven't, haven't. I don't think they picked up a point yet, Albo. So oh, it's a tough one to. It's a tough one to call this one, if I'm honest. Um, London Warriors only two goals so far this season. Yeah. Only three games played, uh, but only two goals scored, and they were both in defeats in the league. Yep. Yeah. Um, oh, I've got a funny feeling this might go. I think this might go all the way. Um, yeah, I, I just I, I'm I'm, so, I'm I mean normally I would say Alba, but I just, I, with the form that they're in, I mean unless 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 they have a dramatic change of fortune Sunday, I, I can't see them winning this in ninety minutes. To be honest, Alba, I'm going to go. Albo have scored six goals this season yeah. uh, so far. Uh, their their only win coming from um, well no they've not won they've not no. won at all they've lost to Shirley that was a, a walkover though uh, they've lost to Woodside and they lost to Surrey Park Rangers. They're out of sorts massively. I, I, I'm, I, I think I'm going to go for a London Warriors uh, winner. You think it's going to extra time? Yeah, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm going to say. Extra, oh, yeah, I'm going to say full time. Two two. A Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Not too many of those predicted uh, this week. Uh, so interesting uh, one. I'm going to. I'm going to back. Uh, I'm going to back London Warriors to win three one. I've just changed on screen. Uh, my initial prediction, uh, but Albo out of sorts completely, um, yep. showing glimpses against Surrey Park Rangers of the goal scoring uh, power that they have. Um, but that game against Woodside, to not even get a goal against a team in Woodside who we know uh, are attacking was a strong club, a strong team, yep. but we would have expected Albo to score. Something's not right at Albo this season. Uh, I'm going to back uh, the London Warriors boys to do the job uh, and. And win three one. And sorry, Albo, to say that because um, it's been great uh, watching you, and I'm I, really a fan of yours. But um, yeah, I think the London Warriors will get the job done. They'll be buoyed from their result, and I think Albo, uh, a bit of a, a malaise starting to um, set in uh, to them, and they need a win desperately. And hopefully uh, for them, that comes this weekend, and they can kickstart their season. Uh, the last but not least, this game, AFC Shirley taking on Fulton Heath Rangers. Um, I mean, if anyone, if you, if you're AFC Shirley, the last team that you want to play at the moment uh, is a team like Fortune Eve Rangers, who are absolutely scoring goals for fun. Um, yeah. I'm just counting up how many they've conceded. Um, Shirley have only played two fixtures this season, Rog, and they've let they've conceded 15 goals in two league games that they've played. Um, this is not going to be a fun game for uh, AFC Shirley on Sunday. No, um, I mean history will tell you that AFC Shirley do well in cups, um, but yeah, on 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 current form and and, and current evidence, I, I I think I think this may be humbling for them again. 
uh, and it hurts me. It hurts me to say. It pains me for me to say this because um, you know I've, I've, I've always there will always be my heart, Shirley. But something is just not right there at the moment. Um, well, and if Rangers scored four goals in each of the three games they've played this season, um, I can see them getting uh, the same or more. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I think so. I mean, I, I, I hope it's not. Um, with my unbiased hat, and I hope it's not. Um, but yeah, I, I can't, I can't, I can't see anything other than and then a Thornton Heath Rangers win at the moment. Um, I, I do think there'll be a reaction from Shirley. Um, I just don't think it's going to be enough at the moment. Um, I'm going to say Thornton Thornton Heath win, and I'll say I'm going to say depends if Shirley can ever go there. No, I'm going to say 4-2. I was going to say 4-3. I'm going to say 4-2 to Fort Neath Rangers. 4-2, Fort Neath. How long before the Croydon Perlo gets the call? <laughs> At the moment, I don't think you certainly have any chance of getting him to travel up up to Croydon. Not at the moment. I mean, I, I speak to Alan almost every Sunday. I speak to Alan. And um, yeah, when, he, when, I, when I spoke to him briefly, and it was only a brief chat yesterday, is. uh you know, he was he's he's disappointed because you know it was it was him who who started the club all them years ago. It was, it was it's his club, and to see to see to see it going like this at the moment, you know, he's 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 not happy, and you know, he said as much. There's no chance of him coming at the moment. He, he'll only come if he knows there's a full squad and and players are committed, and and you know, I think the last couple of weeks they've they've had bare eleven. Um, so yeah, I can't I can't see Alan travelling up for this one. Um, not 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 playing a team that have, you know. The team in the division below, but they've they, a team that have got the bit between their teeth and looking good. So, yeah, I, I can't see I can't see Alan making 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 the travel just yet. Fair enough. I'm going to back Fortin Eve to win four one. Uh, goals, goals, goals. Fortin Eve, look out for them this season. I think they're going to be uh, an exciting team uh, in Division Two, and we look forward to their games against the likes of South London uh, Royals uh, and. Uh, they've beaten Addiscombe Corinthians already, uh, but some good some good games to come in Division Two. We look forward to uh, South London Royals, uh, South London Union have had a good start. So, uh, but Fort Neath leading the pack at the moment, the perfect start, and I can't see that stopping in the cup. They will be no one will want to play Fort Neath Rangers uh, in the cup this season, given their uh, firepower. Uh, Rog, some of the games from. Uh, for next week, a pick of the of the other games. Uh, once I've once I've got them up, unfortunately, I was I was ill prepared. Uh, the games for this week: uh, FC Twenty Five taking on uh, Pearly Saint Germain in Division Two. Uh, everything else, apart from the Spartans game, as we said at the beginning of this section, is a uh, League Challenge Cup game. Spartans go and play West for opposition in the Plumstead Challenge Cup. Um, Addiscombe Casuals taking on Woodside. We've spoken about Corinthians against Selsden. That's a big ask of um, Addiscombe Corinthians not playing this week, uh, going on and taking uh, and playing Selsden Town buoyant from uh, a good win this week. Croydon JFC, Rog, against PSG Reserves. A 10.30 kickoff there um, for Croydon JFC. Um, we'll see a good test for them uh, this week and they'll want to bounce back from yeah. a disappointing draw in their, in their, in their minds. That'll be... Uh, one uh, one for them to bounce back and good luck to them. Uh, South London Union looking to put back-to-back wins together, something they haven't done too often uh, in their early days in the quarter municipal. They play gold coaching seconds uh, and uh, as I say, South London Union will fancy that one. KFC uh, play Addington United. 
uh, Addington with that brilliant win against South Sea Wanderers. They won't want to uh, get knocked out of this cup uh, in the first round and they will certainly want to get momentum uh, built as they look to catch up with the early pace setters uh, in Division 1. Uh, Cobbs against Bosjam. They go again after Bosjam won 4-0 this weekend. Cobbs uh, need a response uh, and they need um, to get some momentum going themselves. Saha 11, Rog taking on uh, South London Royals. South London Royals scoring goals. Saha 11 conceding goals. Yep. Um, what chance do you give yourself with this one on Sunday? Um, yeah, yeah, I'll, uh, yeah, I mean, I'll always give us a chance. Um, I'm hoping... I mean, I don't know numbers yet, but I'm hoping we can get a... You know, I put, I put a message out in the group earlier, not for the game, but just to sort of hammer hammer down what needs to be done this season. I'm hoping we get a good response. Um, it'll all depend if I can get a, if I can get a, if I can get a, you know a t- eleven out with with three three or four subs. Then yeah, I think I think with I think it'll be a good game. But you know, if 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 not, if I get a bare eleven again, then it'll be a, it will be in for a long Sunday because you know South London Royals. You know they they they've got in good form. They've got Amari and and other players that can score goals. So yeah, um, it's a potential banana skin for us. It is really is absolutely all the best. We need a response from Sahara Eleven. I know everyone gives you a bit of stick in that because you're uh, on the podcast and stuff. But we need to see uh, a good uh, Sahara Eleven team back in the quarter municipal. Uh, South London Royals will not care though. They they will be ruthless on Sunday if they get if they're given a chance. Uh, all the best. A real good game. Uh, in the cup, Santola taking on South Sea Wanderers. Uh, South Sea Wanderers will look to bounce back. As I say, Santola, uh, they they won't be unforgiven if they get a chance. Uh, they will strike. What a good team they are! South Sea Wanderers need um, a win back to to get their momentum going again after that defeat uh, to Addington United. Uh, and last but not least, uh, Kaizen taking on Sandsted. Watch a good week in the Quarter Municipal, uh, the League Challenge Cup. Uh, first round always brings uh, some good fixtures. Obviously, there'll be some more fixtures uh, next week by the looks of it. Uh, but a good week for the Quarter Municipal. And I wish you guys all the very best against South London Royals. Thanks very much, Andrew. Right, and I'll cool. speak, to you next, speak to you next week. Do that. And that is it. The end of another show. Thank you to Graham, Jamie, Gibbs and Roger for their help tonight covering the Southern Sunday, the OBDSFL, Westfa and the Quota Municipal. Uh, thank you to all of our sponsors, uh, the Down to Play app, Match Arc, Magpie Recruitment, Awards FC, at NJPGD, uh, Borden Sports Youth, Grassroots Football, GRF, uh, Skipper Sportswear, and Adrenaline Rush, a Rush laser tag. Uh, thank you, all of you, for your help in bringing uh, the podcast to our uh, listeners. Uh, thank you to the listeners for listening. Thank you for the teams for doing what you do. Without you, we wouldn't have anything to talk about. I wish you all the very best for the week ahead, and I'll see you next week. Goodbye. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchArk. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHawk on Google Play or visit our website at matchhawk.com. Truly a great match, MatchHawk. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.